Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to, like, break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Monster's Grape Soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my brother, I'm listening to Live from the Barrage. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. It's my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody. This is Conan Neutron. No, you suck on it. Fuck the audience. What's your favorite radio station? Live from the barrage. What kind of psycho walks into this shit? Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. Live from the Barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. What's wrong with you people? John Houlihan, fuck you. Uh, yeah. John just Thanks, Dave. John just admitted that he's uh, he's nervous before every show, and I and, and you know you know when like uh, <coughs> excuse me you know when musicians say that or like famous actors and they're like before before every performance I, I just I always feel the nerves and I'm like you're fucking full of shit like you're on autopilot by that point I'm no. on autopilot with this show I don't well, sure a- <laughs> if I just had to show up out of nowhere and talk to the microphone I'd be fine too but no so what makes you nervous like setting Everything. it up Are you, you feel yeah, I get you feel responsible for, for the technical side of it. Everything that, that can go wrong already. It has. has to start on time, all that stuff. And I've been uh, like we're out here for two hours trying to get music together, research our guests, all that crap. I love how this is news to you, Dave. <laughs> That's well, a- we, we've been having the prayer circle before every show. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I just I didn't know he publicly wanted to talk about his fears. I'm nervous I, throughout the whole show. What really? If, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I think the buzzing's gone though. Yeah, yeah I, it's gone. I feel really bad then. Why? Because I just show up and get drunk. <laughs> like, That's don't fine. Have, I don't have a care in the world. No. Like, this is like my special place. You're fine. Don't worry about it's it. Like don't you, feel bad about you're that. Like, you're, this is like the public pool and you're you're our lifeguard. You're like you're the one that has to watch everything and we're just swimming around like having a good time. Yeah, no, it's no fun for me actually. Taking dumps <laughs> in the deep end. <laughs> it gets fun around like, you know, 10 o'clock for me. Really? <laughs> the rest of it's a nightmare. Yeah. When you're just done. Yeah. And you reward yourself with poker by taking other people's money. Yeah, or losing. Yeah, so there's that too. Is that is that does does that influence whether or not you think we had a good show the next day? If you're no, like, if you lost, no, one, I don't know. You separate least, that. You know, yeah. I, listen, if you're gonna play poker, I know I, uh, I I'm gonna put fifty bucks in and that's it. And if I lose it, then you're, you're in. You know, whatever. That's a, that's that's the deal. That's what I tell myself anyway. Are people coming tonight? Uh, I believe so. Yes. You have to leave at 11 o'clock. Is that right? Tommy Rockstar. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. I'm joined by Tommy Rockstar at the end there. Just walked in. And uh, Ryan, Dave, and Pat. And, of course, we have Jake. Can you pronounce your last name for me? Because you know, I'm, It's just I'm, like it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew there was a, uh, like a stock answer to that. It's uh, Sufnarowski. Su- su- Sufnarowski. It's a Polish royal bloodline. Very good. And thank you for joining us, Jake. Jake uh, has many, many, many things we need to talk about, Jake. I've seen your bio. It's like your rap sheet's a mile long. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, Uh-oh. before we get there, I did realize that one of the things we forgot to talk to Ben Smith about last week was that his, and I think I mentioned this to you before the show, his dad was worked for, for Fangoria and Starlog. I think we might have talked about it off the air, but we never actually talked about it on the air. Right. And uh, I, I really wanted to dork out about it because that was my favorite magazine. Fangoria was my favorite magazine when I was a kid. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. Especially when that like those movies were coming out, so you'd have like the the centerfold spread of uh of like you know someone getting crewed. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes they'd make them up. 
Yeah, they were like up their own. Weird. It didn't have to be from a movie. But it was always like weird movies too that you didn't see till much later, like Phantasm. You know, and you're like, oh, that's fucking weird. Like I don't know what that is. That guy's really tall and scary. It's almost like it's like your f- first porno because they used to show like pretty racy chicks in there, right? but they're like all cut up, right? <laughs> that's hot. Change so then you get a weird, then you get a weird boner. You, know, like, <laughs> yeah. you feel bad about and it, and then you graduate to uh, you know. Like a fucking Sir magazine or something. Scrambled cable boxes. (laughs) Hitting the zero over and over again on the cable box. The the Prism channel. What was Billy Bob Thornton's favorite (laughs) magazine? That CBC interview? Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's a nut, right? (laughs) Yeah, like... Oh, so about your Billy music. Bob Thortron? Billy Bob. Wow. Oh, that's I a good one. totally missed that Tron, Correct bro. Tron, bro. Yeah, well, you better pay attention. <laughs> Show moves fast. Sorry, I'll straighten up and fly right, Mr. Houlihan. Kazuga's right on top of it in the chat box, of course. He probably typed that yesterday. Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, no, he just went into that that whole rap when they asked him about his uh, about his music. Would you ask Tom Petty that question? Oh, uh, yeah, He starts yeah, ranting yeah. about some monster magazine. I like how I like how Tom Petty's the stock answer. Like, would you ask Tom Petty that question? Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> Tom Petty's like, whoa, why am I getting trapped? He seems no. like a nice guy. Tom he, Petty would answer. He didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think he'd be the kind of guy that wouldn't be very cagey in an interview. I mean, Jake, I, Jake have you ever met Tom Petty? Not yet. <clears throat> so you're, you're hopeful yet. that you will. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. You've met almost everyone, haven't you? I met a few people, yeah. Yeah, I could see. Who's the biggest dick in rock and roll? Uh, hey, that's my question. I'm on. <laughs> that's a standard asked question. I haven't met him, but I, I would assume it's Gene Simmons or Courtney Love. Mm. Courtney Love, who I shared an elevator with last night, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Was actually, there a love in that elevator? Did you fart? There was love. No. Actually, I was. By the way, uh, <laughs> Jonah, uh, one line drawing, what? joining us in a little one. Go ahead. No, we were, I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony last night. and uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I had know, no I, idea. I didn't know about that. Shut up. <laughs> and, How uh, would you uh, take some pictures or maybe some video? Yeah, you should have called me up on the telephone to let me know that that happened. Was that last night? <laughs> that was last night. I was free last night. Oh, uh, you should have given tickets. Seriously, all kidding aside, tickets were only twenty nine dollars. Yeah, no, I, I was. Up. I almost went because Joel Frost said he had a, who, who Jake knows, right? Didn't you guys play in the tragedies together? Oh, yes, we did. And uh, he said he had a, an extra ticket. And they were for face value, and I was like, ah, maybe a. But I had rehearsal, so I, I decided to uh, rehearsal practice. Now that's I'd how so, you get to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to do that instead because it was the right thing to do, right, Pat? If we ever want to get in, <laughs> if I if I said to you, I'm skipping the, uh, I'm going to the Rock and Roll Hall of uh, Fame induction with Tommy Rockstar tonight, would would that be a bone of contention, Tron, between us? <laughs> you take a wild guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing yes. That's why I went to fucking practice. Yeah. No, but we, I was like stumbling in there late as usual. I actually missed all of Kiss's like ceremony. Thank God. Not. Yeah, those but, are some guys you don't want to miss. Speak, <laughs> Tommy. Miss. Have, have you told these, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Tommy? Have you told these guys that you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, oh yeah, that's right. What? Actually, Jake's not kidding. Really? Uh, Check yeah. it out. I used to book this venue called Wetlands, which was yes, in downtown Manhattan. Of and we had that big Volkswagen bus inside, which is now at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And before it went there, Tommy put a latex generation sticker on the bus. Uh, <laughs> that's how you get in. Back door. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. <laughs> and stickers. Me and Dave taped all our records to uh, Johnny Thunder's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> on the inside. You can't see it's in the case. We were running late and I stumbled in there and I had all this, well, I hadn't eaten dinner, so I got like a like a burger and, and Marta's holding like the wines and beers and we go in the service elevator and we step on and we're like hey you know we got to go up to the second floor get our seats and the lady's like there's too many people in here you got to step off and uh, like i'm walking through people and i we get off and wait for the next car and marta's like you know who that was right and ron wood <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and it was fucking courtney love and i didn't even realize that we uh, that's how far she's uh, fallen she's an elevator <laughs> operator now <laughs> she had a little monkey with her yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks for holding the door, Sonny. <laughs> Marta actually told me this morning she went on break Tommy's heart, but it was Izzy and drag. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell by the smell that it wasn't Izzy. <laughs> Was, she actually, she actually got on stage, and I was really surprised that, like, when they inducted Nirvana, that they, uh, she got up there, and she, the minute she got up, I, I gotta say, they started booing her. Yeah, well, you know, some people thought it was a swipe at her that she had all these female singers sing uh, the Nirvana songs, but mm. I don't know, I, I don't know about that angle. That's I didn't even think one, about that. I saw one, one writer write that, but I'm not sure. David right. Urbanos. I think it was because they all know Kurt Cobain was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You have some inside information we don't know about. I mean, he he left his daughter to be raised by Courtney Love. That's like the worst thing you could do, isn't well, it? Well, I well we've been through this before in the show about this killing yourself, and now it's and if you have kids, you're not allowed to do it. It's fucking bullshit. Or go to Mars. You're just out. You're out. <laughs> you're not allowed to right. go to Mars. Or you're not allowed to go to Mars or kill yourself. I want to hang myself every day, which is pretty <laughs> much the same thing. <laughs> but I will. I will. St- I, Mario leaves me a voicemail. I want to kill myself. And then Joan Jett will come down and host the show. <laughs> She's a little flat. I can't wait for our guest. Yeah. Our guest and also host. out of tune. I agree with you, John. She was a little. She was definitely not my most favorite out of the four. Right. I, and then I thought I would dig the Kim Gordon stuff that I saw, and uh, I don't know. She was pretty good. Yeah, she's good. But she said, you know what? I mean, I, I appreciate that she sang it like Kim Gordon, not like exactly. Kurt Cobain. But it still didn't fit because I wanted to hear Kurt Cobain I sing got, it, not Kim. Gordon. I gotta say that of, of the four girls that came up, I think I, I gotta say they're say, women, Tom. Well, women. Okay, women. St. Vincent was probably the best. Yeah. She uh, she, she was pretty good. Woody loves them. But there's a big rumor going around now that Lord is actually uh, uh, Francis Bean Cobain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I have some of the... the uh, here's here's Tommy last night watching Kiss, but missing Kiss. This is Kiss. Since you missed it, I'll play it for you. Right, guys, how many of you guys like to get flicked? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he opened up. It was weird. You lick me, I lick you. <laughs> And then they bring out Nirvana. Exactly. <laughs> well, with this change of the weather, some people might have a little rock and roll pneumonia. <laughs> See, it's not his fault because he only had one ear, and I didn't know that for all this time. <laughs> and, and what, do you totally mean, what do you mean he only had one ear? You didn't hear about this? No. Oh, uh, uh, some people might have a little rock and roll swimmer's ear <laughs> and other maladies. I forget what what was it in his book or was it what was when when did he say that he his uh, book? Oh, he just stood a signing in Staten Island. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Staten Island. But apparently, that's where his fan base is. He was born without one of his Bunch ears, of like his 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 external ear, and he had to like get it re. He had Shut to get the fuck. Yeah, up, he had to really? get it like engine. He had to get they, it like they took some stuff from his rib yeah, to yeah, build yeah, a yeah. new ear. Yeah, yeah. It, but it wasn't until like the mid '80s, so the entire time that they were in makeup and shit, he was just fucking covering his his missing ear with his hair. Wow. Jeez. So that's a little depth there for Kiss. So he's only heard half of his own banter. <laughs> Maybe he didn't hear like the high notes and didn't realize he's like, I got a real manly singing voice. Well, they think they're the best band in the world. You can only hear half of it. Star child my ass. It's like when one it's of your just... speakers is out in the car and you're listening to like uh cashmere. Like, what the fuck is going on? This just came up on my computer. Gene Simmons is now selling kiss ears. <laughs> <laughs> he will sell anything, Gene Simmons. He's just like he's, he's like making a... them out of Ace Freely's ribs. He's like a Tommy Rockstar, uh future Tommy Rockstar. We'll sell yeah. you anything. It's my idol. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks for coming in and bringing me cigarettes. You no know, we shouldn't talk about that in the airport. Illegal cigarettes. I'm out of state. No, not out of state. Yes, out of state. Oh. I mean, no, <laughs> no out of state. Right. Uh, crimes across state lines going on here on Live from the Barrage. In a little while, we're going to have Jonah from One Line Drawing calling on the phone. And Jake will be here with us the whole show, hopefully. And uh, we'll uh, hang out with him and bust some balls. 
Yeah. It sounded like I was going over a break, right? But we're not. No, no. Yeah, I was just going to get ready to sit We're down. 12 minutes in. I it's don't only think been we're 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm wiped out. You guys got the bio I sent over on this guy, right? Oh, did I? I got it in many forms of uh, emails. You, uh, didn't have to, you didn't have to draw what he looked like. Did you Dave? download it, it from mugshots.com? Yeah. I do want to, you know, because our call is calling in like 15 minutes, we should. I, want, I have a whole Jake segment okay. that we should do after we talk to him. But like, uh, is there any other Rock and Roll Hall of Fame shit you want to yeah. uh, say besides not inviting me to St. Vitus? And uh, is that a thing, Dave? Do you want to? Yeah, bring that I want to. I want to call you out on that, Tommy. What's up? <coughs> what did Dave, I do? What Dave did just, I do now? Dave's eating Skittles. <laughs> Skittles and uh, yeah, you, you know what? Sometimes snack time goes over and it goes into. You look like you lost weight, though. I'm serious. It's not the black jacket you were wearing the other day. You look skinnier than yeah, it does. The past couple weeks. Thank you. I'm trying. Um, Got to not look Hot like yoga? a complete fat ass for my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, I can't believe what Tommy, kind of man says he needs to lose weight for his wedding. What's wrong with you? Well, no. Jess told me I need to lose weight for our wedding. <laughs> I'm just repeating what she said. Uh, but did she say you won't get married if uh, you don't lose weight? No, there's no uh, ultimatum okay. or anything. All right, just so like then hats off to Larry. Do I just know that for the for the rest of my life, I'll, I'll have her look at the pictures of our wedding and just go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do the same thing. I turn them over. Do you? Yeah, horrible. I've not actually. You've posted lots of pictures on Facebook, but not your wedding pictures. Uh, you know, I look like a uh, stoned Kenny Powers, <laughs> which is you know pretty accurate. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, Tommy, what did I do now? The same Vitus thing. I, I just got to ask you. Yep. Did you did you text anyone when you found out? Like like, hey, you guys should like come by. Like, and we we just weren't included in that. No, no, no. Like, nope. here, here's the whole thing. And I could totally. I I really. I got to first off. Let me start by saying I feel really bad that like. Isn't it true that you just want all the the Facebook, Instagram, and social media glory for yourself? No, not at all. <laughs> First of all, let me just like Tommy. Before you explain this, remember this. they only have fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. In a nutshell, um, Jake's fitting right in. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he know he knows me well. Twenty years. This That's day. a rock and roll filibuster, <laughs> sir. And begin. Um, <laughs> First of all, I. Marta and I came back from the Rock and Roll induction ceremony, and she had a huge meeting with the Major League Baseball in the morning at like 9 a.m. So she's like, babe, I got to go to sleep. So I dropped. <laughs> Get a signer? <laughs> yeah. Well, for the line, she, she does the Alyssa Milano's clothing line, oh. so they had to drop her off. She's going to replace Tejada. Right. New shortstop for the Cubs. Short, yeah. <laughs> Marta. Um, Marta. Brandon Sherwitz. <laughs> Sherwitz. Number 33. In steam. <laughs> So she she gets dropped off, and then I just sit there and flip through all the posts I posted on Facebook in my car till like two in the morning. I believe everything. How fast, I totally How fast do you drive to get this? Phone? No, I'm stopped. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. And next thing you know, I'm like, I'm bored. I'm gonna get a sandwich at the bodega, and I go. Yeah. Oh bullshit! Hairdo. Right. And fucking, it's like three in the morning, and I'm. Facebook texting with a girl named Jessica who was backstage doing hair for Kiss at the ceremony, and she's like, "By the way, I posted a picture of the original lineup of Kiss on Facebook, and I said you know, enjoy it while you can because you're never going to see this again." And she started commenting, "Do you know they're playing St. Vitus right now?" And I was like, "What?" So first of all, it was public information; everybody in my thread would have read it, right? And then I, I did read it the next day after Nirvana played, and you saw it, it like it laid out on its own like yeah I, yeah sure i saw it today and i was pissed that i didn't see it because you know when i see the kiss link i'm like eh. right but it's three in the morning and i'm eating a sandwich and i'm like what that's happening now <laughs> and what kind of sandwich was it, it was a chicken cutlet with monster <laughs> okay <laughs> and i'm like dude i'm in it's my important. car i'm in my car i'm five minutes away from there i'm just gonna go and i'm this poor girl she's like i work there and i can't get in touch with anyone who's you know my bosses and stuff and i'm like well i know the owner and i think dave you know him too Artie shepherd from mind of matter and uh 
I was like, look, why don't we just go and it's worth like trying to figure out. Then my friend Robert Johnson, who works at Scenic Propaganda as a promoter. <laughs> He's Jim, more name. Did you meet him at the crossroads? <laughs> Different Robert. Who's the bigger name dropper? Is it you or Jake? No, no, Jake's not a name dropper. So, but he posts from there. So I'm like, well, if Robert's in, there's got to be a way in. And so I get there. And there was guitar with him and stuff. Different Robert Johnson. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And I and this this girl's like, I don't even know if I can get in. I said, Babe, just meet me there and we'll see what we can pull off. Marta's already asleep. Nobody knows. It's within five minutes, and I get out front, and there's all these people trying to get in, and I'm like, This is gonna suck. And this girl is not even there, and my phone starts like three percent power, and this big bouncer guy's like, Nobody's getting in, and so I start talking to him, and he's like, What's the big deal with this band anyway? And I was like. It's like one uh, of the most. Hi, I'm the bouncer with an opinion of the act. <laughs> yeah. I hate that guy. I know. And I'm Gives like, a shit. Just the, work the door and may, call it a day. Maybe one of the most important bands in the last 25 years. He's like, really? And I'm like, dude. And I just gave him the whole history. He's like, you're really passionate about this band. And I, I'm not like the biggest Nirvana fan in the world, but like an, enough to appreciate what this gig was about. And he's like, that's crazy. And he's like, why aren't you inside? And I'm like, well, because duh. And he's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Tommy Rockstar. Duff McKagan yeah. of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Let, like me, my, let me show you my own signature on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard to, because I'm, I'm a lefty. Right. And it was it was tough to sign it myself on the same arm. And so I, I, I got to admit, like an asshole, I had no choice to get in but the name drop. So I was like, hey, is Artie Shepard around? Like, you know? I'm on the list. Kurt Cobain sent me. <laughs> And he's like, oh, let me go check. And I'm like, Artie's just going to tell me to fuck off because this people here, like people who work there can't get in. And next thing you know, Artie pops out and he's like, you, come with me. And all these people around me were like, what the fuck? And he just grabbed me and threw me in. And all these dudes from like Barry Presents and all these guys I know were there. And I look up and I walk in on St. Vincent playing uh, Heart Shaped Box. Uh, and I just, I had 3% power on my phone. You could have went to Don Pedro's and seen the Kiss reunion with Vinny Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> And I just started taping, and then I took one photo, my phone died, and then I just enjoyed it from there. So I felt really bad. The girl who I was supposed how to meet. How sad were you when your phone died? Were you flipping out? Yeah, because I know bit. how you are, man. I know. Bit. We're all like that a little bit. I wasn't bit. really there if I can't document it. No, but that was, that's kind of what was great, that it died, so I actually got a chance to really enjoy yeah. it. You know? it, it, it. How is it being it alive Kurt, for Kurt 10 Cobain's minutes? <laughs> I know. Marta would be so happy. She's always bitching at me that I'm with my head in my phone. You yeah, know, so. me too. I get the same rap. We all do. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, I'm playing Simpsons Tapped Out. I'm not on Facebook. So, yeah. Tap out I like MMA? To, I need to send Nelson to, to detention. I wasn't talking on... I wasn't texting, officer. I was taking my Scrabble turns. Exactly. But Dave, so just to summarize, like, I really wanted everyone I knew to get in. I knew a lot of people who probably should have been there ahead of me. It just it was a freak luck thing. And uh, I just post, not to be like a bragger, but to share because so many people... Want to know? But Speaking they, of sharing, you put that video up on YouTube, and what's it up to? Fifty thousand fucking hits, dude. It's what at, the fuck. It's at fifty four thousand. You put hits. it up last night, dude. Fucking monetize that shit that, so you get money for it. Let's monetize Jake, this. He, he did on the way over uh, while almost getting us killed four times. <laughs> <laughs> but Marta did it actually. We were driving. I was like, babe, I'm driving. Can you monetize? And she's like, how? You're gonna get mad at me if I do it wrong. And I'm like, just. Do it however you can, and uh, don't worry about it. And so she did. But I changed everything so to Beers life. on Tommy tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the monetizer? You know how that works? Yeah, it's point zero zero one cent per hit. All right. So we're up to five dollars. <laughs> like a good four, deal. We're up to five dollars and forty cents. All right, hey man, hey, that's five dollars you didn't have before. You but, didn't even break a sweat. John, let me get the drum roll. That's and the why gong. you can't get the Family Jewels Gene Simmons show on YouTube. Mm. I do have to say though, you were hold on a second. You were not the. I, I knew a few people that got into St. Vitus, right. and actually. Your story pales in comparisons. You know Chris Enriquez, right? I'm not sure. Uh, From he was in on the Mighty Princes years ago. He was in. Uh, I forget what band he's in now. He's Off a the top of my head, I don't. I don't. All right, he uh, 
he pretended to he showed up and and they wouldn't let him in and uh they changed people i guess that were out front so he went down the street to the pizza place and he bought a bunch of pizza and just said that he was there delivering Nirvana's pizza. The greatest trick in the book. I've told all you guys, if you want to get into any show, take an empty cardboard box, write merch on the front of it, and just plow right through. Or the other thing is, like, get a tool belt and just put a hammer on you'll be in. Absolutely. Or like a walkie-talkie right, with a belt. And he was actually closer than you were. Uniform. He, like, <laughs> or a clown suit. He was, like, right to the right of Kim Gordon, and we'll he had some really good things. <laughs> show up a, with this, like in a surgeon's outfit. What? But I have an announcement to make, though. Uh, you do? Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. What's the announcement? Here's Tommy Rockstar with a big announcement. I still haven't got. You really need a crash to download the <laughs> I simple love crash. That song. Never, never get a crash, please. I will say that there's the announcement that I went into YouTube and I changed. <laughs> you went into YouTube. I went into YouTube <laughs> like, uh, like inner space. Movie. Yeah, like Lawnmower Man. I'm Martin Short. <laughs> Martin Short. <laughs> and I changed. And I like changed. Tron? You you like live Tommy inside Tall. the keyboard cat video now. <laughs> no, I was like, what's the movie with Craig T. Nelson's and the girl goes on the TV? Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Was it chocolate Coach. raining? Poltergeist. Polter Church. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I went in and I and using quick Jedi mind tricks and goat thinking, I changed all the tags in the video to live from the barrage. So it's now live from the barrage.com presents nice. Nirvana Secret now, Show. When uh, you say you use Jedi mind tricks, did you mean that I texted you to do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. From now on, whenever you're filming anything, I'd like you to yell live from the barrage, kind of like people yell World Star when they're watching fights. Yes. I want you to yell live from the barrage. Yo, yo, live from the barrage. I, I forget tag- who tweeted the other day, that I, and I wish I remember who it was, but it was hilarious. Uh, that somebody said they wanted to go to a boxing match, and as soon as the bell rings, just go up to the phone. World Star! World Star! Uh, I would do it. Go that, ahead. That's Please. exciting, Tommy. Continue. I, uh, I'm very proud of you. Thanks, bud. It is. It's fun. It's fun, man. I wish I was there. I love that fucking band. I don't care what. But you know what? Says. At the same time, and that's the other part is is that's that's not. Everyone's like, I saw Nirvana. It's like, no, you didn't. Right, <laughs> you right, didn't. Right, right. Like but that's that's it's and it, I mean that's an interesting thing to see. But I think you know. Totally agree. It's, it's the way Tommy Rockstar keeps saying he's seen Guns N' Roses. No, wait. A I'm minute. going to see Guns N' Roses. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's like Axel in like three midgets. I've seen the original incarnation of Guns N' Roses Have you? about six you times, right. and the new bullshit version of Guns N' Roses about 18 times. So. Hey, wait, a minute, wait a minute, six times, so you're talking before Matt Sorum and Gilby Clark. I, I've never seen Steven Adler play, but, but I have So you've never seen oh, Guns yeah. N' Roses? Yeah. I've seen, wait a minute, I've seen Izzy, Ninth Row, Nassau Coliseums. Excuse me. Was he, oh, you met, was you, he selling hot dogs? You saw, <laughs> you saw every member separately is what you're saying. No, no, no. I saw the Guns N' Roses lineup with Axel, Slash, Duff, Izzy, and a newly... Uh, the guy from Blind Matt Melon. Sor- no, Matt Sorum yeah. replacing Stephen Adler. So almost, oh, so almost Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Oh, and then I the first time I ever saw Stephen Adler was Adler's Appetite when I met him and got his autograph. That's right. the first time I ever saw him play ever. Do you ever try and, in your mind, push those two together and make it so you actually saw the bands? Often. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I remember... Uh, <laughs> Bradley Weissenberger on the chat box cheering Dave on for the No You Didn't See Nirvana... A uh, bit, and by by the way, Bradley said something earlier it? that said, "No, you're right. Uh, you know, I don't." Uh, Horvana, hundred percent agree <laughs> with that. But the uh, uh, the the fact that what was he saying earlier that it was ghoulish? I didn't think it was ghoulish. It's twenty. It's been twenty years. 
you know, I don't see the big deal. They're not profiting. If they do a tour afterwards, if they do a tour after, if they do a tour after this, like everyone's like, they should tour like this. They won't do that. Would be that would be gross, guys. First of all, there was no merch there, so that right there, it's just not a. But I actually have what at Brooklyn or both places? Brooklyn at Brooklyn. Tommy, really? Tommy, if if Nirvana came up to you and said, "Hey, we really want Underground Press to do to do our merch for this tour." Uh, it's gonna, it's no gonna morals. be, it's gonna look like the cover of Nevermind, but it's gonna be Joan Jett's face instead of the baby's. Would you, would you do that? Would you make that shirt? <laughs> You'd make anything they wanted. He, yeah. They're the client. They're the right? client. Yeah. Yeah, John gets it. No, but what I wanted to say was, I, actually, <laughs> I, I have a little bit of inside information about how this whole thing like went down because when Artie, the owner, grabbed me, he actually was nice enough to stand with me for about five minutes and talk about how the whole thing unwound. And I think we can talk about it in the air. I a thought bit. about this actually before it happened. I said. It'd be not, it wouldn't be a bad idea to like go to hang out at Hank's Saloon or someplace by by the. It's usually the, same Vitus. I mean, that seems <laughs> or, like the, the Descendants. And I, I can't there. believe I yeah. didn't think about it. It used to it's be pretty obvious. The funny thing is, it used to remember when it was the Charleston for a while, Charleston. where like everyone would have like a, a an after party in the basement, and it was like not, it wasn't bro. to that to that level, obviously, but it would be like uh, I think uh, yeah. you know um, didn't Born Against play like a reunion show? Someone played a reunion Did they show, Jake? and uh, hmm. I don't remember who it was, but uh, but they did a bunch of shows that were. In, at the Charleston at one in the morning, and right. it was very much like that. But St. Vitus seems to be the new place that does that. Like, uh, St. Vitus is a cool place, which is like awesome because the owners, the whole, the whole crew, they're pretty fucking cool dudes. But no, this like, is what happens. After rehearsal, we're talking to some metal band. They're like, "Oh, we're playing at St. Vitus. Here's our flyer." We're like, "Yeah, place is great." And meanwhile, we didn't. Little did we know that Nirvana was playing while that was happening. I, let me just start. Little did we know. I really genuinely. For some reason. For the 50% of excitement I feel for it, I, I feel 50% guilt. I really feel. I do. I <laughs> yeah, wish no, everybody stop. was there. Your percentages are way off. That's a ratio that I do not believe. Come on. No, but you, you didn't feel guilty before we called you out on Tommy it, and I, uh, no, the we whole told night, this Mark story couldn't before. Even go. Like, we met Kurt Cobain together, but right before we knew. That's right. But the thing is, at the, at the end of the day, that shit's not going to go down as being like, Memorable, like seeing Nirvana is. I don't you know, know like, man. It's pretty big. I like it. It's I, special. It's, it's special. But yeah. the thing is, years from now, I, there's going to be ten thousand people who are at that show. Right. Right. It's only two hundred. Like I was there, man. Yeah. But you know what's? It's crazy. I got chills watching a couple parts. I'm not going to lie. This is what Artie told me. He, he, we're standing next to each other. We're both in awe. And I'm like, dude, I just wanted to know how it all went down. So I was like, dude, how did this happen? And he said he only knew about it six days prior to it happening. And that, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, and that basically, um, they, it's all Dave Grohl. He's like, this is Dave Grohl's idea. He's Dave Grohl told him, or his company management told him, like, when are we ever going to do this again and be together? You put a like broom this? in that guy's ass; he'll fucking sweep up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> don't know what that means. <laughs> he's shot out of a cannon. He's ready to do everything. Actually, you guys should know that the whole place was surround, like inside was littered with um, professional cameras, so it was definitely being recorded like okay. properly. And um, it was Dave Grohl's like production company that set it up. A friend of mine actually mixed production the show. Production company. It'll yeah. be like bonus features on the new Blu-ray of Live Tonight. I was half sold hoping, out. you know. I mean, <laughs> Grohl, Grohl's so far gone into the into the fucking whole system of the music business and stuff. I would think I would, you know, if if Kurt Cobain were there, I, I don't think he he probably wouldn't do it. Tom's gonna know exactly the yeah. name of Dave well, Grohl's. I would think Kurt Cobain he, wouldn't yeah. fucking uh, even go. But or if he did go, like you know, maybe they smash something or give it to everybody the finger and, and throw. That's what I would do. I mean, that's <laughs> Kurt would have insisted they do it at the Pyramid, which is where they played in New York for the exactly. first time. Yeah. And it's improbably it's still a open. Reanimated Kurt Cobain. If, if he Kurt, th- still thinks the pyramids open. If Kurt here. Cobain was still alive, let's do it at Brownies. Kurt, it's been it's not opening. <laughs> if he was still alive, what would the what would the audience think of him at this point? Do, what do you mean? 
would everybody still love him? Or Absolutely. Would he, or would he have gotten caught up? It in depends. The also, media if they nonsense. made a bunch of like horrible Aerosmith yeah. type but albums can, or something. Can't you see the media going after him with all the Courtney Love nonsense by this point? Oh, she. she Their fourth album was going to feature keyboards. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> truth or truth it was going to be called not. exciting new directions. Exciting new directions. It was going to be the greatest <laughs> album since ZZ Top's Afterburner, and I, I I'm very excited about that. No, I, I hate the whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. I'm with you guys on that, but I thought the performances themselves and everything. I thought they were uh, they were genuine and, and uh, honest. It was good. I, I like the idea. Of, I was I was waiting to hate it, but I didn't. I like the idea of forcing bands. That would never get back together to get back together and be in the same room and like play Guns together. Like Guns N' Roses. Um, but as far as Nirvana goes, I mean, if you're calling that Nirvana, then what's your threshold for what makes a band? I mean, if if uh, James Hetfield, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, no, I mean, like 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 what what makes? I mean, what band could you know like? Could you lose? Who could you lose from a band? I mean, if you lose someone as integral to that band as I know, as, it's, it's fucked well, up. How about the Stooges? Like you lose uh, the guitar player. That's when, still the Stooges, no? No, when Ron Ashton died, that stopped being the Stooges. Mm, uh, but nice then try. they did the smart thing and actually did Iggy and the Stooges, which was Correct, the different John, incarnation. Because right. without Dave Alexander, it kind of you could get, take or leave him. But and maybe Dave, I'm wrong with that, but I I think that's that's how I feel. If 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 Chris Novoselic died instead of Kurt Cobain. It'd still it would, be a band. It would yeah. still be Nirvana. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Really? Uh, would it? Yes, I think so. Mm. I want to ask you a question, David. I think you just you need the the guitar tech and the sound guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pat Smear is sitting there working his ass off all night playing just, all uh, the yeah. Kurt Cobain parts, all the leads and everything. Yeah. While like you know, you know the crazy part was is I, I do except for Joan Jett. I guess she was playing guitar. She they all played. I mean, yeah, I do, she was playing rhythm. See, he was doing all the all the all the weird stuff. I do merch for this band called Deer Tick. I don't know if you guys know them. And sure, they they have a. A, like a joke tribute band called Dirvana, and they're huge Nirvana fans. And um, that's a horrible pun. Yeah, well, it's funny though. But <laughs> no, it works in some circles. I'll tell you what's funny. Go on. No, so he. <laughs> it works in circle jerks. Of all the guests they had, get the dinger ready. I'm sitting here with a cigarette and a whiskey, like Frank Sinatra, telling. Them, I'll tell you what's funny. It's more like Ron <laughs> cool, White. Cool, baby. <laughs> but of, of all the guests they had play with them, they brought up John McCauley of Deer Tick and. He played three songs with them, and they actually... Is that, guy, that the guy with, like, cerebral palsy or something? No, he's just, like, a straight-up dude. <laughs> oh, that's Deer Hunter, right? Okay. <laughs> not Deer Hope. Wait, he's got some kind of weird... No, it's not cerebral palsy. He's got some whacked-out disease, that guy. Go ahead. No, but he played, like, three or four songs, and at one point, he had to teach them how to play their songs. He was like, no, Chris, not for like, this is actually how the line goes, and they were, like, really grateful and joking around. Really? Because it's kind of a dick move. I know, yeah, but right? they didn't know. They didn't know. So That's they... like teaching Chuck Berry his own songs. Like, yeah. you ever see that scene from... Somebody him, asked him. Somebody asked but, um, I play it like Chuck Berry plays it. <laughs> That's true. Every every way he plays, it's the right. But way. What, what I want to ask you, Dave, is like now think about what would you do in that position? You've got like the biggest, one of the biggest, most important bands in the world, and the lead singer dies, and there's such a like a love and reminiscent like reminiscence for them. ACDC. And then, and then what do you do with it? You just hello. Do, you just nothing. You just let it go and never re. re- you hire it. Brian Johnson and call it a day. That would have been awesome if they had just gone. That would be the best. That would, <laughs> you know, they're so stupid. They should have just had Brian Johnson sing all the Nirvana songs. That'd be fucking great. Or just go in the complete other direction and like let Courtney pull a full Yoko and just do her, do like weird yodeling in the background while they play the like just bass and drums. There's no guitar. It's no. just like like uh, the beginning of Come As You Are while she's yodeling. No, all right, I got it. So you you have uh, the first three songs. You have Brian Johnson sing. Then you have Sammy Hagar sing the next three. <laughs> and you have like I don't know who else is a replacement of a big singer. Then you, that's the third one. <laughs> Whoever uh, that guy. Who's the dude to replace Vince Neil? 
John Karabi. Yeah. Do you, you, you like, no, uh, you like Gary Sharon? Uh, <laughs> Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon. And uh, John Bush. And uh, Manthrax. Like Peter Cetera. <laughs> <laughs> that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. I would love to hear. Amy Sedaris? Christ- Steve uh, Jerry. <laughs> Christopher Cross. <laughs> Mungo Jerry. Come on, let's just get them all. <laughs> oh, the last thing I was going to say is before. <laughs> no, what, I doubt that's the last thing you're going to say, but go ahead. What Artie was like, it took six days to figure this all out. He said it almost happened at the Bell House, which is a lot closer to um, Barclays. And then he fought, and they ended up going with uh, Vitus instead. He fought. I, I guess uh, Artie actually got in a fist fight with Todd from Bell House. <laughs> yeah. Che- I would, I would actually. Chester like- Benningtron, Jerry Orbach says Stephen Soli on the chat box. Scott Wyland. I thought for sure you were going to say it was going to be at the Bell House, which is closer to where you were getting. A I would sandwich. like to quickly acknowledge the chat box and say uh, hello to Subtastic Dan, of course, Chuchzugas, Dovi, Stevie, uh, Kyle. Who else is on there? Howie Marks, Soli, who who was the only one who laughed at my Polter Chooch joke. Thank you, Soli. <laughs> And uh, a bunch of other it's like good romper, people on there. It's Steve, like v, Steve V, who's disappeared from the internet completely. I had to text him to make sure he was alive. Apparently, he's doing fine. He's out on the chat box as well. I, I just think that love you, Steve V. I just think that when you lose your main songwriter and, and the person who started the band and, and then the person that that really, I mean, Dave Grohl is is replaced Bob Dylan with Meatloaf. That was rough for me. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I don't know. That's horrible. Um, you know, I might be stoned, but it's you know, it, it's kind of almost. I mean, like think of think of think of. I hate using this term, but think of power trios. Like think of other other three. The trio thing kills it. Three right. people bands. Right. The trio things like, are tough. You, could, mathematical. Uh, yeah. Could you do Cream without you know yes. even Jack Bruce? I mean, like I like, would. Wa- I would go see Cream without Clapton. All day and be like, this is the best. <laughs> I wouldn't. I Steve Vai plays guitar. <laughs> Crap. Cream, cream with Robert Johnson. That's a cream Steve Vai and uh, uh, Joe Satriano's from Westbury's. I was watching. Uh, I was watching fucking uh, that metal show, which is like the worst produced show ever. But it's inter- entertaining, I guess. Uh, Good graphics, though. <laughs> Great graphics, yeah. But uh, he, he, you know, I always think like of Joe Satriani when I was a kid. He has this long hair, and he was like all like kind of like intimidating. I thought he'd be like a dick. He's like the nicest guy on earth. He's, he's really got to be. He was afraid to curse, and he was like bald, and he was like, "Oh, hey guys, you he's, know." He's like four foot eleven. He too. was like, the, he's totally fucking humbled, regular guy. Thank you. That's <laughs> thank one, you very that's much. Wonderful okay. to thank know. Thank you. I I'm... I misjudged Joe Satrianos <laughs> from Westbury's Long Island, Nassau counties. Is he from? He's from Long Island. Yeah. Steve Vai is from right around there. Yeah, he was. Steve Vai was Satriani's guitar student. Did you know that? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Steve I was also from Long Island. Yeah. And as oh, as was Dream Theater. Mm, John Petrucci's. <laughs> and and the Good Rats. The Good Rats. The Good Rats. Cavaliers. Uh, uh, Pepe Marcello. Rest, rest <laughs> his soul. Oh, Cavaliers. That's not the, that's the wrong guy. Blue Oyster Cult from Long Island. Right. Of course, BOC. De- Debbie, Debbie Gibson, Stray Cats. <laughs> Billy Joel. Yep. Stray Cats? Stray Cats are from uh, Mass Piquist. I had no idea. Yep. Did really? you guys see Brian Johnson sing with Billy Joel last I week? I did. I watched that, and I, I, you know, someone posted, your buddy Joel Frost posted that on my wall, and uh, I don't know if you guys hate each other. I have no idea. So he posted that on my <laughs> wall, and uh, and I, I waited like 20 hours to watch it because I'm like, I can't. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see what's going to happen here. I know it's going to happen, but it's just going to like mess it all up for me. And then eventually, of course, I watched it, and it's, it's horrible. <laughs> Billy Joel. The shots of the crowd are fantastic, though. The best. <laughs> it looks like the interior of a Chili's. Like, it's like <laughs> people waiting for like. But they did really like uh, down-tempo the song. Where's my like, jalapeno poppers? <laughs> it's like TGI Joel's. 
<laughs> the band has like a, a communal metronome that's set to adult contemporary, and that's it. Well, that's, I mean, when you're so used to playing at that tempo, it's just like... That's like the tempo. That was a fucking lame ass. God damn it. I love Brian Johnson. So, Jake, are you from Long Island originally? I'm not. I'm from uh, Massachusetts. You know a lot about Long Island music from... Uh, from spending a lot of time with Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> where are you? Oh, you're, where are you from originally, Jake? Sorry, I missed it. Massachusetts. Ah, what part? Because our next guest is from Brookline, Massachusetts. Oh, Brookline. That's where the fancy white people live. Ah, I see. No wonder. Uh, you're so Lowell, Massachusetts. Up. Lowell. That's where the fancy crackhead white people live. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Lowell. baby. Hometown of Jack Kerouac. Man, like ten years ago, I watched some documentary on that place. High on Crack Street. Lost yeah. Lives in Lowell. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Those people are fucked up. <laughs> Dude, they're so fucked up. So fucked up. Wicked fucked up. Fucking retarded. Up <laughs> All they do is fucking drink beer and shoot crack. So you know Mark Wahlberg's? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. all the Wahlbergers. Do you like to uh, catch tuna fish? <laughs> it's everything he knows about Massachusetts. Yeah. This is, I'm just going to throw out. How was your midnight ride? <laughs> What's it? Uh... Go Sox. You're a baseball fan, Jake? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I used to be. Up until recently. Oh, why? What happened? The games just got too long. Mm, I see. You're a Red Sox fan? No, I have a Yankee tattoo. You're oh, kidding yeah? me. No. Wow. wow, you're that into you, it, you huh? I was, I was heartbroken. No, 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 no. He's got a tattoo of everything, so. Yeah, no, but, wait. Time out. I was, you know, I was, I was 13 I years old. I was heartbroken. I was 13 years old, all right? <laughs> when the fucking Mets beat the Red Sox. And uh, no, I was literally heartbroken. It was like being a Red Sox fan growing up there was like being a uh, like a abused wife. You know, like they beat the shit out of you every year, and just at the time, like you're gonna call the cops on them. They bring you some flowers and like win the pennant again. It must suck to be a wife from Massachusetts, because then you just get that with the team and your <laughs> husband. <laughs> First of all, this is also not the Mets at least, game. At least you didn't have a, a good Boston team that was abusing you the entire time uh, while you were trying to enjoy your team, and they weren't winning, <laughs> like we have with the Mets. You know, it's well, just. Yeah. It's one thing that we've had the same thing in history, you know. I know you guys are around a lot longer, but uh, to have a crosstown team and just they're abusing us the entire time, it's it's awful. It's, well, we had like our little league team was better than the Red Sox for most right. of that time. <laughs> yeah, but then, go ahead. But then you moved to here to New York in the '90s, right? So then you bounced on that. Well, you always hated the Red Sox, so yeah. Yeah, I always hated the Red Sox, and I knew I couldn't be a Met fan because of what they did in the 86 World Series. So I, I decided when I was 13 I was going to move to New York and become a Yankee fan because that was the worst thing I could do to the people that I grew up with. <laughs> right, right. Terrible place to grow up. It was, was awful. Was it really? Yeah, it was. I hated it. I, I thought I would never go back there, and then how I old, ended up in that band tragedy. And how old like, were you when you came here? 19. Oh, okay. You just, you just got up and... Came down here one day, and that, or did you know people here? What was uh... no? I, I funny enough, I, I lived in uh, South Orange, New Jersey, with the uh, uh, parents of a guy I went to college with. Lived in the basement. My first job was at a Victoria's Secret at the Short Hills Mall. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah, I needed to find any kind of work, so I went to the mall and just went from store to store, like, "Will you hire me? Are you hiring?" And uh, Victoria's Secret had a now hiring sign in the window, so I just walked in and I said, "Are you guys hiring?" And they're like, "Yeah, do you want to work in the stock room?" I was like, absolutely. They're like, you can start tomorrow. So I'm like, I want to work in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked there for three weeks, but every day during, I would go in the break room to eat my lunch, and I would watch the videos, the training videos, about like, oh, this is how you fit a woman for a bra. Wow. It was like the most erotic thing I had seen at that time because internet porn hadn't come around. <laughs> and that was like in 90 what? 94. Why does everything sound weird? Does everything sound weird to you guys? Sounds a little weird to me. because yeah. you're not talking. Right. Yeah, I know I'm working on things. Only hearing out of one ear. Are you? 
No. Everything okay? Like Paul One Stanley? ear in my rib. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm having technical difficulties. Please stand by. No, I mean, you guys don't stand by. Keep talking, please. So after Victoria's Secret, uh, how did you... <laughs> <laughs> how did you get into uh, uh, I wish I could go back to more simple times How did you get into music though? How did, how did all this stuff happen? Uh, I ended up answering an ad in the Village Voice uh, Well first I, I a- answered one ad in the Village Voice And I was writing press releases for a hip hop label Called Tough City Records For $25 a day Which mm. to me was a fortune at the time And then I answered another ad and got a job at Wetlands How old the guy? You, were you 40 or something? 40 Yeah, okay So Wetlands was already... Was already established. Yeah, Wetlands had opened in '89, and I started there as '94 as the assistant to the owner, and then worked my way up to the talent empire for the last three years. So when they started having good shows, is pretty much when exactly. Okay. <laughs> what are some of the bands that you booked over there over the time? Jesus, ah, uh, Rusted Root, Latex Generation, <laughs> Rusted Root. That's actually how Jake and I met. Because I was at that show. It was when uh, the singer for Latex overdosed, like a week later. <laughs> No, I, the way we met actually is the, Joe um, Latex. <laughs> Joe Latex is over you overdosed on loved and yeah. checked out a life. No, we used to. There, we used and to. He has, now he has a hedgehog. <laughs> he does, which is fucked up. <laughs> no, we we had we had uh, a midlife crisis for you. Buy a fucking hedgehog and tattoos. And a lot of tattoos. Bathe it in the sink. Go ahead. No, but we there was this thing called uh, Book Your Own Fucking Life, which was an appendix from Maximum Rock and Roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Wetlands, I think, was listed in, and I I got the mailing address, and I used to send Jake our demo tapes and. Later would find out that they would take those tapes and use them to make like mixtapes to like listen to in the office, like tape over them. And uh, I kept, we kept sending them, sending. Finally, they were like, "All right, we'll put you on a show." And they, I think our first show there was with No Use for a Name, right? Remember that? And yep. you put us on that show, and then we just got along from there. Right? Tony Sly, God rest his soul. Yep. Yeah, that dude died. But uh, <laughs> I, think that, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we got that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but uh, God rest his soul would imply the exact thing that happened to the man. No, but it was but a lot of other <laughs> Maybe bands. Maybe needs to take a break. I don't know. <laughs> Taking a break's a great idea. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm still talking. Okay. You keep talking, Harrison. You just keep on talking, I'm buddy. Keep talking. Talk that talk. So, uh, so Wetlands. What year did Wetlands close down? Closed in 2001. Uh, sept- September 10th, 2001. Ooh, was oh, good. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we were supposed to close September 15th, but then. <laughs> Never like, yeah, fuck it. Was, it the was Fog Hat the last band to play there? Never Fog Hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never Fog Hat. 9, 10, 01. The last band that was supposed to play there was supposed to be Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead, but it turned out um, we had a show with uh, DJ Logic, Warren Haynes, and Mike Gordon from Fish, and we ended up, we went till 6 a.m. that night on September 10th, and we were like, fuck it, what are the police going to do, you know? Uh-huh. And Tribeca at the time wasn't the Tribeca now, so there, there were no neighbors to really complain for us staying open that late. And then obviously, like September 11th, the, the World Trade Center shit happened. And a couple of days later, I got an email from someone, just a customer that I didn't know, thanking us for staying open until 6 a.m. because because of that, he called in sick to his job. That's, an, that's wow. so crazy. At the World Trade Center. Holy and crap. <laughs> can you imagine? That's incredible. There's a lot of stories like that where, like, you know, eh, one guy was sick or one guy replaced the other guy. It's a whole fucking yeah. mess. It sucks. All right, yeah. Oh, way to bring the show down. <laughs> Mikey. Mike from Yonkers, you're on the air. Mike from Yonkers, you're on the fan. What do you think about Ligaris? Did you get a call? No, that was me testing the phone. Oh, I thought oh, okay. I was actually waiting. I thought because our yeah. caller was supposed to call in, so I, I just tested. I just called myself there I, to see if uh, I'm calling myself. Yeah, the audience can't hear the, the ring uh, for the millionth time. So, so what you was your, just ignore that? What would, Jake? What was your uh, what was your favorite show you booked at Wetlands? Do you have you have one you can think of that stands out as a? Uh... Yeah, well, it was this band called the New Deal, 
uh, from Toronto, Canada, a live electronic band. And they're not a band who went on to do great, great things or great heights, but it was the first band when I started booking that I took an interest in and that I tried to get onto good opening slots. And when they headlined their first show and sold it out, that filled me with a lot of pride. But I, otherwise, other than that, it was every latex generation show. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. I, I, uh, I used to love going there for uh, they had a dance party called Soul Kitchen. Yeah, Frankie Jackson Soul great. Kitchen. I used to love that. <laughs> we sold 40, 40 ounces for that. <laughs> yes, that's right. And now that's right, there was a garbage pail full of fried chicken too. Yep. One, one of the garbage pail. Yeah. <laughs> and people actually would like when it gets down to like a couple pieces. When you're drinking up forties, would be reaching down there for people, like the last people, couple pieces of fried chicken. They would be. They would go after it. You're kidding. They, they would love it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think fun. I've ever been to... No, I was at Wetlands. There's Who actually a really great documentary a documentary about the place, mm-hmm. and there was a, it was ah. a film, and then it went to DVD, and Jake's actually all over that shit talking about like its history. It's really cool. Sure. And I saw The Machine, the uh, Pink Floyd... The uh, Machine, the Pink Floyd tribute, tribute band. band. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see not any the, of those. No, it was a soft I, machine. Who recently, no, that's the Doors. Who recently <laughs> lost their lead singer. Company. All right. <laughs> I saw I saw Rancid. You guys had like a Rancid, Avail, and the Queers. Yeah, what a great lineup that was at that at that point. I saw um, saw Propaganda. Used there. to love a band called Hagfish that played there a bunch of times. <laughs> like, he loves yeah. Propaganda. They were a Austin, Texas pop punk band, but they like sounded kind of like the Descendants, but they were like poppier. But they, uh, I remember them in Blank Seventy Seven. Blank Seventy Seven opened. It was the first time I'd ever seen them, and uh, they played. This might have even been before your time, and they played. For way too long, and like the the I remember the staff trying to get them off the stage, and I'm like, why don't they just cut the power? But there's actually like a guy out front being like, you have to stop. How old, <laughs> how old do we be? Like 14 at this point? I started going to shows when I was about uh, it was 11 or 12. What wow. are you 32 now or something? I'm thinking 33. Yeah. 33. I'm 39. His time. Uh, I, I'm thinking. Like, I mean, before his time of working. Then. Right. No. No. Yeah. No. I, but All right. I want to hear. I, forget about what Lance was saying. I want you punch Tommy Stinson in the face, <laughs> the bass player of the Replacements, who we all love. Why would you punch him in the face? Did this happen? Is that true? fucking choo chat punched yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he deserved it. What happened? I was story. hanging out at Coney Island High one night. And it you was kicked like, Tommy Stint- Stintron's ass? <laughs> yes, I Yes. You wrong bro. You kicked Tommy Stinson's ass? Yeah, well, I was hanging out at Coney Island High, and it was like after 4 <laughs> o'clock. We were hanging out after hours, and there was, I don't know, 50 people at the bar. And he came in, and he squeezed his way in the bar next to me. And I like tried to elbow him out of the way. He just picked up my drink. It was a Jack and Coke. And oh. I was like, and I like smacked him on the shoulder. I was like, that's my fucking drink. And he goes, don't you know who I am? And I was like, oh, yeah, you're the no. guy who's about to get punched in the fucking face if you don't put my drink down. Wow. And he just leaned back and tried chugging the whole thing. And I just punched him right through the fucking plastic cup. Oh, wow. oh you plastic cup punched him? Plastic <laughs> cup punched him. Wow. That's when you see it coming. It looks bigger, like magnum. And did he? He didn't go down or anything. He fell down. Nice. Yeah, we caused a big scene, and then Big, big Black Dave, the bouncer, picked him up and dragged him outside and like threw him out the front door on a St. Mark's place, and then shut the door behind him. He was wow. like, "You okay, Jake?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm what fine. year is this?" That was '97, I think. '97. Oh so they're, yeah, Wow. Were they, they were, you yeah, kicked they were. Tommy Stinson's ass. Yes, and then also at Coney Island High, it's amazing. I got beat up by Harold Hunter, the. Uh, Escape black skateboard kid from the movie Kids. Oh wow! Oh wow! Holy crap! He How kicked your ass. You knew you knew who Tommy Stinson was when you hit him before it happened, or did you find out afterwards? He's like, don't you know who I am? He gave him a card, and Jake just right. floored him. I only knew who he Here's was because card. someone when he walked in, someone's like, "That's Tommy Stinson," and I was like, "Fucking great! Who's got my cocaine?" Who's <laughs> <laughs> got my cocaine? That's wicked awesome, Tommy Stinson. Fuck him! Fuck him! Take my drink off the bar. What do you know about boxing? <laughs> These guys, I don't even know what's going on on the chat box. Apparently, uh, 
Steve V's fighting with people. Is there like a fight, like at a baseball game, where someone's going asshole? They're all fighting each other. I don't know what's happening. It's bullshit. Stop it. I'm trying to run a radio show. Here. Can't we you know all just what? chat along? I'll take less <laughs> listeners. You guys could go fucking chat about it somewhere else. I haven't been paying attention to the chat box because every time There's I no look point. at it, There's yeah, no somebody point. like Dave said earlier uh, today that somebody will say something that you know, hurtful, hurtful yeah. and mean. Oh, always about the music and that the it's show's like they like love- going bad, uh, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. So I take everything to heart, and then you're like, oh, shit. Exactly. They love the show, apparently. I mean, they, or they have <laughs> I don't think so. fucking <laughs> nothing better to do. I don't know. But then, like, it's always just bullshit. It's always, like, you know, like, it, it's always complaining about this or complaining about that. And, and uh, I don't know. It's just like, I, I seriously, like, I think uh, the rest of the internet has, like, a 30 less trolls. Easy on hit, Who keeps hitting the bar? It's Tommy Rock. Is it probably. Yeah, it? stop hitting the bar because it's making sounds in the microphone. Very shifty down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't do that at all. Ever. Now stop it with your elbows oh, yeah. and everything. That's Cut what it I out. Last week. No, but chips. In 2001, when Wetlands <laughs> ended, things changed for Jake drastically. Never fuck out. <laughs> I love this, like, segues. <laughs> things changed. Having that job was a condition of my parole. Right. Are you joking? Or, uh, are you serious? I, I, I still can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Who's the uh, best person you ever punched in the face? <laughs> Tommy Stinson. Tommy Stinson and Tommy Rockstar. Have you punched Tommy Rockstar in the face? He most definitely has punched me. <laughs> oh, you guys had a fight? Yeah. yeah. He didn't fight back, but... Oh. That was a fucked up you story. You didn't fight back? No, we were like, come on, bro, why'd you hit me? <laughs> <laughs> you just made him spit. I no, just spit this non-alcoholic beer that I'm drinking. Yeah. No, we were at... Are you sober, uh... What's your name again? <laughs> Jake. Oh, okay, it's a real beer. I don't know. I'm not, I don't judge. I just I don't know about anybody's life. But he did quit smoking three weeks ago, and I, I did said, you? Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, what happened before? Right before the show, I go. I smoke cigarettes throughout the whole show, so I go. This is retarded. I got. I got to like stop. So I get the uh, electronic cigarette from you know the Enjoy one that's like fucking ten bucks, or whatever. And I'm sitting here editing things and getting music ready. I have the cigarette in my mouth and I light it. <laughs> wow! I've had the thing I for five minutes and I lit it and it's ruined it and it's all melted. Where do you get an enjoy out here? Is there a gay neighborhood in Flushing? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's called Seven Eleven. I'll meet you by the dumpster. That's actually his favorite place, the dumpster. <laughs> so, uh, so after uh, after Wetlands closed, did you go right into Rocks Off? Like, how did that? How did that all? No, I went to the Knitting Factory because uh, oddly enough, Knitting Factory lost their their booker at the same time Wetlands was closing. Um, so, so I went to book there and that lasted about five months. Um, because I, the owner of the knitting factory took me to lunch, Michael Dorf, at the time, and he asked me what I knew Good about. Good golfer. <laughs> he asked me what I knew about jazz, and I said nothing. And he said, "How much are you willing to learn about jazz?" And I said nothing. <laughs> and he's like, "But we book a lot of jazz shows." And I said, "I know, but you also want to stay open, right?" <laughs> and he looked at me funny, and I said, "Like, look, for instance, like last week you had James Blood Ulmer playing here, right? And you, you had him two shows at eight o'clock and ten o'clock on a Saturday night, and." Tickets were $15, I saw. You probably paid him $5,000 for the two shows, and you probably had 150 people at the early show and about 75 at the late show. And his eyes just widened up. He's like, how do you know that? I'm like, because it's a business I'm in. I know what people draw, and like, I have to know that to know how much to pay bands. And I was like, your bar probably did like $2,000. And he's like, yeah, how do you know? And I was like, well, I just know, you know? And I said, for instance, last weekend at the Wetlands, we had Deep Banana Blackout. We charged $15. We sold 600 tickets. We paid them 50% of the ticket sales. We did a $12,000 bar. I was like, that's the kind of stuff I want to book at your place. And he said, okay. And he hired me. And then the jazz people who used to play there would call me up. And they're like, hey, we want to play. This is Ben Porowski or Steve Bernstein. <laughs> Fuck you, Ornette Coleman. You can't play here anymore. <laughs> Go to the Blue Note where they appreciate your yeah. shit. That shit's a Queens, Coleman. <laughs> but I, would look I got up- Scarhead playing here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got this punk band from Philly. These guys are dynamite. You won't believe them. But I would look up these guys in their computer system, and I'd be like, okay, last time you played here, you know, you did 58 people in the main space. I was like, you can play in the old office in the basement, you know, anytime you want. And then Michael would come to my desk and be like, how did you tell Ornette Coleman that he can't play in the main space? And I'd be like, bro, he's trying to, trying to make you money here. And after one too many of those uh, confrontations, I was just like, dude, I got to quit. I got to leave here. And then he wanted a bunch me of to jazz hit. guys like walking out of there with saxophones shoved up their asses. <laughs> down the street to the blue note. I tell you, if they just put the saxes up their asses, it would have sounded better. That's right. Stay in Kenny's castaways. <laughs> Dragon brass instruments. Nobody treats Bebop Jones like this. <laughs> bottom line. Bottom line's because Jake said so. <laughs> it says here in my notes that you uh, collaborated with Todd Bridges. <laughs> Did you sing... Did you put out a TV show theme song comp with Todd Bridges from Different Strokes? I did. Singing the Different singing Strokes, the theme, different song. strokes theme song. And I, I put together a band for him, which oddly enough featured John Jesse and Roy Mayorga to... from Nausea. All right, so I need to ask you this. I, I stumbled upon a, a Todd Bridges on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure he's completely retarded. <laughs> and I want to know, is he retarded in real life, is he, or is he just one of these guys that can't like spell cat? And this was 20 years ago, though. This was 20 years ago. Yeah, I think the beginning stages of retardation had had set in. <laughs> right. But uh, we we had we first wanted. So was he on drugs yeah, when yeah. you were doing this? 20 uh, years ago, probably. Right? Yeah, because he yeah. ended up getting arrested the week the album came out, which was fantastic. It got us on MTV <laughs> News with Kurt Loder. Nice. <laughs> Great promotion. Yeah. But I, I had originally wanted Ron Palillo, uh, who played yes, Horseshack of on, course. on yeah. uh, Welcome I've, Back, Cotter. I've met him. So I I nice guy. I called the Screen Actors Guild and I got I got Ron Palillo's phone number his agent's phone number and called him up and the guy starts talking about oh, five thousand dollars and a limo an and i was like five thousand dollars that's two thousand dollars more than the now budget for this whole time. compilation actually john you know what's crazy about this thing is that howard stern got a copy of this comp and actually played it on his show oh wait we'll get to that that's oh, okay. really good sorry um but uh so he, we went for ron palillo that didn't work and then i was like okay maybe gary coleman so the same thing gary coleman's agent wanted a lot of money so i called the screen actors guild and i was like all right maybe todd bridges so i called called them Asked them who Todd Bridges' representative was, and they said Betty Bridges. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. Please tell me it's his wife. So I call the phone number. I'm like, is Betty Bridges? Yeah. You know, oh, it's easier Bridges time agent? with the wife talking to her, you know. Oh, it was Todd's out. mother. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I explained to her what we're doing. I said, we're putting out a compilation of punk bands doing TV theme songs. We'd like Todd Bridges to sing the Different Strokes theme. I remember this. Wasn't this what, what you talking about? Was yes. on this comp, too. Yeah, we did the, the Jeffersons. Jeffersons. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. And, uh, so I, I pitched it to her, and she said, wrong well, Tron, how bro. much does it pay? And I said, uh... uh you wrong Tron, you know, bro. I said, uh, you know, I'll send you an offer. And she asked me to fax her an offer. So I sat there, and I talked to my partner, Scott, that I was putting together a compilation with, and we're like, how much do we offer? I'm like, would $1,000 be too much? And 250 and Scott, <laughs> the fantastic Jewish friend that he was, Six pack of was like, Paps Blue Ribbon. let's offer him $300. Uh -huh. So we sent the fax away. We expected her to call back or not call back or call back and be upset. Yeah. And she called back and she was like, this sounds, this sounds fantastic. Todd, Todd's available and he's into it. Wow. See, you never know. You, you think she would like try to like at least be like, hey, how about five? And then, then you could meet in the middle or something. But All right. Could have given her 399 chuchas. She just grabbed the 399 simoleons right there. Yeah, I I mean he I follow him on Twitter. He's he's completely incoherent. How it's did it get to sad. How did it get to Stern though? I don't know how it got to Stern, but the album came out in 1997, April 1997, and then it was October 99, and I had I had I had gotten in an accident, a fire breathing accident in Las Vegas, and I had set myself on fire. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> 
What's a fire-breathing accident? Look, look. See this nice scar here? <laughs> Wow. That's from uh, skin graft surgery on my, my throat and, and chest. Oh, were you spitting out vodka or something stupid like that? On stage. Uh, yeah, on oh stage. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, somebody bumped into me right as I was going to drink the, the alcohol. Yeah, it's their fault. Well, <laughs> it was totally their You're fault. You're on stage spitting flammable liquid out of your mouth and lighting on fire, but the guy who bumped into him, you know, it's probably yeah. him. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was all my fault. <laughs> it wasn't the life choices that led you to that. No. To, to that has anything so, to spent, do with it. It I was spent, the other, some choo-choo uh, moshed into you. Someone just wrote Gary Ornette Coleman <laughs> 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 on the chat box. <laughs> Tying that all together. All right. Sorry, Jake. Very nice. <laughs> So I spent I spent ten days in the Las Vegas uh, hospital burn unit, and they sent me back Oof. to New York after ten days, and they're like, "Hey, you're gonna be fine," and they set me up in a, with an appointment at uh, New York Hospital, the Cornell Medical Center, which is where the burn trauma unit was in New York. Sure. So I go in there for just a follow up visit two days after I got home, and uh, I went into the little doctor's office, and the nurse comes in, does her thing, and the doctor comes in, and he's like, "Okay, unwrap your bandages," and I unwrapped them, and the doctor looked at me, he was like, "They let you out of the hospital looking like this." I was like, oh, fuck, this is not a good sign. And he's like, nurse, we have to get him admitted immediately. And I'm like, wait, no, I get, I'm admitted. I don't have any insurance. I can't hey, deal man, with this. I'm about to book fucking Blues Travelers. <laughs> exactly. Well, my thought was I had to get back to work because I had just started as the Wetlands Talent John Fire. Popper waits for no man. <laughs> unless, unless Tommy could have saved the day with a sandwich for him. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so they admit me, and I'm in, I spent another 11 days there, and it's skin graft surgery. Oh, man, you must have been fucked up. Yeah, it was really fucked up. And then when I'm in there, in the New York hospital, they would wake me up every morning at 6 a.m. to give me medication or whatever it was they were doing. And I turned on the radio, and it was a Howard Stern show. So I'm just listening to Howard Stern. I'm like, this is great. And then Robin- Can you explain to the audience who that is? Because I don't know. Is he our competition or something? Is- uh, yeah, you guys are neck and neck uh, as far as listenership in this garage. Yeah. But Robin Quivers brought up the album. And was like, Howard, we have something great to play today. We have this compilation of punk bands doing TV show theme songs. And you're in bed in the hospital. In bed in the hospital. I'm like, this, this, no, this isn't really right. happening, right? And they would they played through every track on the album. And they would listen to it like a few seconds or the whole song and then skip through. And they would have all their comments on it. And what, how, long, how long did they stay on the on the latex generation? It song? killed me, Jake. Do you remember what happened there with that? No, they, I remember I, I, the this. only time I've ever heard it. I was on morphine, and <laughs> I've tried to go back and find that that episode of the Howard Stern. Show they get to the, find it. They get to the like our track, and they were like, "All right, so what do we got next? We've got this Chris band. Cornell Medical Center. Chris Cornell Medical Center. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher Chuchugas, for Chris Cornell Medical Center." They get up to our track. <laughs> I don't mind treating patients. <laughs> Go ahead. They get up to our track, and uh, th- Robin's like, all right, so we've got this band doing the Jeffersons, Latex Generation, or we've got uh, someone doing Gilligan's Island, and Howard goes, mm, let's Manic Hispanic. Manic Hispanic. He's like, let's listen to Gilligan's Island, and they just totally skipped over us. Yeah, that's what happens. But by the way, do you know how like cheesy that is for you to like record the Jeffersons uh, theme song? Yeah, well, dude, we had a roadie CJ do the Beans Don't Burn in the Kitchen part, so it was yeah, pretty cool. yeah. Oh, CJ Ramon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys also covered uh, Fallen Angel by Poison. That's right. I have that. Those um, are your two best songs, the covers. There were, Tommy yeah. used to dedicate <laughs> that one to Trish the Dish. That's right, my old fiance. That's right. Okay. No, our, our old roadie CJ sang that, and that's the guy who stole my Kurt Cobain shirt after we met him, John. So that guy he still stole has your Kurt Cobain shirt? Yeah, I don't Kurt have Cobain that shirt anymore. Yeah. He just took it. Just print another one. Right. <laughs> Kurt, Tommy was covered in sweat from being in the mosh pit. I guess there was no mosh pit at the Nirvana show, but I guess he was up front, you know. And people. Tommy, were, your Kurt Cobain shirt could be like Steve Jones's guitar that he played on 
Never mind the bollocks. Yeah. Steve Jones has sold that guitar to about a thousand people. I was with Tommy there, right. and he's going, uh, he's all wet, and he's and Kurt comes out, and it's, uh, he's like, hey, sign my shirt, sign my shirt, sign my shirt. And I'm like, uh, I was a little gosh. more suave than that. I was like, would you mind if I bought the Oh, really? Autograph? Excuse me, sir, Mr. I was there, Cobain. dude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he was slumped over you Courtney. You practically tackled him. I did not. I asked him politely. I put a requisite in. and You did. Uh, and then you were all like, uh, you were all cheesy. You were turning it around to show me, and you're going, did he spell it Kurt with a D or with the T? Right. I'm like, I don't know. Let's, let's get out of here. So <laughs> we, are we assuming that our caller's not calling in? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah well, I don't know. I tested the phones. They're working fine. Did you give them the wrong number? Live from the Barrage, 718-577-2716. He, like, tweeted about it and stuff. Yeah, no, I know. I talked to him earlier today via email. Maybe the lines are down. No, I just tested the phones. Where? where, What are you... He's busy with Simpsons tap out. Jesus. (laughs) I'm on Simpsons tap out the whole show. Speaking of tap outs, did you guys see the, the team MMA fight that hit the internet today? I did not. I saw a thing about it. I didn't actually click on it. What, like a battle royale? Yeah, they, they take... There's five guys on a team, and they have five referees in this massive ring, and they set up on either sides like the wall of death at a hardcore show, and they fucking blow the whistle, and the guys all run at each other and start fighting, and when one guy taps out, you don't stop fighting because you beat the guy. You join in on your friend oh, fighting. Shit. So, oh, that's So that's at the crazy. end, there were five guys beating up this one guy. Of course, right, it was know, from I Poland. was watching the women's MMA wow. in a bar with Pat the other night. Not, not as hot as you think it would no, be. No, this girl's just getting punched in the face. This woman, excuse me, this lady. She's a nice lady. nice lady. That's that's and training she, to be married in Boston. Punching her, <laughs> the one the one competitor is punching the other woman in the face like fifty times. I'm like, stop the fucking fight! This and is- finally, the guy stopped the fight. But I don't know the rules of MMA, and they apparently they let them go to like death. Apparently, the referee didn't either. You know, like yeah, <laughs> until they tap get, out, you can't get hit in the head. Hence, hence the t-shirts that you a wear a dozen times in a row and not have a defense <laughs> and not stop the fight. Throw in the fucking towel on this bullshit this MMA. Is, this is why I hate a television in a bar. Her towel was stuffed in her chooch. I don't. I don't mind a television in the bar if there's an actual event happening. You know, like if it's like you know, like a, like a big name fight, like a Tyson fight, like an Australian like, Rules football match, some, a Tyson fight. So if you go back in time, shut up, Dick. You know what I'm talking about? A fucking event. You know, Sports I mean, talk with Pat like, Walsh. Now there's just just constantly like like the TV is just on like no matter what's happening. Like like really, do I need to see? Women the only bar Pat the goes to is other? inside a DeLorean. <laughs> It's like, you, know, you know, if, if uh, Hank Aaron's going to break a record or something, <laughs> I'll give uh, I'll give a dollar. Should picking on Tommy right now? I'll give five dollars uh, to anyone who can name the heavyweight champion of the world right now. I guess Vladimir Klitschko. Klitschko. No, he retired it. Oh, it's the other Klitschko then. There's two no. of them. Klitschko. He let it go to fight Man- the wars. Manny Pacquiao. He went it go. Vladimir Chuchko. He's leading the fucking resistance over there in the Ukraine's. He, uh, it's your, not boxing shit. It's your Arturo Guts. I believe. I believe Vladimir Putin declared himself the new heavyweight champion. He could be true. <laughs> George Foreman, maybe. No, I think he vacated his title to go over there and punch the riot police in the face. It's great. So, Jake, here's an idea. Speaking of, of team MMA, I've always wanted to see Floyd Merriweather. No, solely he is a lightweight. Hey, Floyd, Mer- <laughs> Floyd Merriweather. Floyd Merriweather. Floyd, Floyd Merriweather beat the big show at WrestleMania. Mary Clayton. Have you ever thought about doing fights for Rocks Off? Like like doing like a boat cruise where like but I I'm thinking growing up in the punk and hardcore scene, I would love to see if like Jimmy Gestapo and Rick to Life, like head to head, like who who comes out on Rick, top. Rick to Life is in a lot of trouble. Have you seen him on Facebook? No. What's he's, going on? he's he's on Facebook now, Rick Healy. You gotta follow him. Um he's he's posting about ten times a day about how the guys from Madball That's low. Uh, gang raped a girl in in Oregon, and he's ha- leading an anti rape protest at the Black and Blue Bowl, and oh, inviting God. people to come and join God. him. He's going to lead a new holes protest. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's he's quick to point out it wasn't all the guys in Madball, but 
it was the the three of them except the drummer who they, they then fired afterwards for not participating in the rape. That's what he's claiming. It, it's, it doesn't doesn't seem too likely. Hasn't that guy already heavy, served uh, like a lot of jail time? Charges here. Didn't Rick that... also has a he has victim in pain now tattooed across the side of his face. But but also on on Facebook he's talking about how agnostic front are sellouts, corporate hardcore sellouts. So basically he's he's going to do suicide by hardcore scene. <laughs> 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 he's he's That's also a good question. His how much second protest you, uh, is going to be at this is hardcore in Philly if he may, if he lives that long. If a corporation you hated came up to you. What's the cutoff of like, all right, a chest tattoo of the Kmart logo, say like Dave's a wrestler or something. What's your cutoff, Dave, on money? Like uh, how much would it take for you to do that? To get a tattoo of Kmart? 500 grand. I wouldn't do that, no. 500 grand. No. 500 bucks, I'd do it. (laughs) Jake's in for 500. Ryan, what do you got? Somebody get Benny Bridges on the horn. You're in for what? What's the cutoff? What do you mean you're in? $1,000. You would get a Kmart tattoo on your chest for a thousand dollars. At this point, how, how, one how stack of high society. It doesn't matter anymore. Tommy Rockstar will get a Guns N' Roses kidding? tattoo and he'll pay for it. I, w- <laughs> Pat, I would you never would, put you would... any corporate brand on my body whatsoever. Million bucks. All right, how about that? Oh, uh, you got a Volkswagen tattoo on your right shoulder there. Yeah, but that's like a goofy <laughs> thing. All right, so I'm, what, what's, I'm... what's what's with the Volkswagen tattoo? Are you a big fan of like? Uh... Oh, I yelled Tommy's a big fan of Hitler. I was gonna, that's what I was going to ask, and I I, I stopped short. But thank you, Jake. It's actually a, it's a Vampire Weekend tattoo, actually. So it's a VW. It's Farfignugan up in here tonight on Live from the Bronx. I was Thank just a big fan us. of the cars and still am. And when I was a kid, it was my first tattoo in San Francisco, and I was like, "Fuck it, I want to." I love Volkswagen, so I just got it. But I would love to cover that shit up. <laughs> Dovey says you Ryan's got- in for the cost of the tattoo. <laughs> when, when we had a when we had the Rocks Off 10th anniversary. Dovey's the funniest guy on the show. For, for the Rocks Off 10th anniversary, I, I put something up on our Facebook page and our website saying that anyone who wants to get the Rocks Off logo oh, tattooed yes. on them, I'll pay for them to get it at the New York Hardcore Shop, and you get 10 free tickets to any cruise of your choice for that summer. And I thought it was yeah. going to be just a good publicity stunt and to get picked up by that some is the dolphin. And... That is the dolphin and the unicorn? No, no. that's It was just the, the, the pirate fish. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm the only one with the dolphin and unicorn tattoo. Uh, actually, another guy has it. A guy got it on his forehead. I saw that. It's fucked up. Yeah. And I don't even, I have no idea who he is. Um, but <laughs> someone had posted it on Reddit, which I don't know how that works. It's like but a somebody, balding guy, right? Yeah, balding dude. Bad news, bad news. Uh, um, I, but we had 13 people. 90% of the people in this room are balding. I'm pretty good at math, and there's not, uh, not enough to chop it up at the night. No one in this I'm room thinning, is balding. I'm thinning. I'm not balding. Yeah. I don't see anything. You're fine. Did anyone do it, Jake? This is a headphone mark. You consider yourself 90% of the people in the room, John. (laughs) 13 people. I took a picture of the back of my head today. 13 people. 13 people. And one guy emailed me and he said, I want to get the, can I get Max Hedrum with the Rocks Off logo under him? And I was like, yeah, you know, fine. I'll pay for that. No problem. I was like, why, why Max Hedrum? And he said, well, I don't really like care about Rocks Off. I've only been to one of your events, but I really want a Max Hedrum tattoo when I can't afford it. So if you'll pay for it, I'll get the Rocks Off logo in there too. That's pretty good. That guy's a wheeler dealer. Was it that Mario? <laughs> Dovey was asking. Uh, He's Todd Bridges' new manager. Dovey <laughs> said that he thought the Volkswagen tattoo was like a Beastie Boys thing. Was that like a Mike D thing? Remember no, the big it was. Just, you, what you, is that? You guys all remember? Well, the, you just you were just kissing Pat's ass so much when you were a kid that well, you like Pat's cool and he drives a Volkswagen. I gotta say, Pat was a definitely <laughs> a part of it because like in the '90s, if you guys remember, Volkswagens were like the thing. I used to get VW Trans all the time. I used to I used to own a couple. Okay. And, in the uh, '90s, Volkswagens were the thing, everyone. Well, I just I love I still love that car, but like right. I wanted to identify with the car, and I just got Tommy it. Tommy hasn't driven a Volkswagen since he got the tattoo. <laughs> Actually, you know who taught me to drive stick in a Volkswagen? It's Pat Walsh. He once pulled me he over. He taught me too because he asked me. He goes, "Can you drive stick?" I go, uh, "Yeah." 
And he goes, all right, uh, you know, you whatever. Prove it. I was going to the, home. I was going to the store to get beer. Whatever. I'm like, ah, how hard could it be? And I learned on the way on the beer run, and I never looked back. Yep. I, <laughs> Pat was like, you own a Volkswagen, Sorry, and you don't know how to drive stick. I messed up Pat's transmission. And uh, thirty two hundred dollars later, yeah, <laughs> broke, burnt out clutch plate. <laughs> no, we were driving home one day in past GTI, and I was like, "Yeah, I love Volkswagens." And he's like, "Do you know how to drive stick?" And I'm like, "Actually, I don't." And he's like, "What?" And he pulled over in a Pathmark shop shopping lot, uh, shopping whatever area, and he threw me out of the car. And I'm like, "What am I going to walk?" He's like, "No, get behind the wheel." I'm going to teach you right now. And we drove, and yeah. we were like 19. Uh, the GTI is pretty much the Golf, right? People are asking the chat box. The Golf is the GTI is like the 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 next. Golf, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like the. It's, hot, it's the, just a golf that Asian kids drive fast. Ah, but that it's thing, the, it's the hot hatch, man. But, right back then, what'd you go through? Two of those, Pat? I went through two of those. My first one got stolen. The black. It, it? Looked, it looked like a roller skate, a black roller skate. Yeah, it was a cool car. I Pat would it. be shifting and throwing tapes into the thing, and there'd be shit flying around, and anything but paying attention to the road, smoking cigarettes, driving with his knee. But he was—he's a great driver. This Tom, is this Tommy or Pat? Pat. Pat. Driving his stick is a pain in the ass for no, a Pat, smoker. Uh, Tommy's a horrible driver. He thinks he's great. I he's am terrible. not. I'm an excellent driver. That's why I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met someone who said, you know, I'm a really bad driver? <laughs> and I'm true. I'm not half Cherokee. My mother. No one says these things. <laughs> <laughs> My mother has admitted that she's a bad driver. Really? Yeah. Uh, look out, Mom. Actually, you know what? And, uh, <laughs> uh, Jess has admitted it as well. Really? She admit she said she said she's not a bad driver, but she doesn't pay as much attention to the road as she should. And I'm like, that makes you a bad driver. And she's like, if that makes me a bad driver, then I guess I'm a bad driver. I'm an offensive driver, you know, like I'm on the offense instead of the defense. So. My neighbors, both you're of the neighbors an offensive still, everything, friend. <laughs> Let me still tell you. live right next door to me. Uh, when we when we were kids, had three uh, beetles, like genuine beetles. They go. That's what they do. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Never trust a car that fucking smiles. So we still didn't get an answer. You just got a Volkswagen tattoo because you're, you're like. No, nah, I was a kid and kind of stupid, and, uh, right? Honestly, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's admit it. It was me, CJ and I went to San Francisco. We went out there to sleep at Rancid's house, and fucking, I needed a, a <laughs> Who, whose house? Rancid. It's like a robot Tommy. You know, like just enter in phrases, rancid. It's true. It happened. Tommy Beatles. Mad Libs. I want name dropping Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in San Francisco, and uh, we both, CJ and I, both wanted to get tattooed, and he got like this, like demon dragon fish on his leg, and I got a Volkswagen tattoo on my upper right arm. You win. Who do you think regrets bucks? it more? Uh, he does definitely. I he, yeah. I'll give it to you. No, I want to cover the trick question. The answer is the guy who tattooed both of you. Right. <laughs> Jason Story. Jason Story is zebra tattoo. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this with who knows what. Thank you. <laughs> when you're looking for a hot time in the city, look no further than Life on the Barrage, Queens, New York's exclusive place for fine dining, cocktails, shopping, and live entertainment. We have over 20 restaurants, boutiques, and nightclubs for whatever your desire. So come, take it east, and visit the Live from the Barrage Shops and Galleria.
Negative creep by the uh, Beatles or the Stones or something like that. What you, what we hear before that, Dave? <laughs> uh, that was uh, "Human Fly" by uh, Guitar Lightning Lee, and before uh, that was uh, the Tweens with "Be Mean." That was a good song. I like that Tween song. A lot. It's a good yeah. The, the whole album's pretty good. It's a uh, it's a uh, it kind of reminded me of that. It's like garagey Nirvana. Like it's got a little grunge element to it. Are you a chauvinist if if a chick singer like turns you on like? By her voice or something? No, right? I mean, I'm marrying a girl whose voice turned me on. So right. I guess yeah. that's a, <laughs> that's kind of a. Is that weird. how you met? You met her going to we one were of both, her shows. We were both in bands, and uh, and uh, I actually went to <laughs> Joan Petty in the <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, I went to uh, Trash Bar after they had played one time, and and she thought that I had had come to see them, but I actually just 
would go drink at Trash Bar because all my <laughs> friends worked there. And um, and uh, I'd heard them before, and I really liked them, but it was one of those things, I think I talked about this on the air before, um, where she would be like, we should play shows together. And I'd be like, okay, let's play a show. And she's like, all right, do you know anyone that books it, blah, blah, blah? And I'd be like, oh, so you want me to book the show? And, and, and Oh, God, do all that happens that. to me all the time. Somebody will email me and be like, hey, we want to play a show with you. Uh, blah, 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 we're coming through town, this and that. I'm like, cool, we'll play. And it's like, oh, can you get a, play, a place and a yeah, time? And I want you other, to book five other bands. Like, Motherfuck, yeah. not fake limbs. Solely, I'm happy to, if you're still listening, I'm happy to do the fake limbs. I fucking... Love to play with fake limbs. I go out of my way for that. But then, like people text me and they're like, or message me and and, and want me to set up the whole fucking thing. I'm but done. It's, it's even it's, it's that's a even, thankless job. That's one thing. If like you're the one contact they have in New York, but like, like Kudzu was from New York. Like they had they like they they <laughs> knew people, but it was just yeah. like using like it was very much like that uh, idea of who can we like what audience can we get in like, and, and, and like I feel like. I've never been in a band that tried to do anything like that. We'd be like, right. oh, like even when I was like, you know, we put out an album, we we're supposed to promote it. It would still be like waiting for someone to offer us a show. And we'd be like, oh, it's not a Wednesday. It's at a place that people go <laughs> it's to. It's not a Wednesday. The PA works. Um, right. I'm totally fine with that. Like, yeah. And, and that's why you end up playing the same places over because you, you, right. well, you find the few places that actually are worth playing at. Yeah. Or have a cool uh, owner or guy who's hanging out there like Jake or something like Staff. that. You know, the the whole thing when we were going to play the show with the fake limbs, which I was just speaking about, which is Sunday, May 18th, by the way. I really want to play that show, by the way. And I, yeah, I'm waiting on you. Okay. And I haven't contacted anybody until you get back to me because I would love to see the return of the mess around at that show, too. I'm waiting to hear if Nick is going to be in town. That's okay. The big, yeah, no yeah. problem. But, uh, the whole and we'll thing make that is, our first show back, too, like, which will be fun. I had other people, I contacted another band earlier, and they were like, oh, well, we can't do it, but I have contacts at this place and that place. And I'm like, man, I really didn't want to play. I don't. Should I say? Yeah, I don't want to play their fucking rock shop. That's not <laughs> said every band ever. I mean, it's it what sounds you fantastic, your... but it's like they charge ten bucks to get in, and, and no one and no and one goes there's there. No one there, and it's too big, and you, you know, there's three people there, and it's too far. We play, we play with the mighty high, there. and you got to park across the street and carry your gear across like a uh. fucking seven lane highway. But anyway, so I was glad we didn't get that. And I said, all right, it's kind of short notice. Let me call Steve from Don Pedro. Always. Message Steve from Don Pedro. Guy gets back to me immediately. You got the whole night. Do whatever the fuck you want. Hats off to Larry. God bless that guy. That's the best. And Don Pedro, you go there. Sure, they have uh, a guy running sound who doesn't understand the concept of feedback. But that's... We could we could get beyond that. He's like, uh, charge whatever you want. Charge nothing. Charge $5. I don't give a fuck what you do. Greatest place ever. I, that place is like it's like your basement that you could have shows at. Exactly. It's just that the only problem is that it's really far away from any subway, and no one wants it's to go. It's not like, though. The G train's right there. Uh, I've the, taken the it. The G train doesn't really count as a subway though. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you know like I I've always in my life looked for that one perfect venue that is close enough to the subway and the sound doesn't suck and they let you do what you want. That place is too good to have you. It's, there's <laughs> plenty of parking. That's true. It's like no, is Saint Vitus. I guess where's the is there a subway close to there? Not really. No. It's like the yeah, G train. It's kind of off the beaten path. Though. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the that's the thing. The subway ruins the venue. It gentrifies oh. it. And we it's did too we, easy to get to. We did do Charleston a lot when we like oh. there was a there was a couple. Period, I think we played with the Fuck Flicks. Yeah, the first I, time I, we ever I, played with you guys. That was yeah. the, probably the first time I met you. We played together. And uh, we and didn't talk though that night. Or I anything. was. I remember standing. I remember standing in a puddle because it was raining outside and the basement would fill with water. And I was standing in a puddle, and every time I touched the microphone, I would get shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm going to die down here. Yeah. This is where I'm going to die. Well, there was the it, whole story where I went nuts on the guy at the Charles Tron because 
He just wouldn't. I'm like, give me a mop. I'll mop it up. And he was a dick. Fuck that place. Then, then we forgot. And I went back and I was like, me and Gallery were like, we forgot to get paid. <laughs> and then like, there was a. That's happened a lot. You played, and we went back and the guy's like, here's 75 bucks. We're like, are you kidding? This is fucking awesome. Thanks, man. You played with us at um, um, Mermaid, too. Mermaid Bar, uh, which was uh, all the way by under the bridge on Wait. Kent. Um and that place by, down by the water. Was, it was one of Rocky's bars, the and, Rock, of the and many like, names. you could just do whatever the hell you wanted. That was the show that, uh, um, yeah, they would be like, you have to set up the PA if you want to play, <laughs> but they would like not charge money, and you could make you could you could do whatever you wanted. Change the name of that place like every three months. Yeah. So uh, it was Tom, Rockstar Bar, Rockstar Bar, Mermaid. Mermaid. Oh yeah, Rocky. He died. Really, like he a, did. He yeah. died like a year ago. I Tommy think. sued them over that one. <laughs> Put him out of business. Actually, that's the place we where Pat and John and I and Gallagher played as a replacements tribute band, and that was one of the best shows of my life. Were you just called the replacements? No, we were the replace mats. Mm. Were we? I don't know. We never really had a name. But. Well, I know it was three songs. I nearly threw up. It was three songs, and the people ripped their fucking skin off watching us play. It was. Super I was on fun. drums, man. That was a Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alana, Alana. That always seems like a, such a good idea. Let's play as someone else, and it never fucking works. It like, worked. That's it worked that still, night. It definitely worked that night. No joke. Still, I will be out someplace in Brooklyn. Somebody will come up to me and be like, "Oh shit, you're the dude who did the replacements that yep. Halloween." Like it's fucking crazy. That was one of the I've the toured second and we played started, and... like the whole room exploded. Like I've never seen it was a weird. fucking reaction. Yeah. To that. Totally. And what was awesome was fucking Graham Parsons from the Flying Burrito Brothers fucking cruised past me. Not the real the Graham Parsons. No, no oh. another band did Flying Burrito Brothers. Rest in peace. Graham, per- Graham Parsons crowd surfed past. These me. guys, the Graham Parsons uh, band, the, the fucking what are they called? The Flying Burrito. Flying Brothers. Burrito. They had nudie suits. They had the whole thing like Their they were. Made it was them fucking awesome. Suits. Their girlfriends made them, like knitted them. They were outrageous. fucking cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. That it was, was so seriously. Fun. Tommy, would Marta that... make you a nudie suit if you asked? Yeah, I guess if I pushed that her enough. That was my you know. favorite part of those Halloween. Alyssa she's great. Design it. Yeah. She would, my no, favorite, she does the design. She would sequin in a my VW favorite... tattoo on his right shoulder. <laughs> I need fa- a graph, skin graph. My favorite part of those Halloween gigs is you come off stage like as whatever band you were, and then like Paul Revere and the Raiders come up to you. Hey, man, you guys sounded really good up there. <laughs> and the guys are all wearing like tried corner hats. And <laughs> we should play the Fillmore together, man. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Dave, Dave Westron was uh, Johnny Thunders for that same show that we did with, as the replacements. And, uh, Just as Johnny Thunders, like it was. Yeah, his solo. Show solo. that in. Really, the, the Country bro. Music Hall of Fame in Nashville has a Graham Parsons nudie suit, and it's the one with the big pot with the pot leaf back, and yeah. then the pills all yeah, the pills yeah. and the hypodermic needle. I've, <laughs> I saw that, and it's right by. Uh, they have uh, it's right uh, by Taylor Swift's dresses. Oh, last time I was there, I think it was pre-Taylor Swift. They had uh, Johnny Cash's blackout, like black suit, right right next to it. It was pretty cool. Actually, that that was one of my favorite music museums that I've ever been it's to. A, it's I great. It was great. It's yeah. like the polar opposite of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, what and there, what is there to do in uh, St. Louis? Are we going to go to some music museums? Right, so or, we are going uh, to. Here's the plan. We are going okay. to. Um, you, guys, love, you guys can take a walking tour with Nelly. Can we really? The history of St. Louis hip hop. It lasts 38 seconds. <laughs> he just takes off all his clothes and that's it. That's amazing. <laughs> that would be actually awesome if that happened. I um, love the email response from your friend. I forget who it was. It was like, because uh, Dave's like, we're going to go to see the Ark on Thursday. The guy's like, you're planning. Like, Nick. You're planning out to see the Ark. It takes 30 seconds. There it is. There's the Ark. So Wednesday we're going to see Chuck Berry. <laughs> Thursday we are um, going to the casino and uh, hell yeah, I was and pimp. doing some other random shit. I, oh, that was I think the art was like Manny's one of the plans there. By the way, Chuchu could say it's Graham Parsons project. Then, uh, <laughs> then Friday is um, Friday is the the Cardinals Pirates game followed by the 
Juggalo convention. Oh, so I thought about this. Going to the game, I'm oh, wearing my Mets hat, and I'm, I'm rooting against There's a Juggalo party going on. You just on. piqued we'll Jake's interest oh, right now. yeah. I got a hatchet man. Do you right? There's a Juggalo. It's like kind of a, like a splinter group of Juggalos, though. Oh, they're like the... Yeah, they, I don't know if they're actual Juggalos. They've splintered off into the Juggalo faction that is... They're the real IRA of Juggalos. <laughs> That's right. Jake's, Jake's got a lot of Juggalo stories. They attack the other juggalos and they have spears and they, they hit each other with meth pipes and, <laughs> and they, then they get stoned and go to sleep. Juggalos don't sleep, yo. <laughs> so <laughs> so snoodle each whoop, other. So I'm excited about that. Oh, and then we're in between. We're going to the Anheuser Busch uh, to see where they make butt heavies. Uh, I want to meet my brewmaster. <laughs> I believe as the as the uh, bachelor being celebrated, you get to fuck a Clydesdale. Oh, it's awesome! I can can it fuck me? <laughs> oh I mean, God! Snoodle a Clydesdale! <laughs> my God, man! Those furry hooves. Something about them. Jesus. Yeah. I wish we were going to Colorado, too, so I could fuck the Coors Light train. Well, the, you know, the back of a girl with long hair is, uh, you know. I saw the furry back trash and ass bar. resembles a horse. Maybe that's what you're uh, attracted to. That whole horse, like, shapely ass on a horse, Dave. Is that what you're saying? This is getting a little too brony. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I was just trying to make a joke. I knew you were going to tap out of that. Tap out. <laughs> um, and then uh, Saturday, we're going home. So there's, uh, and you said you going were going home. That sounds wild. You said you were well. Yeah, you said we were gonna you were gonna talk to people from St. Louis that were gonna give us more tips on things to do there. Yes, um, Nick Petropolis. They're gonna tell you to go home. That's exa- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, well, the first thing I said, uh, you know, I said Nick oh, was hey, like, "I'm gonna be in St. Louis." He's like, "Why would you come to this godforsaken place?" Nick was like, "Why are you spent?" He's like, "He's leaving Thursday morning. He's going to like he's my best man too. He's going to he's going to Chuck Berry. He's like, I'm leaving Thursday morning. He's like, I'm actually driving to Kansas because he doesn't want to have to lie to your wife at the wedding." <laughs> <laughs> this is the deal. This is my plan. Thursday, Chuck Berry. Friday, baseball. Uh-huh. Um, uh, no, Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Chuck Berry. Thursday, uh, get Cas- killed. Casino. Get killed right. by gang members in I the just, street. Friday, fun. baseball. <laughs> right? And then uh, Saturday, go home. Yeah. See, my, my thing is, um, and, and maybe this is wrong of me, I, um, I don't take anyone who thinks they're tough seriously if they're not from New York. Like, like you're from fucking Missouri. Like, and I feel like that's going to get me killed. Yeah, it is. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, Brad, Brad Pitt from Fight Club is from Missouri. Is he? I could take him. Did you have to say from Fight Club? We all know who Brad Pitt is. <laughs> that's his tough role. <laughs> I mean, like, I could... Brad I, Pitt I, from Thelma and Louise. I would be more afraid of Brad Pitt from, like, Meet Joe Black because of death. <laughs> I mean... Just he'd bore you to death. Benjamin Buttron. Or from... <laughs> <laughs> the curious misadventures of some fucking Buttron guy. I think Brad Pitt from Snatch could, could beat up Brad uh, Tyler Durden. Uh, do you think that... Uh, confuse him. What's his name? Who's the guy who died? He was a Bostron cop. You should know the guy. What? He was uh, in Snatch. The guy with the mustache. He's always a cop. Dennis Farina. Yes, thank you, Ron. Ah. Dennis Farina. I never saw Snatch. Delicious. He dropped dead of a fucking heart attack. He had a great mustache. <laughs> he did. That's, I'm glad that that's your... Uh... When he shaved the mustache, he put on the makeup, and he was the ultimate warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Ryan, thank you for uh, giving me the vocabulary to make the joke. The pen... Penultimate warrior just moved up a rung. <laughs> that that made me laugh that's a more. Big than, hit. That made me laugh more than anything. The else. Ryan game will change your life. Well, what the ultimate warrior guys? Penultimate, penultimate warrior is not who he was before. He's like I'm just a, like in the middle of the road warrior guy. You know? Middle of the road warrior. I've moved up, but now I don't have the title. 
<laughs> understudy to the ultimate warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Penultimate warrior is the <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I You you know rest I celebrate death more than better than anybody else. Rest in peace, sir. What's going on with my computer? Jake, you ever yeah, see nothing. him wrestle? <laughs> when the show used to end at ten o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Looks like a tilt-a-whirl crossbody, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, of course, known for the tilt-a-whirl tilt crossbody. Uh, Mr. King's working on something for us. Uh, I think that he's going to uh, wrestling. I don't want to say too much, but I think he might it's, do it's uh, tremendous. brunch menu items in the wrestling. Voice. That's awesome. <laughs> Looks like a croak monsieur, exactly. <laughs> sir. <laughs> and he's texting me. He goes, I thought it'd be really hard, but this is fucking easy. <laughs> Ooh, the Bellini. <laughs> Looks like a diving bulldog. <laughs> Looks like the Frankensteiner. Where is Mr. King Fucking from? He's from Fireball. Uh, Mr. King lives in Chicago. I'm not sure if he's from there originally. I'll have to ask him next time because I think he's my friend. I don't know where he's from. I think he's my friend. That's, that's fucked up, right? Like to think you're somebody's friend and not know where they're originally from. As soon as they draw Looks a like we've got the diamond dust. Um, Mr. King actually uh, says reality show Dave Harrison confronts people from, that are not from New York. And tells them that they're not tough. <laughs> I um, <laughs> listen. The, I've never been in tougher neighborhoods than the, that have been in the Midwest. There's just a, it's 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 a war zone. Well, the funny thing, we're lucky. You don't even know what a bad neighborhood is. It reminds me of of the. I, I never tell. I, I think I might have told you this off. Sir, yet. I got my ass kicked by a bunch. Sir. Of, by a bunch of guys um on New Year's Eve a few years back. And one of the things that the guy said... Happy New Year! Ah! You couldn't wait till after midnight? One of the things that the guy said... <laughs> was it because you were wearing a tiara? <laughs> there, was a whole, there was a whole backstory. Um, oh, but, uh, the, that's the ambulance or the cops coming to get you. Take a pick. I, the, the thing the guy said in this... I was so drunk, but I still remember this clear as day. He just goes... Yo, I'm from Brooklyn. And I was like, so? I'm from Brooklyn. And then I was on the ground. <laughs> but it was I realized that we were from very different Brooklyn. That was like, you know, two, guys, two, two guys threw rock on that one, and, and you were the loser. You were like, I'm from Brownstone, Brooklyn. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a hipster. Yeah. He should fight someone from oh, Whitestone. Oh, oh, I don't know how oh. to respond to that. I'm going to punch you in the face. Well, they were. I, I I tried to stop them from. They were trying to pull a cab driver out of the Damn cab it. for his money. I, no, I think they. I, some. I, we walked upon this for his scent. This for fight. His body. Yeah, probably, well, I wanted with one of the spruce trees. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's. You something. know, sometimes around here, people just pull a cab driver out of the car for the fuck of it. Yeah, why not? Uh, money, shmoney. But uh, <laughs> I will always remember I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so that's so. That, Me so, too. So, so, there's, a, there's a fridge full of this. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, they weren't. They were white. Uh, they were, to the best I can remember, they were Latino. I see. Um, so off-white. They not were, that I'm... Not they were I'm, some kind of less than white, not quite him. full brown. I, there was like an in-between there. They could have been Indian. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I was, yeah, I was okay, way... You should have changed the tone on, I'm from Brooklyn, when you say, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm from Brooklyn, too. Oh, oh really? What PS did you go to? <laughs> oh, do you know uh, oh, I go Steve? To, I, oh, you ever go to DeForest? They got awesome pizza there. Oh, Such oh, a yeah. great brunch. Egg creams? Am I right? Let's brunch. Am I Let's right? brunch. We're gonna brunch. Let's brunch. Let's brunch. <laughs> Call me, and then Dave turns around, and starts running. <laughs> <laughs> we should meet. We should meet on Bedford Avenue one day. Love Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> 
We should go to Smorgasburg Love together. it. Oh, let's wow, go to Ryan. There you Love go. Bedford Avenue. Isn't brunch just like lunch in Brooklyn? Yeah, meet, me at, brunch. meet me at Spike Hill at 8.30 p.m. for brunch. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, for a guy who claims it never gets out, you know your Williamsburg uh, fanfare. I know. I, I do it by reading the Facebook. Okay. <laughs> I live vicariously. <laughs> Facebook. I hear the kids are calling it Billyburg. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what Tommy calls it. I do not. <laughs> I call it W apostrophe Berg. Tommy ever, calls it his home away from it, his parents' yeah. home. He calls it, he calls rock, it, he calls it Rockstar Berg. Yeah. He calls it places he gets a sandwich at three Did in the morning. Pre- <laughs> have you prepared any retarded news for us this evening? Uh, or no, you I were hanging out with Jake all day and you, you have nothing. Well, it was Nirvana and then we had a big meeting with Barry Presents today, which I was really excited about. What the hell's Barry Presents? There, <laughs> it's not Barry, it's Bowery. That's oh. what I said. <laughs> what, Barry, the the Barry, what the hell is Barry? What the hell is Barry presenting? Todd, Barry Gibb. Todd Barry. Barry, fuck that guy. I had a lot of merch meetings today, and it was and uh, a lot of hustling. <laughs> merch meetings. Yeah. A lot of merch okay. meetings. All right. And no. then I met up with Jake, and then we had out. I actually did get it. Jake, you saw me print out all the news real quick on the fly, so it's not prepared the way like a proper newsman Listen, would. Listen, do you have something or not? Yes. Okay, let's do it. I did, but I switched out the file. <laughs> What's with me? all this ballyhoo? <laughs> yeah. Just read the news. Not everything has to be qualified. Tommy Rockstar's Bullshit. So this is the first one going to be about the uh, airplane. Go. Now is breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. Fuck you, John Houlihan. Hey, what the fuck is that? All right, go ahead, Tommy. You got some news for us? Yeah, um, but we have a guest here. Shouldn't we be doing the guest first? Produce the the show before or after we're on the air. (laughs) All right, let's see. Take your pick. A man who discovered. A, <laughs> there he goes. A man who discovered a photograph of his eighty-five. Are you done? A man of, uh, who Let's discovered move. a photograph of his eighty-five-year-old mother stuffing bills in the waistband of a young male stripper is now suing the nursing home, cl- uh, claiming his mother was de- defiled during the dance. Defiled. Yeah. Hey, remember uh, Christopher Maltesano from The Sopranos was in a band called Defiler. <laughs> That's the best band name ever. Defile. I was in Defiler. Defiler, I, I applied for an extension. Defiler? <laughs> I hardly know him. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. The man yeah. named Franklin Youngblood uh, discovered... You make a left on Defiler. <laughs> discovered the picture. Right by the Sunoco. Did you just Google, like, list of words? <laughs> <laughs> the man named Franklin Youngblood discovered the picture of his mother while visiting his mother, Bernice, at a nursing home in Long Island. Uh, when he confronted the nurse about the image, the nurse apparently tried to snatch it out of his hands. He just didn't want a brother. <laughs> You're like a modern-day Bill Butels. That's right. A nurse later told another uh, the victim's sons that the strip show was, quote, entertainment event for the patients and was done in good faith for the How elderly. How is there a victim when there's a stripper and money involved? Yeah, for here's, 85-year-olds? Here's, yeah, here's my problem. The infantilization of old people. Like, you know, like, what does that word mean? It means, it means making them babies, yeah, you dummy. And that's what that, <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. Well, but that's I, what they I, were trying to do was I make her babies. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like when, when people get you know, just because you're shitting yourself because you can't control your bowels doesn't mean you're, you're a child. Like you've had a full life of fucking shit. Like like you're, like, you know, she was shitting yeah, herself because she sure. never saw a cock that big. But exactly. I, you know, what, but no one should time, die without seeing stripper cock. I'm glad you brought this up because. Uh, and yes, the, you can isolate uh, that Rest in peace. That's the piece Mickey Rooney's, and fuck that guy. He's like a total creep. In his book, he's talking about, I don't know what he He's talking about, like, fingering. Is he? Whoever. Sugar babies. It's a whole thing. Anyway, he was guy, Woody Allen's mentor. This whole, like, he's he's got this, uh, uh, oh, good. 
He's got this uh, whole spiel in front of a court talking about elder abuse, but he doesn't give any details, and you can't find any details. The whole story's suspect. I think he's a crazy old man who went, you know. Who is just five months younger than Abe Vigoda, who's still alive, which is still baffling to me, by the way. Mickey Rooney's a dick, buddy. Mickey Rooney. Uh, that guy was an asshole. He cut all his kids out of the will. I always did. I always turned 60 minutes off before he, he comes on anyway. He died with $18,000. Elder abuse. Ron Rooney. Oh, you didn't get me my orange juice in time. Elder abuse. That guy was a dick. Listen to any any Mickey Rooney like tape of him talking, and you know, like as a big phony fucking asshole. Wasn't he a little rascal? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of Jackie. Uh, That's what the ladies at the retirement home called him. <laughs> Jackie, someone else. You know, go, John. You gotta lionize this guy. Everyone has choices to make in life. Don't don't sit there and cry over this guy. He's a piece of shit. The family is now Thank suing you. the East Neck Nursing Department, uh, accusing the employees of hiring the strippers for, quote, perverse uh, pleasure and enjoyment in the defendant's staff. Bernice Youngblood has lived 85 years at a traditional Baptist hardworking lady and now has been defiled. Eat a fucking lawyers. bag of dicks exactly. for all I care. Two bags uh, of an paper dicks. <laughs> see what else is in the news. <laughs> yeah, let's see. And then, like, six months later, the fucking, like, World Trade Center went down. I don't remember that interview. <laughs> a Long Island man is facing criminal charges for killing a friend during a hunting trip last fall. <laughs> Chris Woody's. <laughs> a, people don't know. There's a lot of woods out there on Long Island. There are. The, there's deers running around and uh, elephants, probably. There's a tigers. Bigfoot. There's definitely Sasquatch. <laughs> there's deer ticks. Out there in the Hamtrons. <laughs> they see Bigfoot all the time. Robert Gerbino, 57, of Garden City, is charged with criminal negligent homicide and the November 2013 death of volunteer firefighter Charles Bruce. Do you usually read these beforehand, Tony? <laughs> yeah. No. Usually, but... He's crowbarred this bit into the show. I don't know what happened. <laughs> crowbarred. <laughs> Bruce, a 52-year-old father of two, was an annual hunting trip. Uh, was on an annual hunting trip with friends with for the, for the Marine uh, Fire Department in Malvern as he was shot in the chest by his friend. Why do you need a fire so department like for a Marine? Having fun in that deer, running around. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Gerbino, Kyle's writing for the show now. Gerbino admitted that, the shot, that he shot and killed his pal after mistaking him for a deer. Mm. Ira uh, Glass can Ira eat a bag why? of dicks for all I care. Ira Glass can eat a bag Tommy, you shouldn't say those things. Yeah, that's the story on that. <laughs> And that's the news. Yeah. Is that it? Tommy, where's that flight from Malaysia? <laughs> we still don't know, actually. And last we've heard... Uh, we, it was a, team a whole team, yeah. What's it? You're in the mouse in your pocket. It's <laughs> him. It's a big, it's a big like, war room, right, where they have all these... Like, My amateur black boxologists have, uh, <laughs> have triangulated the location of flight... flight. <laughs> we set up shop on top of a merch box. Tommy and Jake and Dave Weston from Westron... Are all sitting in like this giant war room around a big table, like <laughs> wearing emerging. generals' uniforms and like trying to define the plane. Jake has generously donated the boats used for the Rocksoft cruises <laughs> to help search for the Malaysian flight. They'll be there in 37 weeks. I, I hope they like Cherry Pop and Daddy's because they'll be playing the entire time. <laughs> How I learned to forget the plane and love the merch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll do one last one, I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, Utah mom checks on son's Facebook page. Sorry. <laughs> that really was an accident, generally. Utah mom checks on son's Facebook page and ends up thwarting a death threat. Let's see. Uh, thwarting a threat? How do you thwart a you, death threat? That's why you're never friends with your parents on Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck them. The I, I threaten people with death every day on Facebook. Where are the cops? Why don't they come here? Yeah. 
Are you Pussies. Ma- are you Tom Mom Come looking here. on her teenage son's Facebook page thwarted an alleged plot to shoot the boy? Uh, Salt Lake City Police. Plot. A plot, yeah. Plot, plot. <laughs> the mother uh, called resource officers at West <laughs> High School, uh, which her son attends on Fridays uh, after seeing the threat. Dude, she should know that high school kids stab now. They don't shoot anymore. Yeah, it's no. so much easier to stab. Kids the, are pussies It's a lot nowadays. more personal. You can't run out of ammo. You guys like sounds? Yeah, <laughs> just keep it playing over the news. <laughs> yeah. The mother told the officer that it appeared that the two boys, uh, it was written about her two boys. She had, uh, <laughs> so it was multiple death threats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had actually read threats and seen the threats on the Facebook page, says the police. Uh, and my printer ran out of ink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> printer ran out of, ink, out of ink, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tommy Rockstar News. <laughs> you got any more beef jerky, Dave? Yeah, no, I'm out. Wow. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. I love that he's reading a story about preventing things and his printer ran out of ink. <laughs> uh, this just in. Printer uh, ink shortage. <laughs> uh, sorry, I can't read the rest of this. Ink shortage report in the. Uh, oh wow! Something, I, something. Ink shortage in Billyburg. I actually. It was at eleven. I would think this, that this. That this, this just didn't come over the wire. Uh, this just in. Uh, microphone stop. All right. I back. actually think it would be much funnier if we let Tommy read the news once before the show starts, and then he has to recite it from memory. Oh my god, I've got the worst memory. He keeps leaving do. his uh, files here. I'm, first of all, I'm trying to build a library, like a presidential library. Well, now I'm gonna buy a file cabinet and put yeah. it in there. I have a file cabinet. I, that's right. I accent file. I have one more piece. It's but it's too long oh, to cabinet, read. I mean, sorry. It's the it's, the article is entitled "The Center of the Universe Moves to Flushing." Okay. But it's it's written in like a really like literary way, so I don't feel like reading it. Like written, yeah. It says like it's written in a literary way. It's Shakespeare's Tommy Rockstar news. <laughs> From what I gathered, searching over, it says how like, are those death threats thwarted, Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> have you? This have is our go-to time gathering. Like what? How, what do you mean you gather? You're out there gathering info. Gathering info by printing okay. it out on. You know what I do is I drive around at like 70 miles an hour, checking Facebook and listening to like recordings of the show. We know. And then I'll stop and I'll see news bits on like a secondary feed I keep and sure of course I have notes that will never make it onto the show exactly pages buddy I email myself TRNN as a hashtag and then I pull it up like the day before I come over what happens is I start like looking I I have all these great ideas for the show and then I look at the notes and I go this is dumb (laughs) and I don't talk about any of them Tommy was going to print out there's, a little. There's no way to segue them into the conversation. Right. I had this great bit called This Day in Derek Jeter History. <laughs> well, how would I that woke, work? How would I that woke work? up that, this morning. Well, the Daily News is doing it. <laughs> well, we Tommy put, did go to a Yankees game I woke the up this other day. morning and I looked at it and I go, this is dumb. <laughs> Just go on do Fuck the, the show. hot chick, gave her a signed ball. That's every yeah, day. Jeets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeets. This Day in Derek Jeter History. Uh, chlamydia, <laughs> April 12th, 2011. They, also, uh, two for four. Uh, <laughs> two. <laughs> he did go two for four. No, actually, one for three. He went Banged one for three. Banged my 3,000th chick before my 3,000th chick. It's hit. the high hard one to Jeter. You guys think Derek Jeter's a good-looking guy or kind of fugly-looking uh, guy? I think he's okay. I'd fuck him. He's good-looking. Yeah, I'm in. He's fine. But would yeah. you let him fuck you? That's the test. <laughs> uh, before no, or after the Clydesdale? Totally, no, listen. Look at me. He's the girl. If, if it's me and him, he's the chick in that, in that situation. I'll do it for only, a thousand bucks. Only if bucks. it's miniature bat day. I will smother him like a bear. I would actually... I, I would rather... You, Pat. <laughs> I would actually rather watch, like, 
Randy Johnson fucking redneck the shit out of him. Like, just like, like, like in like a weird cabin, like in Saw. And like... Man. What? <laughs> what kind of <laughs> sick perverse fantasy is this? This is nuts. And Randy Johnson's got his mustache and it's twitching all, you know, and he's like wearing like a lumberjack outfit. <laughs> he just dresses him in a pigeon costume <laughs> and throws a pitch at him. Is the dick cut out of the outfit? Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, okay. How is else that... is it going to work? I don't know. That's the Come dream on. I had. Yeah. Hmm. Randy Johnson, a famous pitcher. Hey, let's get on with the guest. Big, I, got, I big sent you guys all the stuff. Randy Johnson's best moment in, in all of baseball was... When he attacked the paparazzi, exploding a seagull with a that was the best with that a fastball. He throws the pitch, seagull's in the way. There's just nothing left. Seagull. There's like three feathers going <laughs> in the air like this, feathers. and the bird is gone. That was great. That dude could throw like a hundred miles an hour. Oh, God damn this microphone! All right, you want to move on? We want to play some Ryan game? No, I said let's get on with the guest. I sent you a bunch of notes for him. Don't you have we're any just, more questions? We're just we're making this organic and talking. Yeah, Why are you trying I, to make it all fucking? Guess this hanging out. I feel bad. He's executive producing. Why do you feel bad? Is, are you having a bad time, Jake? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, thank you. I take it back. I take it back. I do. I I actually have the. The best question for Jake is: You have you're in charge of this rocks off business, right? Yes, sir. And uh, so, are you a rich man? Oh yeah. 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 You got like plenty of money. Yeah, we came. Can in I in borrow? Some... We came in my helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, can you can you? You're making a living off of this, obviously. Is it like you know? Are you making a nice living? Like, how? Where are you? Where do you stand in this? People want to know. I'm in the highest tax bracket. No one likes to talk about money, really. Yeah. You serious? Yeah. J.P. Morgan people are trying to get a job at Rocksoft. <laughs> Can you give me a job like writing like that, like uh, some movie is bullshit or something, and pay me like a couple bucks? Absolutely. We're movie producers as well. You haven't seen that? <laughs> no, but you did just start. Stop a- doing shtick. How much money do you make a year? <laughs> <laughs> do you have health insurance now? Just say it. Come on. No one's listening. One hundred and thirty-seven dollars a week. That's pretty no, good. That's more than you got answer. when you first came to New York, though. So exactly. It's $25 dollars a day. As Tommy would say in, in his band Latex Generation, you're moving on up. <laughs> Jake, you better tell me. I'm doing well enough to buy Tommy new toner. $100,000 a year? Who keeps track? Two? You won't even say where you work. Why? <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jake. Give me a give me a ballpark. Where are you at? You got a, How many cars you have? Just one hot pink Ducati motorcycle. <laughs> With sparkle paint. <laughs> you drive that around the city and people are like, yo, bro, that's awesome. It's got a magnet on it so it picks up loose change wherever I ride. <laughs> There's that make- promoter bike again. Do drugs? Uh, not anymore. Okay, so you're riding around the motorcycle. Or any less. You're sober, everything's cool, <laughs> so you don't mind the attention. Damn it. Are you rich or what? I need to know. I like how he's I'm going to get questions. a boat and start booking the Minutemen or Fire Hose or something. Let's just say it's a living, all right? It's a living. No, let's not say anything. I'll run the show. Okay. All right? You be quiet. How much money do you make? He's like the lawyer for the guest every week. (laughs) Come on. Is it that embarrassing? You really can't do it? I would never tell you. Shut up, Dave. (laughs) All right. Dave makes over $100,000. You know what? I give up. I'll move on. Dave, how much do you make a year? Enough. (laughs) I know what I want to ask Jake. I know the best question of all. (laughs) The sound clip that I forgot to bring up. Jake, is it true that you were on the people's court? (laughs) No, that's a vicious lie. <laughs> I was on Judge Maria Lopez. <laughs> what? I was, yeah. You were on Judge Maria Lopez. I've never heard of this show. What channel is this on? Uh, it's can- canceled, much like her <laughs> judgeship. Um, I was on Judge Maria Lopez, and it, 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 uh, I missed a golden opportunity because after I was on the show, I went and Googled her. 
on the way into the show, I couldn't give a oh, fuck. I was like, sexual Fine, I'll be on this show. <laughs> so what happens? You 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 were involved in a lawsuit, and they just ask you if you wanted to settle it out of court. Yeah, in well, this um, other thing. I fired a guy who was working for me, and he went to a bar. You fired, buddy. Yeah, you fired. Why? What did like he do? Why did you fire a guy? Ah, he was just just fucking around too much. Really. Yeah, I knew you were rich. <laughs> I fired him just for fun. I do it every Christmas. For a goof. I'm bored. Let me fire someone. <laughs> well, when you and Mortimer made that dollar bet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that people's court background Mortimer, music. Mortimer, we're back. Fuck him. <laughs> but I, yeah, I fired this guy, and he went to a bar to, like that afternoon. I fired him first thing in the morning. Well, that's where I would go, too. And he, he went to a bar and was drinking and was t- explaining to the bartender that he had gotten fired. And... Old man Schwergowski's or whatever the fucking name is. He's always on my back. Old man like it's spelled. (laughs) How how much of a dick do you have to be to get fired by Jake? Like, you really got to fuck up. (laughs) Totally got to fuck up. Um, But he, he goes to the bar and he explains to the bartender that, oh, my boss fired me. But before I fired him, like four months before I fired him, I made a bet with him. And I bet him that if he wouldn't shave his beard or trim his mustache for an entire year, I would pay his rent for that year retroactively. And his rent was 400 bucks wow. a month. So I knew you were rich. It was a $4,800 <laughs> bet. And you dance in a circle for two years and I will pay your rent. Such a Jake bet. <laughs> so he goes, he complains to the bartender. And the guy who's bet. sitting next to him at the bar says, hey, my, my roommate is a producer on Judge Maria Lopez. You should take your show. You should take your... Bet. Your cha- your challenge here, your, your lawsuit to Judge Maria Lopez. So he calls a girl who worked for me at the time, and he said, "Hey, Steph, ask Jake if he'd be willing to be on Judge Maria Lopez. The only thing is, they won't accept our case if I don't sue him for real, and I don't have any money to hire a lawyer to sue him." So I was like, "This sounds fantastic." So I called my own lawyer, and I was like, "Josh, I need you to sue me on behalf of an ex-employee." He was like, "What?" <laughs> So he had to file an You action. heard me, Josh. There's no time to waste. And also, grow a beard. I'm just checking the phone. Sorry. Go ahead. So he had to fire he had to file a lawsuit against me, his own client, for them to accept the case. So they accepted the case and they I sued me. myself one time. <laughs> made out pretty good. I did. That's how I got rich. That's how I made all my money. <laughs> So they they call me up and they're like, "Will you be on the show?" And I was like, "Okay, how's it all work?" And you know, what's it what's it pay? And they're like, "Well, there's no pay, but you know, we'll uh, we're, we're going to send a car to your house to pick you up to take us to our studio in Harlem." And I was like, "Oh, so you don't pay any money?" They're like, "No." And I was like, "What what do you do for people who are from out of town?" They're like, "Oh, we fly them in and put them up in a hotel." I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> that's so what like, we that's, did for Richard Lloyd when he was in here. That's right. Great. Great. Can I have um? Can I have the cash value of a flight in a hotel then if I'm going to appear on your show? And they were like, "No." And I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to be on your show." And they were like, "Okay, fine. Nice talking to you." I was like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute. I still want to be on your show." <laughs> So we go on the show, and the uh, whole thing transpires. And if you want to watch it, you can just Google Judge Maria Lopez and the the bet. And <laughs> Google DRI and Judge Maria Lopez. It's actually a great YouTube video. It's but hilarious. The, the best thing was at the end of end of it, uh, we didn't really hate each other. We didn't have a problem with each other. But at the end, they bring us both down in an elevator, and we're in the lobby of this building. And they send Bucky out first, the guy who sued me. And they send him Bucky? out. Bucky? Bucky. So they take him in, in an elevator first. He's outside. I come down in my elevator, and I'm like, I go to walk outside, and the security guard for Judge Maria Lopez tries to stop me. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Why you, let me go outside. And he's like, no, no, you can't go outside. And I was like, yes, I can. I want to go outside. <laughs> I tried to Google this. I get Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway make headlines for steamy love scenes. No. I also have popular Mario Lopez videos. 
<laughs> go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and just type in Judge Maria Lopez. Oh, go to YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So we... I am on YouTube. We're down in the lobby of the building. Because you, you wrote Judge Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> I did write Mario Lopez. That was in my... That was in my... Uh, saved in my Google search quay. What are you searching about Mario Lopez? Nude. Pictures of Mario Lopez. What are you searching, Mario? Mario Lopez acting school. What it the audio, fuck are we doing it? It auto filled Mario Lopez tastefulness. Mario Lopez's acting <laughs> school is actually just a wood shop. Judge Mario <laughs> Lopez, hot or not? It's a bunch of guys standing around like, hey, uh, where's Mario? They're like, oh, he'll be here soon. Don't worry. Just, just, just enjoy the acting classes. He's on his way. <laughs> that was in your what? It's better than AJ Slater gangbang, which is the it. other thing. That was, that was in your what, John? This is six minutes long, though. Is it good for the air? His former employer, Jake Supinarowski, $2,000 for bailing out on a bet. Noah says Jake challenged him to go he for a year Zach without his hair <laughs> or his beard. The dude but who claims, he's suing even is though like, he's held up his end of like the, the bargain, Bigfoot. Jake's refusing to pay. Jake argues he fired Noah a few months after making the wager. Fuck Noah. So since he can no longer monitor his behavior, Let all bets are off. That's right. Now, Judge Maria Lopez hears the case off. Wait, so you, didn't, you didn't like uh... a hairy wager. <laughs> oh, it's so good. You got to let it play. Welch on a bet? Oh, I did not welch. Then well, if you fired the guy, why not just pay the bet anyway? What's it? Because they decided to do this together. I offer it. Well, well, it's, it'll it come play, up in the video. But when I fired oh, him, I man. paid him for the time of the, the three months that he had had not shaved. Uh, I don't you understand. You are suing uh, Mr. Sufanarowski because oh, you look state at, she that you had it. a bet with him that you if she's you didn't naked cut underneath your that hair gown, year, no pants, he would pay your rent for that year. Correct? That's correct. My hair and my beard. Uh, your hair you gotta and your see beard. this guy. He looks like and, uh, uh, <laughs> that amount of rent would have been two thousand dollars to date. Correct? Like Grizzly Adams. Yeah, that's what you're suing for is two thousand dollars. His rent was two thousand dollars for the year. Up to that point. That, uh, you don't owe him that money because you're living on the rocks off boat from his job, and in the now you room. can't monitor the agreement any longer. Yeah. And uh, why did you enter into this agreement? Well, uh, exactly five months ago today. That's a hairy wager, sir. <laughs> this guy looks like uh, <laughs> Robert Redford, like fell into a pool of hair growth hair. serum yeah. or something. <laughs> hey, Jake, uh, under five hundred thousand a year? <laughs> <laughs> Not that year. Under five hundred thousand a year? No, of course not. What am I, a fucking peasant? <laughs> of this movie he saw called Knocked Up, and in this movie, uh, apparently a character makes Jake's a bet rolling his eyes where uh, right his now. friends agree to pay his rent if he does not cut his hair or trim his beard for one year. And I said, "Where'd that guy I get a three-piece suit that from?" That's what I want to know. Immediately extended he had a his Kickstarter. hand, <laughs> and I took it. And to solidify the deal, we wrote up a contract in it's which a thrift we both shop signed. On, uh, and uh, do we have a copy of that agreement? Oh, oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, oh. Can I see it? Check out the bailiff, by the way. Yes, you may. The bailiff is Mario Lopez's cousin. <laughs> really is. I'd like oh, to yeah. note also. Wait, wait, wait! I don't note anything until I read the agreement. Okay. I like the cop, like, waves Starting the guy June off 6th, like he's going to arrest him. Yeah. It's all June a joke 6th, here on 2008. TV. Bucky must in no way Bucky. cut his beard, mustache, or head hair, save for the thin strip above his upper lip, which he is permitted to trim for the sake of kissing ladies and eating. He <laughs> <laughs> entered into this agreement, what? I mean, uh... Now, let me ask you something. You and Bucky, before this is going on, you're like, you know this is happening. It's all 
it's a goof. You know, you, are you in, are you in the lobby like palling around with him? Or you no, hate each other? That's what he was saying before. Since we got fired, since I fired him, you don't have I to point out that him. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Just let him talk. I hadn't seen him since I fired him until we were in in the courtroom. Amazing. Together. It's a bet, <laughs> right? Challenge. And yeah. have you shaved or cut your hair? Did you? Has any? Any of your body here disappeared? This chick's smoking like two packs a day. Only on my upper lip. Have you been kissing girls? I have. <laughs> I don't believe him. You don't think he's been kissing girls? What makes you think that? Look at him. What? Who'd kiss that, who'd kiss that scruffy hippie? <laughs> can't even see. Can't even see your eyes. Would you mind pushing Jake's the like hair back? A character it's one of the ways I can tell whether someone's telling me the truth is by looking into their eyes. Oh, give me another parliament. All right. So, uh, then, so you went give me a kiss, Bucky. And kiss grandma. What happened? Well, um, when I was laid off by Mr. Sufferneroski, which is always because I never have a job. When I was let go by uh, Mr. Sa okay, so you defendant. you were you were fired or let go? Why why would you fire him? Well, because he's a shiftless hippie who's more concerned with getting hopped up on the potweed every day at 4:20 and playing with our Zounds machine than he actually was with doing his work. You sound like a Steve Jobs or something here. You're like a CEO of a horrible company. That's I like great. the guy in the background that makes that gesture. Like, oh, how could he say something? Six hundred fifty thousand like dollars a year. <laughs> Did this happen? September 17th. Okay, and this agreement was entered into in June, correct? All right, and so uh, have you cut your hair since? No, ma'am. No, ma'am, I have not. And uh, why then have you been unwilling, are you unwilling to comply with this now? Well, yeah, when that's I didn't right. let him go, Mr. Morgan received $1,000 severance pay, which was towards the time he spent growing his beard. And I contend that if, I, if he's no longer in my employ and I can't monitor him every day, on a daily basis to know whether he's cut his hair or not, then why should I have to continue with this bet? Good, and how good is he going to monitor whether you cut your hair or not? Your Honor, uh, he was actually not in the office very much at all around the time the bet was made. He's busy on a okay. yacht with and, Jessica and you, Simpson's uh, in the hot tub. <laughs> took pictures of yourself as your hair grew. What did you do? I have many pictures right here that I can show you. Okay, let me, let me see how this progress. progressed. Bring those to I think me. Bucky's got a shot with Judge Maria yeah. Lopez. These pictures yeah, I roll. think she's sweet on Bucky. Yeah, I think They're so, too. Chronolo chronological order. This is how your hair... Who is laughing, This is when you first man. started. Like you just get a little fuzz on the chin. Right, oh, you look so much better with We're now looking hair. at all these pictures of Bucky as he's... Uh, I like the uh, grass <laughs> selfie. Here's yeah. the thing. You know what? You made Fresh a bet. Cut here's, the ver here's the verdict. It's a stupid bet. I mean, geez. I mean, who is Bucky, like, was he a weedhead? <laughs> he was a weed head. Yeah. Anything else? Coke? Did y'all hopped up on goofballs? I didn't pay him enough to do coke. Where did, Where was he working for you? What's the company? Roxoff? It was at Roxoff, yeah. And is he a uh, Brooklyn resident? <laughs> he was. Now he's living in Las Vegas, working at the Brooklyn Bowl, Las Vegas. I see. Do you still talk to Bucky? I do. Does really? He, does yeah. he make six fifty a year? You and Bucky are okay? He makes $650 a year. <laughs> yeah. would make a bet. Don't cut your hair for a year except for... You know, you can trim your upper lip for kissing. This is silly. How old are you guys? Check this out. How old are you guys? 34. You're 34. How old are you? 25. And how old are you? Whoa. You know what? I asked oh! the question. Oh! Jake just fucking asked the lady how old she was, and she's the judge. Oh, what are you? And she's old. She was like, I'm only as old as these cigarette butts in my throat. <laughs> you look you were on trial for murder or something for real. You look you were just in there for Bucky. You try for murder. She'll Listen, send you, you away clown. <laughs> Look at her face. She's all pissed off. Best. Oh, 
You one can't affair. ask me how old. Did, now the production team comes up to you and, and the tells bailiff us. tried to tase you. Yeah. <laughs> say stuff bailiff, like that. Look at the bailiff in this bit. It's how much amazing. of this is scripted? Like all, like none of it. None of it. No, nah, we didn't have any no instruction with her or anything. No, nothing. Nobody came up to him. Was like, listen, dude, you know, like go out there and make a scene. Nope. Don't ask her. No, Jerry oh, Springer. You kidding? This was like nine a.m. too. We were the first well, case of the day. I'm the Amazing. judge. I'm timeless, That's ageless. Out, All right. So who who here would uh, would uh, I think Bucky have gets sex the, with the I judge? Think, oh, <laughs> you're gonna ask me who <laughs> I know, right? One. I'm totally in with that. Side she looks she looks like an she looks like a retired porn star. Side like unseen. Looks yes. like she's wearing like the glasses, but she's like. Uh, I'm not qualifying. I'm just going with a yes. Would you give her the no, no, leave him on, dude? I'd, I'd make I'd make her leave him on. I I don't know. I can't see what. Yeah, the, no, no, take him off. You can't see what off. can't see what the body looks like under the robe. I'd uh, fuck her if she was that's wearing a powdered wig. I'd go for it. I'd do it. Ryan, you in? Sight unseen, yes. Because I can't see the monitor. You've been seen her in person. Did you oh, meet yeah. her after? Would you go there? Did if you? She, did if, you? If she had been wearing a powdered there? wig, I would have been all in. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar. I've been with older ladies. They're pretty cool. Patrick Walsh. Tommy. Tommy's with the girl, Silent. the woman from the uh, retirement home. <laughs> Patty, you in or you out? I can't get a word in on this show. Okay, I'm all knowing and aging. Look, there you go. In or out, Pat? Oh yeah. Okay, here's it. the problem. Entered into in June. We are now only a few months into it. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't become ripe. Okay, until June of '08. You can't sue when you have an agreement and it's to be completed within a certain period. This is an anticipatory. <laughs> She's fucking sucking on. This is not legal at all. I know. She practices carbon law? monoxide all day. This is a this is an anticipatory uh, suit. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced everyone just makes shit up as they go along. Judge Wapner was a real fucking judge. This is a travesty. Do not infinitely uh, her. He hasn't breached yet. <laughs> the breach for him doesn't occur until after the year. And then he has to pay you. And then I'd like if he to be breached. You, that's when you have a cause of action. You want to breach brunch? Maybe we'll with see me? you in a year, okay? Breach your, your chase is dismissed. Oh, oh, it is. Jake, you won, right? Bullshit. <laughs> take it easy, Bucky. You got nothing. Did you pay him? The beauty of the case, no, I didn't pay him because I didn't have to, but the beauty of the case was that if he had won, they would have paid cover, yeah. the judgment. So I was like, yeah, right. I'll come on the show. I'm, right. If I lose, yeah. I'm not going to have to pay anything. But, but would, it you turns split, out, would you have split it with him? Of course not. Oh. Well, he would have had to split it with me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you? Would you have? Would you have? I would have forced him to. Yeah. Absolutely. I would have been like, I'll hire you back if you split it with me, and then I would have fired him the next day. Jay, I you... think the real story is that you hired somebody named Bucky. Well, <laughs> you were I named that he was. I named him Bucky. I well, named him it Bucky says here Bike on your Messenger. resume, you have experience being called Bucky. His real name was Noah. Noah Morgan. Noah Morgan's. Can you translate this for me? This. Uh... Well, the 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 beauty of the uh, Maria out. Lopez. I wish I had Googled her beforehand because Tommy's looking her up right now, and it turned out she was an actual judge in Massachusetts who got involved in this crazy scandal because she let a pederast, uh, a pedophile, she let him off for raping a child. It says oh. here, Ju Judge Lopez, who was angered by the presence of members in the media, uh, proceeded to upbraid the prosecutor as she suspected he had alerted the press during her outburst. She Isn't angered... that ironic? Yeah. She, uh, during her time, when you get home, Google upbraid or whatever that was. She angered members of the victim's family by referring to the case as, quote, a low level offense, even though it was a rape case. Judge Lopez's decision also angered residents. And, uh, the it's a low level offense. We're on the floor. She's liberal. Mm. She ended up having to step down from being an actual judge because of that case. And then she went on to daytime the, television. And then she started to work it out on the People's Court. Did she 
resigned in 2003. Jake, is it true that you've been on the show America's Got Talent? I was, yes. <laughs> Were you spinning plates or juggling or something? It like was that? for my band Tragedy, the all-metal tribute to the Bee Gees. Now, you founded this band, and you've since left this band, and uh, Joel Frost has left the band. And uh, Who's left in the band? Uh, five guys Dave, with no American talent. Phil. <laughs> All right, so you go on America's Got Talent. What did David Hasselhoff think of you guys? He wasn't on at the time. Wow. It was uh, Piers Morgan, uh, Howie Mandel, and Sharon Osbourne. I heard Howie Mandel won't shake hands. Did you try and no, shake hands? He's, he's a, a big germaphobe. Yeah. And it turns out, like, right before we went on, I had used his bathroom, and I pissed all over the toilet seat. Because that's what I do. I didn't know it was his bathroom. And then I watched him walk into the bathroom, and then someone was like, one of the PAs was like, why Why were you in Howie Mandel's bathroom? And I think he realized that the guy from the band had just peed on his toilet ring. And um, we got three thumbs down. Out of how many thumbs? Uh, uh, six thumbs total, right? Ostensibly, they had six thumbs. But Come on over here, chunk of shit. Another yeah, perfect score. We didn't make it past the opening day, and they actually cut us from the uh, the broadcast. They never put us on TV. <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. Probably because they would have had to pay for the Bee Gees song. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's like I. Uh, you sure. Know. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I did though manage to. In the band, we were covered with glitter, yeah. and I was told not to touch Nick Cannon after we came off the stage because <laughs> he was going to ask us about, oh, what do you think about getting thrown off. And we we used to wear so much glitter, like we we made strippers look like Mormons, and so when I found out we were off, I was like, oh okay, nothing bad can happen to us now. And Nick Cannon went to shake my hand, and I just fucking grabbed him, and he was wearing this like you know five thousand dollars suit that Mariah Carey bought him, and I left him covered with glitter, and uh, nobody was pleased with that. That shit doesn't come off, man. I tell you right now, that doesn't not come off. How did you end up on the show? Uh, they he has talent. They they emailed me. Three years, two years before we were on the show, and they emailed me and they said, "Hey, would you like, to, would your band like to be on America's Got Talent?" And I was like, "Absolutely!" Like, okay, what what do we do? And they're like, "You have to come to SIR Studios. We're gonna have an open audition day." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like, we're not we're not waiting in line like to do an audition." They're like, "No, no, no. You won't have to wait in line with everybody else. You just you're gonna skip right to the audition process." And I was like, "Okay, well, you know, we need this backline. We need drums. You're gonna get right to the shaming." Guitar amps, and they're like, "No, no, no! You're just gonna, you're gonna show up, and you're gonna, pl we're gonna play a backing track, and you're gonna sing over it." I was like, "No, no, no, no!" no. I like, like the show better when it was called the fucking Gong Show. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Um, you, you're gonna sing to a backing track, and if we like you, then we're gonna put you on the show." And I was like, "No, no, no, no! Like, we're either on your show or we're not." And they're like, "No, no, you have to come audition." I was like, well, "We're not interested. Like, put us on your show or not." Uh, tragedy swinging the big dick uh, around the music industry there. Yeah, the, yeah that's, it's not quite the music industry. But they, they called us the next year. Somebody else emailed me. And I was like, okay, well, we're, I said, we're not interested. And they were like, why not? And I was like, give me a call. So they called me. I was like, look, we went through this last year with another producer. And we're, you know, we're not coming to one of these fucking stupid auditions. So they're like, well, what do you mean? Everybody auditions. And I was like, wait, why are you calling me? Like, why, why do you think we would be good for your show? And she says, uh oh, well, we've seen your videos on YouTube. And I said, okay, cool. Like, if you've seen us already, then we'll be on your show. We're either going to be on your show or we're not going to be on your show. And she's like, it doesn't work that way. I was like, cool, we're not interested. And then she called me back about 30 minutes later. She's like, okay, you can be on the show. We're taping at the Hammerstein Ballroom in front of a live crowd, wow. and you can just be on the show. And I was like, cool, then we'll just be on the show. And then we went and we appeared on the show. <laughs> and they all hated us. Piers Morgan actually told us after our performance, you've heard of the band Tragedy. All right, you've heard of you've heard of the Bee Gees song uh ah well, too much heaven. You should change the name of your band to Too Much Hell. And then we went Clever. to the U 
We wow, went to the, what a genius. What a comedic yeah, genius. We went on tour in the UK a couple months later, and our tour poster was like, tragedy, all metal tribute to the Bee Gees, and a big quote that said, You've heard of Too Much Heaven. You should call your band Too Much Hell. Piers Morgan. <laughs> you know what? Uh, the uh, you know all metal tributes to the Bee Gees. I got to be honest with you. It sounds like hell to me. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like an awful idea. <laughs> it does. And now, so you 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 leave this band? Why? Um, well, what you were talking about earlier. Did you realize the- that the music is terrible? <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's some good Bee Gees, John. Come on, you can't get into little Bee Gees. No, nah, the band was fantastic. No, I love the Bee Gees. It really was fantastic. It turned out to be really good. We ended up putting out two albums. We did six tours of the UK. We we're doing really well. We we're doing well in England, but back here, like you were talking about earlier, people are calling you, asking you to put set up the show. Like as a concert promoter, I got us a lot of gigs, and then once we started doing well, we sold at the Bowery Ballroom, Highline Ballroom, Brooklyn Bowl, and then I started telling the venues, okay, how much are you going to pay us to play? And they're yeah, like, I've seen uh, uh, these shows that you guys played, like thousands of people. It's insane. Yeah. And then you have Tommy Rockstar running up uh, up and down the stairs in a dress, <laughs> That's jumping all around like I'm, you know. Despite what the judges said, what did the uh, how did the audience react? The audience was going fucking bananas. Right. There was like, ju- so who was the judge who voted uh, yes? None of them. None. All three uh, voted us no. I think crap. they made that decision before. Motherfuckers. You guys were I actually, I, I actually don't think so because rather. we were there the day before we performed. And the producers were filming all these scenes with us, more and more interviews. I was doing the interviews. They're like, this is gold. This is gold. So we thought we were a lock. And then we walked out there, though, and we were, we walked out onto the stage and we were what acting like do? we had already won. Tragedy? We did Staying Alive. Uh, okay. Uh, but we walked out there like we had already won before we even performed. And the crowd jumped out of their seats when they were finished and they're chanting, Vegas, Vegas. Because if you won that round, you got to go to Vegas. In is the there next like round. a YouTube video of this or something? There's got to be Jake, no, though. There's, that's never been released because it wasn't on the show. So How about you guys just playing somewhere. Staying Alive? Is that on there? Yeah, that's on there. Tragedy, Metal, Bee Gees, Staying Alive. I'm Google. trying to hear this. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Pat's trying to fix my microphone. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> that's I not your that's... microphone. It's all stripped. <laughs> oh. Got to get a new microphone stand. Looks like he's trying to fix your zipper. <laughs> A lot of things to get to uh, this evening on Live from the Bronx. I didn't know Call we all had to stop talking because... 718-577-2716. <laughs> I'm dying to see how this I can't believe we haven't out. had one caller all night. That's really rare. I'm just going to hold your microphone Usually we have 17 people on the phone and they're all screaming at each other. Even our caller that was supposed to call didn't call. There it is. There's the tragedy all metal tribute to the Bee Gees. Now, Jake, you're you're faking it throughout this whole thing. You never sang or played guitar, but no. you but Why you pretend I? to be this lead singer and play guitar. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> oh, double time. Pick it up, boys. That, that's Joel on drums, right? No? Yes. That's Joel Frost on drums. Thank you, Pat. Uh, Jake, is it true that you fell off a sixth-floor building and lived? Uh, my first ever visit to New York, yes. How's that happen? Excuse me, one second. Cool. Caller, you're on the air. Good evening, gentlemen of the ride. Who is this? 
Mario? Mario? The man who doesn't have a microphone, so I'm just going to sit here on my phone. Well, you better get over here. We're playing poker. Are, are you outside of the barrage right now, like on the other side of the door? No, no, I'm home. I have a new system. And Tommy has a guest. I stay home and drink more. You said you'd be here at 930. I'm glad that you didn't I, show up. But, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. We have a secret code now, John. Well, I didn't Did get you any. get my secret message? No. I didn't send it to you because you told me you're going to have a guest. By the way, it's quite entertaining. What's that? Spider Stacy? That's quite quite entertaining. Oh, thank you. Jake, I, this I sounds great, I an episode of America's Got Talent. You're a bunch of chooches. Chucho, that's that's the show joke. I like this it. man has done it all. How dare you? I know. I'm quite. I, I'm like. I like listening. My battery's died, so I had to stop listening. Did for you a while know that uh, Jake is close friends with Dick Dale? I'll be there before he leaves. What time? How long are you guys running out there? Till five minutes before you, you get here. <laughs> have <you played> the, <laughs> I love it. Have you played the Ryan game? We're about to. Let's move on with the game. Well, why don't you just leave me on the air? I want to play. Yeah, no, that's not going to You happen. already lost. Look in the mirror. <laughs> Come on. Let me play. <laughs> let me play. It's up to Ryan. I, I think we need to take a break first. Yeah, let's take a break. Do we? <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break. Come back with the Ryan game. Mario, uh, you can just, by the by the time we're done with the break, just drive over here. Get over here. Uh, I'll try, Captain. I'll try. Good evening and good night. All right, let's take a break. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll be back with the Ryan game right after this. They're walking around with their head in the clouds. Makes no sense at all. I have no music. Live from the Barrage with your host, John Houlihan and Dave Harrison. Only on Livestream.com. I can't, we can't, we can't play a new song tonight. If the stereo doesn't work, how are we going to play a new song tonight? I'm back. 
sir. Live from the Broads. Here's a special treat. Here's some station IDs. <laughs> that, uh, that have been Hi, this is Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Amazing. You're listening to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> Do that shit again. Hi, this is Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Hi, this is Clark Gable, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Hi, this is Woody. <laughs> what is it? Sunyi? Oh. <laughs> And you're listening. <laughs> no, go up pretty good. Right. Hi, this is Woody. And Sunyi. Probably no one's listening to live from the barrage. Hi, this is Bob Ojeda from the New York Mets. <laughs> and you're listening to live from the barrage. Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Bob Ojeda. Only on live stream. Checking in. Hi, this is Bruce Jenner. And you're listening to live from the barrage. Hi, Mike this is Courtney Love. And Kurt Cobain. And you're listening to Live from the Bridge. There is a little Nirvana tribute. Hi, this is former UN Secretary General and noted Nazi Kurt Waldheim. And you're listening to Live from the Bridge. There he is, Kurt Waldheim Jr. Very misunderstood now. Very misunderstood. I love these station ideas. Hi, this is former UN Secretary General Kurt Waldheim. I can't believe we have this star, kind of star power. I know. We've never had a noted Hi, Nazi. this is former UN Secretary General and noted Nazi Kurt Waldheim. There he is. We've had and noted, you're listening to Live from the Barrage. We've had noted, noted racist, Fridays, but not noted 8 Nazi. Eastern. How do you become noted as a Nazi? I think it has to be in Wikipedia or something. Uh, like after three deaths, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you That's not us laughing. Hi, this is... <laughs> this is the best. I love this. And Hi, this... <clears throat> I gotta just say... To Hi, cut, this is Metal Lark Lemon. To cut, to cut this up... <laughs> To cut this up, which I really was my original idea to cut these up into segments, is to do the whole bit in injustice, I think. And you're listening to live. Like, Hi, this is Meadowlark Lemon, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. It's Meadowlark Lemon. Hi, this is Al Capone. And William Faulkner. Do that, and this is. Yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Al Capone. And this is William Faulkner. And you're listening to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> That's our biggest get so far. Oh, yeah. Al Capone's big. I was thinking of Hi, Faulkner. this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Barrage and the Live Fury. from the Barrage. Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Only on Livestream.com. 
I'll be back. Schwartz thing with the plug. Hi, this is Charo, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Coochie, 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 coochie. coochie. That's the best. Choochie, choochie. Choochie, choochie. Good evening. This is Stephen Hawking, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Not even an attempt. He sounds good nowadays. Yeah, he sounds pretty good. He must that be voice, that voice thing, yeah. He's, his voice became Hello, leaps and bounds. This is Pele, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. <clears throat> Hello, this is Pele, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Hi, this is James Earl Ray. This is Michael. This is Randy. This is Jackie. This is Tito. This is Marlon. And this is Jermaine. <laughs> and we're the, the Jackson, Jackson Five. <laughs> You're listening to Live from the Bread. There was at least six people in that. Hi, I'm Mary Kate. And I'm Ashley. We're, we're the, the Olsen, Olsen twins. <laughs> and you're listening to Live from the Barrage, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, oh only God. on Livestream.com. See you later. <laughs> well. Hi, this is Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Hi, this is Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence and third president of the United States. And you're listening to Live from the Barrage. A lot of traffic. Fridays, 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, Thomas Jefferson. Goes to the fucking plug, the live stream plug, Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's the funniest shit ever. Like, Thomas Jefferson would never say that. There's a lot of vehicular about traffic my for radio 1776. Show. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson actually invented the phrase dot com. Did it? Well, what I think is. I, I thought he was more of a dot net man. I just right? picture Bradley R. Weisenberger in like a, a blonde, in one of these powdered wigs, like. Hi, this is Thomas Jefferson. He's in front of a computer and he's looking up the websites. <laughs> Hi, this is Aaron Burr. Let me do that again. Third president of the United States. Yes. No, you're up, buddy. You're everyone's up. We were rambling in the background. So. Yeah, where you're up enough where we're I'm playing a bit. You understand? Yes, sir. Radio. Okay. I got. Let's it. move on. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen here. This one's going to be good. There's only 30 seconds left. This is probably the Hi. last one. Greetings. <laughs> this is Thomas Jefferson. Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> fuck. Greetings. This is Thomas Jefferson, author of the... Indi <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Greetings. This is Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence and third president of the United States. And you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on Livestream.com. There you go. There he is, nice. Thomas Jefferson, yeah. third president of the United States. What Checking a plug. in. Yeah, oh, my that God. Big plug, Holy yeah. cow. Well, that's the big, that man. That's the biggest one we've ever had. <laughs> there he is, Thomas Jefferson. Hail to the chooch. Hail to the chooch. He's moving on up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a treat. Thank you, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jeffertron. <laughs> I like that he's like, hi, this is Thomas Jefferson. And then they're like, no, the, you know, let's go with like greetings. This is Thomas Gaust, Jefferson. Gaust wrong tronth, bro. <laughs> Salutations. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, am I? Was that your Jim Norton wrong impression? Tron, bro. 
All right, what do you guys want to do? Jim play a Ryan game? Yeah, let's move on with hey, uh, the game. Hey, Jake, uh, do you want to stick around and play some Ryan game with us? For a oh, while? yeah, I'm here to win. You, all right. Oh, oh big talk, challenge. baby. Big talk. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's your buzzer, Jake, the yellow. Just block. when you thought you had all the answers, I changed the questions. All right. Every week, Ryan, Ryan's nice enough to come up with a trivia game for us. We don't know what it's going to be. We have no idea what he's going to do. And we're up to you. Ryan, you have the floor. I am going to start this game with whiskey again. I hope this is about figure skating because that's what I brushed up on. No, it's Oksana Bayul. I did so much research on this freaking guest who never called in. And I go, I don't have to research Jake. I have all the bullet points in an email. And Jake will probably be shot out of a cannon. I won't have to do anything. And I was right. Can we get shot out of a cannon here? Yeah. Cool. What are you doing? Are you unplugging my Budweiser sign to plug your... Uh... I can't see my questions while that thing's on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to turn I it off. My eyes while that thing is on. Well, you, you know, it has a switch. You could just pull the string there. I pull can't. the string. I go for the source. I can't. I, it's radio. You don't have time to figure these All things right. out. Ryan, what do you have for us this week? What's the game? You have to... In this game, you have to determine what the missing word is. I'll read you uh, a bunch of... Uh, Questions from each category. And Hannibal. It's a buzzing game, and uh, you have to determine what the missing word is. And in the first game, we're going to play, what is the missing word from the Christopher Walken movie? Oh, all right. You can give me Holy a little heads shit. up on that, and I can pull up some sound. Eggplant. <laughs> you, you're part eggplant. You got two choices. <laughs> you can never do that again, <laughs> or you could die. Go touch yourself. <laughs> Ten to six. Oh, God. I believe it violates <laughs> the quality of life laws. Touchy-feely. All right. What do we got? Station identification. <laughs> you better tune in. All right. So I'll read the Christopher Walken movie with the missing word. Hey, smack of the tush. Uh and you tell me what that is. The eyes will fill up with water. Your pain will shoot through your brain. You'll never have a better pastry. <laughs> Who's that again? What guy was that? Mr. Uh, King? That's, that's Christopher Walken. You know, Lulu Boyle. <laughs> uh, John Ferry, our friend who comes in once in a while to do Christopher Walken, but he's completely uh, unstable, so we don't have him in anymore. <laughs> and we're we we never know how he's going to show gig. up. <laughs> How's that sound? Nice little loaf. Take home to mom. There he is, John Ferry, as Christopher Walken. The best Christopher Walken impression in Queens, New York. <laughs> Tough to do. Hands down. But can he dance like Christopher Walken? You know, it's easy. It's an easy impression once you see somebody else do it, but he's the master. Okay, Ryan. Ryan, quick right. question. Are we doing the lockout thing again? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Right. Yeah, there was this guy who was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. I don't have a... His name is Dugan, like isolated. Christopher Walken movies. All right, ready? Here I we go. I fancy a nice game of bad gammon. That's impeccable. I got to say, it's an excellent no, impression. Because Ryan, Ryan's going to hit his button, and then we can buzz in. Right. I'm going to hit my button. I, right, I got high with Miles Davis, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. I'm getting off the walk, and I'm going back to your page of uh, sound. That's it's going to be a while before we get off the walk. Oh, no. What should I do? Oh, I know what to do. Just, buzz just, just don't throw it in there anytime. It's going to be tough. No, I'm gonna I like walking move. dumps. I know what to do. I need to move the Ryan game over here. Then I gotta bring up the. Okay, I know what to do. I can run a radio show. Give a fuck. <laughs> Here we go. Batman blanked. What? Oh, wait, we have buzzers? Where do I got buzzers? Go. What, what does that question mean? <laughs> I don't even know what wait. that means. What's you the... gotta fill in the blank. Begins. Pat, begins is correct. 
Well, you got to be kidding me. How is that a Christopher? We got lots of questions. Don't worry. How is that a Christopher Walken related question? Returns. These are Christopher Walken movies. Yes, Frank. We're playing cards tonight. Okay. (laughs) Frank checking in the chop chat box. Blank of Fury. I'm not even on my shit. Pat. Fists. God damn it. Wrong. Tommy. Balls. Balls is correct. Fist of Fury is a fucking Bruce Lee, buddy. Check and make sure that my thing's working. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it's not. Oh. There you go. Dave gets a point. We'll give Dave an honorary point. I'll give me a half a point. <laughs> That's going to fuck you up later when you get a half a you point. You got a half a point. I'm going to win by half a point. The blank Why? Well, you didn't clear it. I clear it after no, I read he it. clears it after he reads it. Go ahead. Uh, what was the question? The blank wives. What is that? That's not Stepford. Stepford's correct. It's an outrage. I'm never fixing your mic. This again. is some bullshit. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't. He's still not clearing it. Pay attention. Right. After I read the works. question, That's I how clear he's it. Done it the last three times. Is, <laughs> until he's finished if you quit playing with hey, your Pat, sound, I mean, me to tell you this for a couple weeks. Go fuck yourself. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> with all due respects. Yeah. I'm gonna take my no offense. I'm gonna take my microphones and my compressor. You don't have any microphones. I don't know what this dream you think of this this fantasy. Are you, you renting set all this from, from Pat Co? Is he renting? You renting all this? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. How's your oh, mother? My, my, oh wait, you're, yeah. you're right. I've been speaking into Pat's mic the entire <laughs> for a year and a half. And now that I think about it, sorry. sorry. And the and the compressor. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Blank, dirt, John, Joe, Joe. Ah, correct. Ding. You're the best. Around. Because you stole it. Who's scoring this? Ryan is. So right here. Dave has a half a point. Okay. See, see this is the kind of task Mario should be tasked with, you know. <laughs> and you should be able to run the show without having to worry about it. I got it all worked out finally after two years. Yeah, why isn't Mario the intern? Totally God intern. help us. You just want to be the uh, penultimate intern. <laughs> Blank. Blues. Bell bottom. Wrong. <laughs> Dave. Varsity. Wrong. Come on, Bell bottom blues. Enough with the Clapton. Christ- Christopher Walker movies. Blank blues. Hmm. Who is Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Three, two, one. Biloxi is the right oh, answer. What was he like, a s- sergeant or some what shit? was the though? seventh biggest state in Mississippi. You got two choices. <laughs> Next stop, blank, village. I got nothing. Hey, uh, Pat. Greenwich. Greenwich is correct. Touchy feely. A view to a blank. Come on, am I shit? Is, this is bullshit. Kill. Kill is right. Come on. He's in a James Bond movie? Yeah, he was the yeah. villain. Get the fuck he out He wasn't the Bond girl? He's in every movie. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Wait, time out. Don't you? Right. you guys hit the buzzes. Go, like... Goldfinger, uh, to live and let die. <laughs> it's like Hungry, um, Hungry Hippos. Dawn of the Day, Living like Daylight, like... Um, <laughs> Thunderball, um, Moonraker. The only movie he wasn't in was Bell Bottom Blues. <laughs> Bell Bottom Blues, something flip a flabby. Blank of New York. Come on, man. I'm not even... I'm you're not playing you're before I... They took my thumbs, Johnny. Blank Crashers. John. I'm going to say wedding because I'm just going to buzz in every time. I haven't seen that stupid movie. I'm going to Vince Vaughn boycott. He's got a new one called Delivery Man. Oh, the, it sounds hilarious. The Dogs <laughs> of Blank. War. 
I was. I had it. This is bullshit. You hit before the buzzer. No, but Jake got it. No, Wait, but the whole now it? the whole game depends on when, when Ryan clears it, which it's is nonsense. Been like that. Yeah, well, it beats. sucks. It sucks. All right. Okay, let's go back to the other way. No. Ready? There's no. This is the fairest way. The blank hunter. Deer. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. Deer. Have you ever seen the deer hunter? I bet you haven't. I haven't. Tommy was too busy seeing deer tick. Tommy, you were busy seeing deer tick, and you should be watching the fucking deer hunter. Cause it's one of the best movies ever made. That's a Robert De Niro. Have you flick, ever tried right? to get Tommy to sit still for three and a half hours? <laughs> You're looking at it. Only yeah, once, but he got away. <laughs> he escaped my restraints. That's what you get for using cheap. Duct Tommy, tape. sit down. Stop with the phone and watch the deer hunter I'm for not... three hours. Oh, okay. Put the phone in your pocket. Watch the deer hunter. Last one in this category. Blank Hall. Osmond Hall. See, and this is why the buzzers work like that. Dan Dan Chris Hall. Annie. Annie Hall's right. Pederast. Yes, I agree with you. Fuck that guy. Let's, uh, let's change like, categories. Oh, let's sit around and watch Woody Allen movies and drink fucking Zinfandels. Get the fuck out of here. The guy's brunch. having sex with kids. I don't care what you what say. What the fuck did Zinfandel do? Allegedly. All right. The, the only thing category. you should drink with Woody Allen is a nice Chianti. Jake Zinfandel joining us. <laughs> name Just the, like it's spelled. Name the blank word in the selected Simpsons episode title. Oh, here title. we go. Krusty. Don't fear the blank. Pat. Repo? Wrong. Oh, good choice. Good though. guess. Yeah. Good guess. Jake. Reaper. Wrong. Anybody else? Mm, it's got to be a pun of some sort. <laughs> By the way, I just Dave? saw a Simpsons episode. Uh, Peeper. Wrong. I don't know. Creeper. No, no. Jeeper. Roofer. Don't fear the roofer. Don't fear the roofer. Nobody's got that. I saw a Simpsons episode yesterday. I came downstairs. My, my kids are watching. You know the couch gag? It was a John Crickfalusi couch gag. It was all Ren and Stimpy shit. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, I've seen that one. It was awesome. I think he drew it. Yeah. It's it's from a couple years ago. Recently, yeah. they've been going with a big uh, And that was pretty badass. Yeah, okay. That was good. I did like that. Uh, a fish called blank. Come on, man. You got to be kidding me. Pat. Oh, this is a pun. Not really. I'm out. Oh, I thought you'd be all over that, Pat. Was Christopher Walken in this one? Dave? Uh, Blinky? Nope. John? A fish called Thelma? Oh, I can't give it to you. <gasps> oh, you're an idiot. Selma. A fish called Tonawanda. You already gave an answer. <laughs> Why do you? Fish called Mo. Tommy? Man, Mo. I thought I had the brilliant nope. answer of the lifetime. Jake, you want to throw one in there? Desire. That's a U2 song. God Fish damn, called John, Desire. you were so close. Selma. Selma. I said Selma. You said Selma. Patty and Selma. Motherfucker, that's who I meant. said the answer out loud, and you two chooches didn't get it. I know, that was the worst. I didn't hear that. Blinky was an awesome fucking guest, by the way. Hats off. Marge versus the blank. Pat. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, now who's the buzz asshole? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Tommy. Monorail. Monorail is correct. Oh, Tommy's got it. Monorail. Monorail. What's it called? Monorail. Oh, shit. Wow, he got down here fast. I got a tag team partner now. Welcome, Mario. The ring came off my pudding can. Use my pen knife, my good man. Is there a chance the track will bend? Not in your life, my handy friend. 
Were you sent here by the devil? No, my friend, I'm on the level. <laughs> Good sir. Mono. All right, come on. E pluribus blank. Unums. Wrong. No S. Wrong. Oh, it's a pun. I forgot about the pun part. <laughs> take, why don't you take another hit? <laughs> you know, why don't you take another hit? Of lewds. Cheerleaders. No. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I got mad at Dave uh, last week for eating my last slice of pizza. Oh, I And bad. I texted him at three in the morning like, you ate my pizza? You brought pizza here with you. Yeah, and then Ben Smith ate my pizzas. <laughs> That's at three in the morning so, when you like really, really want one. I fi- yeah, I know. Everyone does. So I figured out. A, a, right before a the Nirvana simple, show. A simple rule, gentleman's rule. Uh, you guys can have whatever you want that's in there. Just if there's one of whatever's left, leave me the one. Like, if there's one thing left, I want that. So, so do I get John Robert I, or Aiden? I'll, I'll take that <laughs> to heart. Yes. If the guy who picks up the last slice of pizza, you're a fucking, you're, you're the worst in the Holocaust. Does man. that just go for one, one six-pack left? You know my family? No, just one, one uh, well, that's a different story. My family, they take the last slice and they cut it into half, and then they take that half and cut it to half so that everyone feels bad. Oh, they and really then they it. mail it to Croatia. Uh, and- it's a pizza afterlife. <laughs> Rockstar's ashes, it's the worst. It's the saddest book. <laughs> e pluribus Jebediah. No. All right. All right, deep blank Homer. Deep space Homer. Yep. That's right. That's right, John. I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was going to be dicking. Right. I was going to say fried. Can you edify me on the rules of this competition? Is it no, Jack. It's called you don't you're watch not Simpson, so you're out. Listen, I took a shit. I wiped stood standing up. I smoked some weed with your wife, and I'm still here. You tell me what the game is That's about. That's Tommy's microphone, sir. <laughs> Which microphone is that? <laughs> don't cut me off. Again. The pink one. What the pink one? That's it. I'm going outside and calling in. <laughs> you going to call in as a guest now? Oh, here comes the next one. Helter blank. Jake. Felt felter. Nope. Felcher. Well, I, I would that would be better. Yes, than the answer I got. Skinner. Nope. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's tough. Anybody else? Three, two. From crisp coating. Tommy. Helter Belzer. It's the show about Richard Belzer. It's a song. Chalmers. Nope. <laughs> Helter Chalmers. That show was called the Hulk Hogan Headlock. Like, you know, they sit around and have meetings all day. I don't think Helter Chalmers was <laughs> shot down immediately, and that guy was fired. It's Helter Shelter. Uh, all right. Is that when the hurricane? No, that's Hurricane Nettie. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Marty, Kyle, all getting out in the chat box. <laughs> Kyle saying Helter Seltzer first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, at Dave's wedding, we're hiring a clown. His name's Helter Skelter. No, it's Uncle Magic. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I already paid that motherfucker. Here it comes. Doug Hennings. Much much blank about nothing. Much apu about nothing. Very good, sir. Very yeah, good. baby. You know. Take it easy. Around. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. Got paid off the buzzing in before I knew the answer. Bart versus blank. Pat. The monorail. No. <laughs> monorail. I got monorail. Anybody else? Blank. Uh, Bart versus the blank. volcano. Nope. <laughs> that's the second time that's come up tonight. It's got to work eventually. Uh, Sideshow Bob. Nope. Anybody else? I, got, I really. I got nothing. Lisa. The school nope. of Ed. You're wrong, Tommy. The Board of Ed? 
The answer is Bart versus Australia. Oh, Australia. Oh. Great episode. Dovey's in the chat box, our only Australian listener, not getting that. Kazookas <laughs> is going to come over there and punch you in the face. Last one. And I bend over, scream into my ass. What do I... <laughs> You know what? The sad thought that came to me the other day, as much as as Kasuga probably wants to come visit us, he probably would have rather had a Kickstarter to go see Dovey. That's a lot of Kickstarter, dude. Oh yeah, he loves Dovey. Those guys are meant to be together. But that probably like he probably like secretly thinks like that's a great consolation prize. I'll love. I'd love to go to live from the Barrage, but I'd rather go to Australia. Did they ever meet? I don't know. Well, you think they uh, met before? I you think, know, yeah. I don't know if Kasuga's still in the chat box, but that's a good question. Which would you rather do? You think you picked Dovey's? I think he would. He's got to be in the chat box. No, well, sometimes he goes to work. Uh, like, he listens for the first uh, hour and a half. Then he goes to, like, like host karaoke or some bullshit, probably. <laughs> but we're going to have him here, and I talked to him earlier. And uh, Kazookas is coming to the barrage, thanks to our, uh, not Kickstarter, fuck Kickstarter, whatever the fuck it's called. Indiegogo or whatever. Yeah, who cares about them? No, anyway. it's GoFundMe, actually. Go fund yourself. Go fund yourself. <laughs> Go fund Go this. Anyway, Kazookas is coming, and uh, I'm thinking July. I think we should do it sooner rather than later. What do you guys think? Isn't the 100 show episode around that? Why don't we bring him for that? No, it's going to be like fucking August or September probably or something. I haven't edited the last four shows. You think I give a fuck? We're really not going to capitalize on that publicity we got from the stir.cafemom.com. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. We got this uh, press today, and uh, like uh, they posted Tommy's video, and this, this, this nice lady wrote this article about it. And, uh, Former editor of Playgirl. And at the bottom, it's like, yeah, hey, listen to Tommy's podcast, Live in the Brush. Congratulations. And it's like a mom's, most of their articles are about like breastfeeding and TMZ. And <laughs> I guess that's where we are. That's the demographic. That's our, that's our niche right there. But that was very nice of her. To, sad to moms. Michelle Zip, she's a nice girl. Yeah, that was cool. I think every every woman that's ever called here is a sad mom. Greg Pym <laughs> says, uh, I get all my music news from Cafe Mom. I can't believe I haven't heard about this. <laughs> that's the stir actually is the name of that that's name. like a sub page of sir the, the stir sir. sir that's the goddamn cafe mom sir <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, reverse hangman take it eight dude that's how that that's how that nirvana video got so many hits because cafe mom and actually vice that both of them linked to that video it's crazy <laughs> it's Tommy has Let's move on how much money do you have right now, Tommy? Five dollars and eighty cents. Oh, you've went up a dime. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Is this the last question of the game? Uh, it's the last one in the category. If you want to keep going, we can. Or yes, not, I want to keep going. All right. <gasps> Dave's been yawning for half an hour. I'm, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm. I'm. Oh really? Yeah. You got nothing? Just no. water. I had water and a diet Dr Pepper. Here, here goes. When Is that a weight thing or a life choice? It's a life choice. Okay. For but, now. but you look good. Thank you. He does. Yeah, I, look I, less, I mean, I, I'm not being a handsome dude. The bloke, dude, I'm kind of attracted to Dave. I'm not even Thank kidding you. around. The bloke goes away really quickly, <laughs> and then it, and then I'm gay. As well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was gay, I totally fucking. I'd like to cuddle with you and and for you to be my man. It's gonna be snoodle I, time. In the I St. love Louis you too. Trip. I'm serious. I, I love you too. I'm not making but, a bit. But I think if I, I think if I had to, if I had to sleep with someone on the show, it would be Pat. I think he'd be. I think he'd be tender, and I think he'd give me a nice gift bag when I left. I'm a caring nurturer. Yeah. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Yes, can I play? Did Mario steal my phone? I was wondering why. That's why I looked over at Tommy to see who was calling. Give me that phone, Mario. <laughs> I'd like to close out the category. Yeah, let's close out the category. <laughs> I like how we figured out how to use an iPhone. Daily double. Everyone's just gonna ignore that I just said I want to fuck Dave, right? Okay. 
I just said I wanted to fuck Pat. <laughs> no, we're, we're fine with it. Okay, I'm good. okay with it. I'm, I'm glad that since we're all going to the right, I want to fuck Jay. You know, in 1991, Nirvana get it on or get out. Pat. Opened up all these doors for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, when blank failed, John, John, you know, it was a good episode. All right, three, two, one, you're out. Pat. Lisa. Oh, good guess. No. Tommy. Comedy writing. That kind of, that's what happened to this show. Millhouse. Nope. The oh, New know. World Order. Yes, you got it. Uh, when the New World Order failed. Still hasn't failed. Is it Duff? Flanders. Flan- when yeah, Flanders, Flanders failed. failed. Mm-hmm. I got the, the left, left Torium, right? Was that the episode? Left arm. The brilliant thing about those Simpsons episodes is they would start the, and spend the first six minutes, you know, <laughs> on something completely ridiculous to get to this plot point, to like channel it into this ridiculous plot point that they're going to use. And the first time you're like, you, you have no idea where that stupid show is going to go. I just looked to the left and swore that I was on a fucking podcast with Dean Martin. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too, Pat, with just a drink got a in his hand. A yeah. of fucking whiskey and a fucking cigarette going. <laughs> this is Dean Martin making a burger for Frank Sinatra. Getting a preview loose. of the uh, new season of Mad Men. I'll have all you guys whacked. And here they are. The kids oh. love them. The Rolling Stones. <laughs> Me and Jake are going to whack all you guys. He's got the money. I know who to partner up with. They're going to have a hair pulling contest after the show. <laughs> what do you got, Jake? 750 <laughs> <laughs> We're going for a cool How bill much? by the end of the show. <laughs> How much did you pay in taxes this year? <laughs> what? How much did you pay in taxes this year? He's going to try and do math. You what should actually those? tell him that. Yeah. No, someone else will do the math. Jake doesn't pay taxes. Don't say that. On Shut the up. App. Bucky pays his taxes for him. Yeah. That's I'm what gonna, I was getting to. I'm going to bet. He pays it in hair. Bucky, tax attorney. <laughs> All right, let's go. It's a new David Spade movie. One more movie. category. One more category. No, Payment right. down let's do quickly. Yeah, fuck it. Let's right. do two more. Yeah, we'll yeah, make I'm it with light, Dave. Lightning round. I have no <laughs> idea where I'm at, score wise or anything. Drunk. I've been drinking whiskey all day. Fuck this radio show. Fuck all of you. All Thanks. day. Jeez. He was completely sober. No, no. I mean, <laughs> since like six <6:30. laughs> thirty. I came uh, out here clean the broad. Uh, anyway, go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I'll run off the slogan. You tell me which state license plate it is. Oh, I'm so uh, in with this. I will fucking kill all of you. Here it goes. Ready? Yeah. They're all round. on the wall. Yeah, they're on the wall. We're going to go fast. Ready? The volunteer state. Dave. New Hampshire. Wrong. <laughs> totally Wrong. not New Hampshire. John. Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, baby. Tennessee volunteers up your ass. Volunteer at what? What are they volunteering at? Who cares? Because he's going to ever keep me down. <laughs> Restringing pedal steel guitars yeah. to bring the rope and find the tree. I'm gonna pay attention oh. now. Oh, you guys are winning. I'm gonna pay attention now. John, I think you're winning. Yeah, no. you got five. Dave's gotta be beat. Now I'm at like two and a half. He's got two and a half. <laughs> How about Jake? Two. One. Jake, Jake's got one. Tommy Rockstar. Pat's got. Three. I'm number one. And Tommy's got three. It's a tight oh, game. Oh, it's Pat. I knew Pat. I thought Pat was beat. Pat always comes up like silent. But I'm sorry, John. You got six. You're damn right, I do. All right, here we go. Let's make it fast. The Big Sky Country. John. What's the, what's the category again? Simpsons episodes. <laughs> oh, really? License plates. Oh, uh, Big Sky Country's Montana. Damn Wrong. it. Yep. Wrong. <gasps> Wyoming. No, I'm sorry. He's right. He's right. Yeah, I'm right. Kiss my ass. 
Oh, I really can't read this. Kiss my Irish hairy I'm going to Budweiser sign behind you. You want to turn it off? That I was a total I, guess. I think I need Mario's reading glasses. I will get every one of these. I'm going to buzz in every time. So let's race. The Land of Enchantment. Land of Enchantment is... Uh, Wrong. Uh, Michael Jackson's Ranch, Neverland. Which is in what state? Is Kansas. Nope. Right. No, we're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, thank you. I'm going to say Nevada. Nope. Nevada, uh, <laughs> I saw them last night. Yeah, he, he went to a secret show. <laughs> Alaska. Ladies and gentlemen, Nevada. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> the whole state is like on stage. Is it too many people? <laughs> We're going to take Anybody a gamble else? here. Um, Three, two, one. I know the answer. Can I just guess yeah, a second ahead. time for no points? Sure. New Hampshire. Nope. No, that's live free or die, sorry. It's like the most famous one. New Mexico. <sighs> Always enchanted when I'm in New Mexico. <sighs> Who is it? Beats the shit out of old Mexico. Oh, yeah, I forgot that place to sucks. <laughs> the Garden State. <laughs> Are we still playing? Dave got it. Fucking jerseys. Oh, take it easy. I'm not hitting any buttons on that. Fuck you, Dave. I wasn't even ready. <laughs> America's Dairyland. Come on! It's, what the it's, fuck? It's John. It's John. That's okay. Wisconsin's. Iowa. No, it's John. And Wisconsin. He's right. He's right. That's where all the milk and cheese come from over there. I hit the Brett Favre twice. makes it by hand. What did you do? Your national history project? On I the know. I milk know, and cheese. Great I, comic. I've I've been studying state models my whole life, my friend at the dinner table. I'm ready for this moment. The Sunshine State. John. The Sunshine State is Florida. Right. This is like. This is rigged. The buying time stage. I swear to God, I thought about this the other day. I go, man, that'd be a good... The problem is, I can't text Ryan and go, no, it'll be a good game. Because he'll never do it. No. The problem is, because then I get a chance to study it, and that's bullshit. That is bullshit. So you gotta just... I'm still waiting for you to make a game for me. Look at Ryan. He looks like Mario with Mario's glasses. If I come up... I can't come up with an idea for the game, because if I tell it to Ryan, then I'll know the fucking answers. That's not fair. The Grand Canyon State. Tommy. Uh, Arizona. Right. That's all they got. Around. I also would accept the fellatio state. The show me state. Come Pat. on, I wasn't ready. I can't believe this. The show me state. Uh, that's got to be Illinois. Wrong. John. What is Missouri? That's right, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show me this. The old Missouri's. Going to be there and soon. And we're going there. Yeah. Show me. Ever keep me down. You're damn right I know my state. Not sharing models. a room with you now. Kick all your asses. Let's uh, go. Let's make this the last one. Ready? <laughs> the first state. John. The first state. What is Delaware? Yes, sir. <laughs> I want the last. There's one more category, isn't there? Yeah, one more category. It's also the first in homicide. How about take it easy or die? That's Staten Island. Well, they secede. How about I get every question except for one wrong in that? No, uh, yeah, because I got it. That's right. No, it's because you stole it from me. You're the best. Because you stole it from me. My God. Give me all the states. I'll do all the models. What is the motto for North Dakota? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, North Dakota? It's fucking cold. (laughs) Why are we here? It's a long motto. It's like takes up the whole license. 
North Dakota, I got nothing like uh, the the Buck Hunt State. <laughs> Duck Hunt is that what you said? Duck Hunt State. <laughs> I ran the uh, Fargo North Dakota half marathon last year. Did you really? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Did you run a marathon like uh, it's not overseas? It's that you did run it. I ran the Athens marathon in Greece. That's the actual marathon. Marathon, right? The first marathon from Marathon to Athens, and holy shit, those things are hard. I'd never the run Greeks? one before. <laughs> Jake found out last minute it was harder than he thought. I bet. I was just running away from them. <laughs> it wasn't a marathon. It was a riot. And everyone's exactly. like, tonight there's going to be a jailbreak. <laughs> you get there and they're like, you're like, what's the entry fee for this? And they're like, uh, it's, uh, it's about a million euro. <laughs> yeah, put on this mess. <laughs> it's more of an exit fee. Right. Here's the, uh, what we have is a bio- Greek biathlon. And uh, here's a Molotov cocktail. You have to throw that at the police after you run 25 miles. Here's your guide, heavy middle Chris. Like, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, the police are in on it. Everything's fine. It's an Olympic event. Uh, Alright, what's the last category? Do you want to do one more? Yes. No! Yes. I win! No, you didn't win yet. How much am I up by? One last one, then we gotta Ryan, go. Ryan, stop oh, taking score. You got eleven? Oh sorry, sorry, because Tommy has to eleven. go. Eleven. I had six before we started. You got eleven now. Tommy's gotta It's a landslide. Tommy's I'm... gotta take the ink All from right, his I'll t-shirt go one press category. and put it back in his printer. I, I fear no man. Let's go. There's uh, novels that start with D. Ready? Yeah, here we go. Fuck. Diamond punishment. <laughs> Looks like we've got the diamond dust. The diving bell and the blank. Oh, sorry. Butterfly. Yes. The diving bell. I can't find my sound. Dave's got four and a half. The divine blank. John. Comedy. Yes. Uh, that's a that's a uh, series of three books. <laughs> that was <laughs> I was written by my neighbor uh, Ron Dantes over there. Dante. He lives down the block. <laughs> the Dharma bump. Oh, I screwed it up. I said it. Bump. Ca- that's bump. cheating, though, Jack Kerouac. Uh, let's skip it. Uh, Doctor Blank. Tom, uh, Dave. I'm Dave. Yes. Shivago. That's Shivago. what I was gonna say. I was gonna this say who. is gonna be my doctor. <laughs> that was bullshit, by the way. The, the buzzer is bullshit on that No, it's not. I'm winning. I'm coming back on this. Don Blank. Pedro. Quixote. Come on, It man. worked. Give me a fucking... No check my buzzer. Draper? Uh, it seemed to work for the, uh, it seemed to work for the uh, states. Wait, wait. I want to I test my buzzer like Dave did before. <laughs> Someone wrote Detroit. Time out. Clear it. <laughs> it works. I was no, going to say, I Joe was horrible. <laughs> Dr. Detroit. Dave thinks Caddyshack 2 is awesome, but Dr. Detroit is awesome. great. Do... Androids dream of blank sleep. Sheep. Electric. Electric is correct. Catching up. The double blank. Penetration. Never. <laughs> double stuff. Pat? Dutch bus. Oh, I Has love Tommy it. told you about the double stuff story? Yeah, no, we don't want to hear it. Okay, good. We, we're disgusted by the whole the idea double bubble. I don't know that song. Double dribble. Double double. Anybody? Double double dragon. Double helix. Double dragon. The double helix. Uh, the double helix. That's by Tom Clancy's. He's good. That's not real literature. <laughs> it's by Watson. Letter. <laughs> Death on the blank. Oh, you said death on the, not death in the? I said death on the blank. Three. Planes. Nope. That's snakes. Tracks? 
Is that your answer? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goddamn right it is. Tommy? Salesman. Nope. Death, Death on the salesman. <laughs> well, he did manage He did manage to go into YouTube earlier, so. Death to false disco metal. <laughs> Death on the salesman. You know, death on the salesman's. Uh, Pat, go ahead, throw something funny out there. Uh, death on the high line. Oh, no. Death on the high line. Death in the park. Death. Chatbox. Chatbox. You, I see you haven't read Death on a Salesman. Uh, what about the chatbox? You got this? Yeah, let's see. I got to look. It's also uh, in my series of classics. Matterhorn. By the waterfront. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> By the, the catcher at the rye <laughs> The okay Gatsby <laughs> Moby penis Other fellow Side of the road Murder on the Rue Morgue <laughs> Notes on underground Catch 20 dose No country for this guy <laughs> On mice and men In the road <laughs> Great on. explorations. <laughs> on in the I air. love great explorations. Great explorations? That That's sense? really good. Great explorations is my favorite. <laughs> Death on a salesman. 20,000 leagues under the Queens. <laughs> Thank you for purchasing the audiobook, Death on a Salesman, in the next uh, you know, 16 weeks <laughs> while you're on your way to work. 20,000 leagues above the sea. Yeah. Oh, Lee Trevino's putting challenge. <laughs> You have selected <laughs> moderately <laughs> sad Gilmore. Power track <laughs> with with mites and men. <laughs> with mites and men. Twenty thousand leagues over the sea. <laughs> with mice and men. This is a this is a game of uh, prepositions, isn't it? I love that's on HBO. I TiVo that shit. Game of prepositions. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, yes, yes Tommy. It's on after girls. Oh, actually, speaking I love of HBO. The I've got some news about Nirvana last night. Oh, oh for God's sake! No, seriously. Um, this is and this is why bass players shouldn't talk during the show, in my, myself included, or ever. Yeah, it's in the middle of it, like a break between songs. Chris Novoselic gets on this crazy rant about hating HBO out of nowhere, and people were looking at him like, "What are you talking about?" But he's like, "You know what? Just fuck HBO. Fuck!" And everyone's like, like half clapping, and he was like, "There's just too much violence on there," and. Go ahead. Not enough suicide. Yeah, and he's like, fuck, I just hate it. I hate people hurting each other. He's like, HBO stands for homicide becomes obvious. And like nobody really got it. And then Dave Grohl picks up the mic and he's like, yeah, now it's a Nirvana show. Yeah, when Chris Novoselic goes nuts, you, you know you're in. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello, sir. Mr. King here. Ah. Chicago. Chicago. Come on over here, chunk of shit. What does it look like? <laughs> Mr. King is the best. Hello, Mr. King. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I, I have a que I have a quick question to ask uh, Tommy Rockstar before he leaves. Okay, Tommy Rockstar. There's nothing quick about a question to Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> Mr. King would like to ask you a question. What's up, Mr. King? So I noticed on uh, Facebook yesterday, last night, you said you were in bed, about to fall asleep, and then you got word that there was a secret Nirvana, quote-unquote, Nirvana show. Yeah, I pulled up to my apartment and was about to put the key in the door, about to go to bed. Key in the oh, door. so you weren't actually in the bed the under the covers when you decided no. to go out to this Nirvana show. Okay, no. all right. Yeah, never mind. Never why? mind. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Done. What? Done. That's why? the end of my question. Thank w you so much. What were you no, going to ask? No, you're not getting away that easy. Come on, Mr. King. Hang out with us for a while. 
Are the covers even oh, yeah, part no, of the yeah, I, I just I feel like once I'm uh, under covers, uh, if I hear there's something going on, it's got to be uh, it's got to be real big. It's a valid question. If I was in bed, I pr- honestly I probably wouldn't have gotten up. But it was in my, I was in my car. The engine was. No, you totally yeah. would have gotten up. I, I would have. Why not? I mean, uh, how, how far away is this uh, venue from your house? Uh, the other thing? About five ten minutes. No, five minutes on a drive oh. cruising. Yeah. Oh, all right. Five yeah, minutes right. if he's hey. driving, ten minutes if he's texting Mr. and driving. King, <laughs> yeah, from my house in uh, Nassau counties, I can get there in about uh you know twelve thirteen minutes. <laughs> it's close. It's every you know it's close. Well, Mr. King, I really okay. I really okay. thought I didn't have a chance to get in. To be honest, I didn't have any ins that I knew of at the time, and then when I got there, it got better as it got in. So it's all really luck, to be honest. Doesn't it always get better as it gets in? <laughs> And it, you know, it kind of helps. That, 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 that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looks like we've got the uh... <laughs> triple entendre there. <laughs> Mister King, I know it's a lot of work, but could you please just stay on the air for every for all four hours? We're on the radio every week, and. Uh, Say it looks like it's got. We've got the every time someone says something stupid, ground the show. Yeah, we'll, into, we'll start paying you bit. somehow. <laughs> okay, oh. there you go. Like uh, my ears perked up right there, Tommy. Right? Yeah, no, we're at, Tommy. Perked right up. I'll pay Tommy's going to refill the ink in your printer. Turning your mic off. I'm saying that uh, I would like. <laughs> I want like a robot. So eventually, my goal is to get all the Mister King uh, drops and put them, so I don't need him anymore. You know, I don't have to. You don't need Mister King. You're going to outsource to him for we, him. We always wow. need. We I'll o- just have like, it's, a like Mr. Out- it's like I'm outsourcing myself. <laughs> You're right by sending me stuff. Where's the Where's my? You've brunch? been saying a goddamn word to you. I'm outsourcing myself. That's where's horrible. my brunch bits? I actually think uh, <laughs> if if I can interrupt, Mr. King, I think you might be second to Woody as the most quoted person on Live from the Barrage. Really? Yeah, I think I think it's a uh, I think that's I think I, I can, it's a big honor. I can declare that official that you're uh, <laughs> you're, the you're, you're second to some halfwit from Queens. <laughs> second on the you know the, the least listened to radio show in the world. That's that's I'm sure fame. there's I'm sure there's ones that are most no there's there's far less listened to radio shows. I I produce some myself actually. Do you? Uh, the Conan show. In what capacity? I'm not going. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going there. Oh, I'm okay. Go there. Okay. Easy. Easy. Take yeah, it easy. No, I don't know. I just I asked. Mr. Him, King, how much did you pay in taxes last year? <laughs> I uh, well, you know, my accountant got me down to about forty-seven thousand eight hundred and forty-eight dollars. Are you talking about Botswana Pula or dollars? No, that's that's U.S. dollars. US oh, dollars. so Mr. King, you owed forty-seven. Uh, Big ones, uh, no, 4700 4, uh, in taxes. You had to pay that? No, 1000 sir. 1000 So you made oh. $48,000 so. and then just fucked yourself by lying to Wait, the IRS. As Dan Dara would say, 47 stacks of high society. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Well, Mr. I'm a very wealthy man. I'm a very, very wealthy man. <laughs> Mr. King, do, do, you and, uh, do you and Mrs. King file jointly or separately? Uh, I'm not. Uh, my my attorney is advising me at this time not to answer that question. <laughs> we can, we He's can sitting talk right about next that to privately him. if you'd like later, but uh, <laughs> not at this time. Sir. Right, sir. Good answer, Mr. King. I like you so. you so political. Whose phone is ringing? I'm gonna kill you. I think it's Mario. Get out of here! Stop it! Oh, sorry. We're doing a radio show. I apologize. Yeah. He's got a call from Big Big hey. Steve in Middle Village. Who's going to come to the park? Got to talk to some fucking mouth breather and give him directions. Mr. King, we appreciate it. <laughs> Mr. King's attorney also represents Maury's wig store. I will go on a record and say that I think Mr. King is the funniest thing about this entire show. <laughs> wow. I really do. Wow. 
Uh, Mr. Uh, King. Uh, uh, hey, no. I have a quick. Uh, I have a quick story for Dave Harrison and for for everybody, really. But um, I have a Slint story. Ooh, I'm excited. That I think, that I think Dave Harrison might like That'll about be the, the first band one. Slint. I am so ready so, to hear this. So uh, my my uh, I have a friend who uh, lived in in rural uh, Illinois down down south, and he moved to Chicago. And he was a huge Flint fan. This was probably like ten or fifteen years ago, whatever. Moved to Chicago, got a job at an internet place. Like a, I, I I'm not going to go into what they did, but <laughs> internet his boss place. Ended up, I worked there sorry, once. Sorry? Internet place. Like in the internet, like, come on, what do I need to say what kind of place that I am? What, like a cafe? (laughs) He's alluding to something more Listen, I turn a wrench for a living. I have have not a fucking clue what you nerds are talking about when you're talking about internet (laughs) cafes. Well, I don't know what the hell they did. I I don't don't know. know. They they installed shit for people. I don't know. Well, what what does it matter? Um, But his boss, the person he reported to was the lead singer of Flint, Brian. His name was Brian. Yes. Correct. You, That's Dave's you know how Brian, second Brian's uh, uh, vocals in um, Flint records are often sort of spoken like. Yes. And there comes the boat and a wooden ship and uh, well, yeah, it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm not denigrating Flint. A great <laughs> wooden whatever. ship. Are you Tommy Rockstar <laughs> reading the news right now? I think that the wood, no, no. wooden ship is pretty accurate. Uh, Flint lyric. <laughs> if you're gonna parry a Flint lyric, wooden ship's pretty good. Where do you work? I work at the internet. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. King. I apologize. You son of a bitch, really. Sorry, you're gonna, sorry. You're going to bog this down in detail? Do you I'm want sorry, more details? Sorry, sorry. That was you your friend, Ryan. I did it. I did it. I'm sorry. I never break balls. I'm sorry. I never did that. <laughs> you want their, uh, what do you I'm want? I'm not you good want at their, it. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, King, Mr. King, this is Dave. I'm, I'm listening in rapt attention, and, and you can keep Thanks. going. Anyway, so my friend Jason gets a job. His boss is the lead singer of Swint. And after about three weeks, after after about three weeks of getting like voice messages like, Jason, could you install that Cat Five cable? <laughs> and having this voice, which is like the voice of his favorite band, like telling him to do menial things, he could he couldn't listen to Slam anymore. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Right. Thank That's you so the much. worst. Like some guys, like hey, uh. Pack up those boxes, and you're like, fuck, man, I used to love Slint, and here's this jerk-off telling you what to do. The best part about, about me not liking Slint is that I never had to have him as a boss. <laughs> I just just don't like mm-hmm. him. Just plain don't like him. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that's why Glenn Danzig never uh, barked orders with anybody. So he could just <laughs> remain pure, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's the strangest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'm sure that sentence will never be said to me again before I die. That's Baba Booey! Oh my God, Mario! Hello, Mario. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, Mr. King. Mario. Mario. That was Hello. Jake. Oh, sorry, Jake. Who's Mario? He went to uh, take a he call. He went inside <laughs> to have sex with my wife. <laughs> That's not going to happen for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. King, give us sounds a like a double switch. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Mr. King. Thank you for everything, hey, man. I really appreciate I'll get it. That, I'll get that uh, brunch tape to you soon. Yeah, please. Thanks. I love you. All right. Sounds All right, like the wife swap. Later. Oh, <laughs> uh, we didn't finish the game. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're done. Did I win? Nope. No. Yeah, we won. John, you win. Congratulations. How you won with that state's bullshit? 
kicked all of your asses at liking Slint and naming. I was state winning models. every novel category. Go thing. ahead, Dave. Give me a state. I'll tell you the model. Um, West Vagina. Take it easy. Maine. Oh, Maine. The state we're trying to unannex. Maine. Well, which half of Maine? Is, I got nothing on Maine. Cabin, South, South Maine. Cabin man's favorite state. <laughs> West Maine. Maine. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I, I got. I don't have it. I would have accepted lobsters and shit. Um, <laughs> the, lo- the lobsters. L A H. You also, can't get there from here. <laughs> Maine. All that the, shit. The Dickerer <laughs> State. Come on, give me a state. I can't do a stickering state. Give me another one. Uh, <laughs> Alabama. Alabama State. Alabama State. Oh, yeah. really? We're really a state? Yeah. What Alabama it? is uh, like the something about a bird and a child molester. <laughs> Blatant <laughs> racism. What about no, it's Mississippi? It's the Randy that's, Johnson that's state. That's Mississippi. Um, Same thing. I got all the states. Can't believe it. Can't name it. What's Arkansas? Go um, incest. The Damien Eccles Freedom State. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Arkansas is the Mint State. It's mint, the mint State. State. What, what about Hawaii? The last state. <laughs> <laughs> so That's like, what it says on the plate. Yeah, it says on the plate. The, the last, last state, state ever. Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck Seward. yourselves. <laughs> Seward's falling. <laughs> Sounds like a state of confusion, <laughs> sir. Hawaii. Go fuck yourselves. What's the motto going to be for Puerto Rico? <laughs> uh, we don't know how to throw out our trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I lived in South Waynesburg for I way like too long. That. So we send them to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Is this Slint? Nope. Aerosmith rocks. This is Toys in the Attic. Toys in the Attic. Toys around the attic. Toys on the <laughs> Toys attic. Toys on, on the, the attic. attic. Yeah, that's the thing. Toys of the attic. Fuck with that purpose. Toys on the attic. It's the replace a preposition with a different one game on here on Live from the Brush tonight. Yeah. Thanks for everybody. I think we should go, right? Yeah. I think we're done, man. I think uh, thank you for Joe for not calling in for some weird reason. and uh, <laughs> Thank you by listening. But, but, but my still- biggest thanks go to Jake uh, from Roxoff, who yeah. was kind enough to come in here and uh, be an awesome guest and kick all the asses with his stories of falling off buildings and punching Tommy Stinson, Stintron. He's not the only person in the world who wants to punch Tommy Stinson, by the way. Well, he did it. I know it. people who are doing business with he, him right now. Oh, man, they want to punch him. Really? He knocked oh, him on yeah. his fucking ass is all I know. I want to punch him while I'm falling off a building. The plastic cup punch. Looks like we've got the cup punch. Sir. I like Sir. how the music's like taking us out. Let's go with that. Uh, really? Is that a, That's a decision I made uh, like uh, a while ago. <laughs> Welcome from the jungle. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. King. Hey, before we go, let's... Um, yes, just, please. You have anything to let's, plug? Let's you want to say a, Yeah, let's have a moment of noise for our favorite professional wrestler, the ultimate warrior. Yeah. Oh! I don't... Uh, you know, I grew up with that... That guy, but apparently he doesn't like gays, so fuck that guy. Take it Sophie in the chat box says, Gays loved him, though. <laughs> Welcome at my nightmare. <laughs> Live at the Barrage. You're listening to Live of the Barrage. Sunshine with your love. <laughs> this song takes a really long time to start. Huh? Appetite of destruction. <laughs>
That's pretty good. That's the exact title of the album. <laughs> Behind the edge. Everyone needs to take it easy. I'm going to need you to reset the router. I've uh, practiced magic together. You know you have to pay your taxes next week. Stared at the captain through. If you could fill out this W 2, I'd appreciate it. But uh, you got to say, these guys really. uh, I feel like I'm on the ship. I bought my 1099 at the 99 cent store. Whatever retarded (laughs) boat this is, uh, it's a ship full of weaklings, I'll tell you that much. that's that's some seafaring music right there. That's like uh, the ship is uh, going that's back. That's why we're right. going to Malaysia. Send the slit reunion on the rocks off cruise. I'm going to sink that boat. John, you're fired. I did a. Uh, I did play a rocks off <laughs> cruise and uh, you're fired. It's, we were the band that played. Sorry. Go we were the band that played right when Sorry. we oh right when you like go off like when you first launch and it was really hard to keep my balance and it was really hot and sweaty. That's because you were on Angel Dust. <laughs> well, what you guys don't know is that Mr. King just said in the chat box that he loves Slint, by the way, and I go with Mr. King. So fuck you guys. I, I'm not saying that just because Mr. King. Likes I miss Chooch. Oh, sorry. The server's down. <laughs> Sorry. Mr. King is still waiting for his delivery of the Mike Tyson grill. You can shut off the surge protectors and make sure the UPS is on. Buy more merch. Everyone has a bad day. Buy more merch. This is badass. You guys are not Dork scream. <laughs> I'm Dork. telling you. Whoever said on the on that comment stream that that my my uh, e- extrapolation of a Slint song showed that I knew nothing about Slint, I was like, no, I think that's pretty damn accurate. Well, the same thing happened today when like someone assumes if, if they have a different opinion than you, they assume that you don't know anything about it, which is a ridiculous way to think. The Hold Steady is just a gay cover band of Slint. I have I've actually listened to I've listened to Spiderland many times and uh, I had a roommate that was uh, so well, why would you oh because you were yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, <laughs> Dave and I are in a cave so uh, what happens now uh, you like slant it's raining outside let's go pry open some clams on the beach and then uh, we'll start a fire and <laughs> slant I'll be Randy Johnson you be Derek Jeter I'll sing you the bass parts. I'm on a spelunking trip. <laughs> There's no iPods because we're I'm stranded a on a desert island. I'm on a spelunking trip, but I'm going to need you to check the servers. <laughs> Dave! Holy crap, the Mets are winning their first game ever. No, they won a few. What are you talking about? You're, oh. in a Mets, you're in a Mets garage right now. Yeah. By the way, Jake does cruises from Manhattan to Bottom uh, of the City fifth, Field. Four to two Mets up he on the He does Mets cruises. www.rocksoft.com. Rocksoft? That's the uh, Linda Ronstadt cruise <laughs> happening next week. Rock soft? No, he's fake plugging himself. Oh, okay. E, would you like to plug anything for real? Go to rocksoft.com. You can find that. If, just Google rocks off. I did. I think you should fire Tommy and get a better hype man. I think you should book <laughs> risk reward. You get <laughs> Bucky in there. You get a whole thing. Bucky's fucking... Uh, Bucky will be the roadie. Thank you, Jake, uh, from Rocks Off. Jake, please... Everyone, please go to... You, you know, you can have a cool co- fucking uh, concert on a boat. It's insane. 
I couldn't do it because I think it's totally way, insane. Way too expensive. You get seasick too. <laughs> oh, I get seasick like crazy, but I, I still love being on boats and I love fishing and I love being out there. It's 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 so you stupid. can fish in the East River during our cruises, and if you eat yeah? the fish you catch, you get your money back. You kidding? Money back for what? The whole thing? The whole thing. All seven hundred and fifty thousand oh, so dollars I made last year. Hey, can I get on one of these boats and bring my fishing rod with him? You guys Absolutely. got rods on the boat? Jake, you guys have internet on that boat you got or no? Rods on the boat or no? Oh, we have internet. It's uh called two G. Mm. You have rods. Do you have rods on the boat? <laughs> Tons of rods. Bait dude. and stuff, shit and like that. Yeah. Not fishing rods, just rods. Oh. Jake once did a bad brains cruise and uh he said it was the most dangerous show he's ever done on, on the ocean. Did HR show up? Yeah, he, he, he called in from prison. Somebody caught him on a. <laughs> was he wearing a spacesuit? Fishing rod. It must be hot in the spacesuit in the middle of the uh, middle of the line. Uh, that's a survival suit at that point. That was, you that was, need that. That was actually an even more interesting episode. That's of how Judge he breathes. Lopez. He's like Iron Man. <laughs> HR since his accident, he's like Iron Man. He just uh, he needs the suit to survive. Or RoboCop. I think about uh, I think about this all the time. Who I would take in a survival situation. Out of out of all of us, yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah, he's not here. Like you, know, like you guys know that Roger Clemens was the asked place this question. Floods right now, you know. Did you hear this, John? That Roger Clemens was asked this question, and his answer was him, like a clone of no. himself. Yeah. <laughs> so who, would, got, who would you take? The guys somebody. in this room. I got to think. All right. This is tough, man. I think Mario could get the most shit done, and then I would kill him if he ever bothered me. <laughs> he's all stringy though. His meat stringy. <laughs> Aged. <laughs> Like a wig, you know, but fat guys. Like I would me take and Mario, Mario and hope that he punched a mushroom out of a fucking coin oh, holder. Dude, you know, Mario will find what it is on the island to eat. He'll find the uh, thing. He'll find the best value for your coconut. I've lived on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I've practiced being homeless. <laughs> but he'll fuck you over if someone wants to trade All like right, a so you have to Brett take, Saberhagen you autograph have to take, or something. You have to take two Brett people. Saberhagen. Who are you taking, Dave? Survival. Uh, Who are you taking? Jake's into. I'm going to take Tommy with me, and we're going to sell T-shirts to the fucking natives. That's where we're going to make our money back. Cover those droopy boobs <laughs> with this Merch Boy T-shirt. I've been being sunburned uh, this whole time like a dick. I would take. Can I plug one thing though? Of course. If if you guys need to get T-shirts made, email Merch Boy at <laughs> MerchBoy.com. I never heard of that one. That's a new one. Is that a cool uh, like new fucking hip? I laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> hey Jake, weren't you? Your text of when do you become Merch Man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to tell you guys the first time my mother met Tommy Rockstar. This is a great story. My mother, I bring Tommy <laughs> to Massachusetts, and my mother meets Tommy, and, he, and she says. Oh, you're the friend that Tommy that Jake talks about. You're Tommy. I got a question though, Tommy. You, do you play in a band? <laughs> and Tommy's like, "Well, no. I mean, I used to play in Lasix Generation back in the '90s, and that's why I met Jake. It was like 1994, and we, he worked at Wetlands, and then I sent him demo tapes, and and she goes, "So why don't you just call yourself Tommy T-shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> and the look on Tommy's face, he just died. <laughs> I also, I also Rockstar, would have accepted McCulloch. Shh. Tommy T-shirt. McCulloch. Can we all agree that Tommy's new Absolutely. name is Tommy T-shirt? I like Tommy T-shirt. If it was the Old West, they were, you know, they were, you and me and Dave were putting horseshoes on it. They'd be like, hey, Davey Horseshoe. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's who you are. What the fuck's the problem? That's how people came up with the last surnames Carpenter and shit. But Tommy, if you're not in a band, how do you call yourself Tommy Rockstar? Yeah, because Rockstar's you playing bands. You got to earn a name like Carpenter or fucking whatever. 
Thanks, Horseshoe Estelle. Man. What does Houlihan mean? Uh, steam fitter? <laughs> I have no idea. No. Visit Horseshoe Boy. Listen, I are no, you a steampunk fitter? I, uh, I have no, oh. uh, no allegiance to anyone. And that includes the Irish. <laughs> they don't want me, and I don't want them. Why don't they want you? I don't know. You say you say to an Irish guy, you're Irish, they get all pissed off. So I'm like, all right, I'm out. Fuck you. Wait, Houlihan's an Irish name? Not anymore. I'm changing the I'm I'm breaking the cycle. He's changing the turn into <laughs> McCulloch. <laughs> Evidently it's up for grabs. Totally breaking Nobody the cycle. Nobody else wants it. You should just tell people now. It's mine. The now. Isle of Man. It's mine now. Isle of Man. Fuck them. <laughs> Guy, man, dude. Go to the Isle of Man. There's no speed limit. Let's see your Facebook status update, Steve Hulan. I would take I would take Pat and John. Have you guys found like clones really? of yourselves on Facebook? Like, is there another John Hulan, another Pat Walsh, another Dave Harrison that you found? Hey, we're talking about uh, surviving an island. Dave just picked me and Pat. There's so many. Pat's going to drive him home. That's Facebook. why. <laughs> I got my car today. <laughs> Ryan, who would you take? Uh, obviously not Dave. It seems. Oh, oh, so now it's a <laughs> elimination. Game. No, it's not that kind of thing. Uh, take be you, honest. I'm gonna take you, Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, you give me no grief. I'll take Pat too. Wait, Tommy is like on the island trying to introduce you I, to the seagull who lives on the other side. He's like, check I this guy. Out. Hey, man, 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 You're my third. Hey, hey, bro, 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 bro. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> three is the magic number. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I like the choice of Pat because I think Pat is probably the. He's resourceful. No, I think he's the smartest guy in the room. Maybe. Intelligence-wise, which is a lot to say because Dave's really smart. Who's smarter than me? But I'm taking Dave just because of the Mungo factor. I, obviously, p- coupled with your intelligence is big. Uh, I might, you know what? Yeah, fuck Tommy. In St. Louis, you guys fuck. should tattoo <laughs> Hall of Fame on Tommy's the other out. forearm. <laughs> but I, I, I you know, I've been camping with a little Ryan. bit country he here. Camp and... I can't do this game. I can't put. You asked the question, dude. No. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's really weird because I think Ryan knows more about like the outside thing, but I think Pat is more level-headed that he'll never panic ever. So like, if the whole place is on fire, Pat's like, Pat will be but like, sometimes hey, you need a sense of panic. It's fine. You know, don't worry about it. Place is on fire. Thank you, Dave. Build a new place. But so, he's like, like, what if Pat's not panicking, and then like you get like some <sighs> fucking baboon throws a rock at your head, and he's like, well, see, I didn't panic because I, I knew John was gonna die first. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just imagine him doing that, just shrugging and keep walking? I know how to take care of baboons. When the coyotes howl, you won't want Ryan around. I'm taking Mario and Dave. <laughs> baboons. I just decided. I forgot that you could collect wood and like. You remember the coyotes, don't you? <laughs> yes. Ryan's eyes lit up. I could see like for ten miles in either direction. He's like, "What was that?" Yeah, off a, he ran. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you're stuck there for like a month. Ryan's looking pretty good. You know, he's getting all skinny, lost weight. Wait, what island is this, by the way? Like, wh- what region of the world? Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Well, I'm stuck on Staten Island. I'm taking uh, Mikey big time. And yeah, it changes the whole game. <laughs> this is starting to sound like the Bugs Bunny episode. Mikey or... big time and fun. <laughs> yeah. John's, John's got Ryan and Dave with him, and he's hallucinating, and Ryan looks like a hot dog, and Dave looks like a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Bon voyage. So long, screw it. St. Louis. Staten Island Ferry. Don't forget to ride. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think I think I pissed off Andrew today by commenting on his uh, Thrillist post. Andrew Thrillist? Yeah. Why? What did you say? Uh, he posted something about like how Queens is secret. Like it was a Thrillist article that someone else wrote. He, it was like, you know, I read through the why entire Queens? thing. Jake knows these guys. They had uh, like you know 75% of it right. It was good. Danny's House of Pizza rules. 
the the fucking farm museum where you're getting married is a great place. It's a, you know, and, I, uh, and I didn't disagree with the article. I, they my, named a bunch of stuff. My whole point was like, don't put this shit in Thrillist. I don't need any more assholes moving to my fucking neighborhood. <laughs> and right, and, you have the asshole fucking market cornered, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm totally. I'm totally. You're like, hunky, I don't need no competition. He's on top what? of it. All right. This town ain't big enough for both of us. Oh, guest, I'm the only one laughing at your jokes. <laughs> All right, on that note, anyone who want to say anything else, plug anything, go to livefromthebarrage.com and uh, go I didn't to our... finish my thought, damn it. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Thought. I would... Uh... Yeah. Worst ending of a show ever. <laughs> I don't want it to end. I don't want to go home. Well, Dave, you, know, you want to stay on the radio? Just me and you all night? Yeah. Okay. That's what we should do. I'll we should do, do a 24 hour marathon show. What do you mean, we? You got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> you guys, while I watch, an intern. <laughs> I don't actually have anything left to say. I knew. That's, that's why I ended the show. <laughs> on that note. Anybody else, Jake? Uh, uh, I want to plug one go, last thing. Go to Rocks Off and make Jake more rich. He makes six hundred and forty three thousand dollars a year exactly. You looked it up while we were while yeah. we were airing. Jake, I do. I would Jake like to plug Network. one last thing though. It's a it's a website that I maintain and it's called things that look like cock and balls dot com. This is an okay. actual thing. It's an actual website. Things that look like cock and balls dot com. You can go to it. And when you go to this you will see things that look like the geni- male genitalia. It's just it's just three hundred and forty seven thousand pictures of Tommy Rockstore's face. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, no. Oof. And and now Jake, you you bust Tommy's balls. Like he gets all sensitive whenever anybody busts. Yeah, does his he balls. does he? Hey, does he Jake, out on you, Jake. Have I ever written you a letter like deeply expressing how much like uh, you've hurt me? Is the more famous you are, like you've the more kept the USPS in business with those letters, Tommy. Like you know, if 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 uh, Duff McKagan's came up to you and was like started busting your balls, Tommy would be like, "You're right, buddy. You're right." But if one of us does it, he starts sending us messages like being oh, like, "Yo, right. it's not cool." I I show nothing but respect for all you guys, so I, I assume <laughs> the same for me. That's all. Evidently, okay. we should be more like Jake and just pop him in the head. That straightens him out. <laughs> I never That's told like, that story. It's like a reset button. <laughs> What was the what was what were the uh, what was the situation there? How did that happen? We went to uh, Tommy to- was just popping shit and I fucking jacked him up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dobie's totally nailed it, saying Tommy and Conan's can hang because you were really like, like the same guy. As Conan? No, well you're way cooler than Conan. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Conan I'm just I get a million messages tomorrow. There we go. I'm not cool. No, I like Conan. He- Wait, are you saying Tommy is the Andy Richter of Live from the Borough? No, no Andy like Richter is funnier yeah, than yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah. Different Conan. Andy Richter is great. You know, if you follow Conan and Andy Richter on Twitter, Andy Richter's hilarious. Conan sucks. He's not funny. He people anymore. write shit for him. Uh, Conan doesn't write his own tweets, right? No. Conan's on Twitter. Andy Richter certainly does, and they're fucking hilarious. They're about like Andy Richter's writing his own tweets because he's got twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes of fucking idle time every yeah. day to come up with his tweets. Uh, Jake, what were you telling it's me fun. earlier today that George Takai doesn't write any of his stuff? He doesn't. Yeah. He has a team of writers. Yeah, of course uh, not. It's and, Takai. You know, it rhymes with sorry. okay. Thank you. I would like. It to rhymes say, with Takai. <laughs> I would like to say that uh, I'm, uh, you know, I. I unfollowed George Takei because, okay, I get it. You know, I don't want to see it anymore. And then every asshole in the world likes and shares the shit, and I get to see it anyway. Yeah, there's no point of, like, re- retweeting or reposting him. All right, let's retweet the end of the show here. Uh, <laughs> retweet this. Anybody else? Jake, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Pat. Buy more Dave merch. Harrison. Uh, Riskaroar.bandcamp.com. Some blonde guy over there. And uh, Jake, thank you very much for being on the show. Appreciate it, man. Who's the, the blonde? Mario. Guy? I'll take blonde. Uh, Mario, come say something. 
Come say goodbye. Good night. Let's move on with our lives. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Like a diving bulldog. <laughs>